by Motosport.com Fly Racing and Decal Works Coming to you live from Las Vegas right outside the Lion's Den with your host, Steve Mathis And now strap in and get ready It's showtime time. I just don't like the guy The guy's just a douchebag Yeah, welcome everybody to the Pulp and Mech Show is live. It's 5.04 p.m. Pacific. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it. Got a real, really good in-studio co-host tonight, and we are going to talk about Foxborough Supercross and all that happened there. Delve into some silly season stuff. Got a great lineup of guests as well. Talk about the Yamaha LCQ Challenge happening this Friday in Denver. Good show. Again, Thank you for uh, watching or listening. 702-586-7857. If you want to talk about Supercross, Motocross, whatever it is, give us a call. we got some giveaway stuff as well to do tonight. Got a great show lined up. The Jet Lawrence will be calling in. The new 250 Supercross East Coast champion, Jet Lawrence, will call in. Benny Bloss, Team Tedder KTM. Benny Bloss, he's back at the races, all healthy. We'll get Benji on the line. Uh, also, Antonio Caroli, perhaps you've heard of him, nine-time MXGP champion. He's going to come to the U.S. for at least the first two rounds. Uh, Antonio Caroli will be on the line to tell us about why he decided to do that and more. And then Clinton Fowler as well, at three laps down on social media. Clinton's been uh, a big part of Supercross TV this year uh, with his stats and his figures. He has been uh, working for us at Pulp MX for a couple of years now, done a great job, so Thought I would give uh, Clinton Fowler uh, some time on the show to talk about what he does, and we can commiserate over the lack of stats in our show, right? Uh, lots to get into when it comes to the show. The Pulpamex app available real soon, really soon, probably Friday. Stay tuned for that. Amazon, if you go to the widget on Pulpamex.com or Pulpamexshow.com, go to Amazon Widget and help us out. Same with motorsport.com. You want to order from the guys at Motorsport, go through the banner on Pulpamex or Pulpamexshow.com. And uh, looking forward to uh, uh, you guys supporting us that way through the Motorsport guys. Lots to get into tonight. Also, a big announcement. We have a gentleman here from Mav TV, and uh, he'll be on later on. We have, uh, we have something, some news to break on that in regards to us and Mav and the Nationals. Very exciting stuff. Motorsport.com, Fly Racing, Decal Works, Race Tech Suspension and Engines, X-Brand Goggles, Rental, Michelin Motorcycle Tires, Cherubis, Firepower Batteries and Chains, Maxima USA, Pro Filter, Skosh, uh, 
ORW, OGO Power Sports, uh, FMF, Guts Racing, Atlas Neck Brace on board with us as well. Of course, Logan Carnell using the Atlas Brace uh, out there, and uh, Kyle Chisholm using the Atlas Brace as well. A couple of riders doing a really, really good job for the guys at Atlas. And again, there's a code to save with that. Works Connection, speaking of codes, PulpMX20 at WorksConnection.com, and we are giving away a Works Connection Pro launch start device tonight because Jet Lawrence uses one. MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, GetUSA, WUSA, Ride Engineering, Intense Cycle, Suspension Direct, Manscape, Wisco Pistons, all on board with us, and, and of course, uh, you people as well. So really, uh, again, looking forward to having a great show. Anytime you got Jet Lawrence, on the show, it's probably pretty good. Uh, also, speaking of pretty good shows, this gentleman uh, hasn't been in for that long. Uh, hasn't been in a while. We're happy to have him back in. He works over at Vital MX Content Creation. He's a great test rider. He's a great writer. Uh, really smart suspension guy over the years as well. It's Michael Lindsay. What's up, man? How are you? That was way too much, cre much credit for what I, what okay. I can do. All right. I do have a question. Yes. If I go buy something on motorsport.com right now. Yep. Is the money from that going to fund the overtime so he'll finish that by Friday? Uh, no, no, not at all. No, okay. no, no, not at all. He is uh, he is a not on a um, uh, overtime basis. He's salary, so they just work. The monkeys do over and over. It doesn't work. Uh, it doesn't pay. Uh, thanks for coming in. Appreciate it. Hey, uh, always enjoy the drive up. Yeah, Foxborough Supercross. Lots to get into with that uh, 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 as well. The moon dust. Yeah, the moon dust uh, track. Um, by the way, the Pulpamex. Uh, we we did the Twitter bracket for favorite riders. Uh, last week, and we have the results for this week. So we're going to break that down. We're going to do a, put up a new bracket for a uh, uh, the new uh, semifinals or quarterfinals, I guess it would be. So stay tuned for that. We're going to talk tell you who won out of our, all our votes and uh, and who's up next. So uh, lots to talk about tonight on the show. Uh, I guess let's let's start with Foxborough. I do want to talk about Caroli, and I do want to talk about some some silly season stuff. But let's start with Foxborough. Uh, so Jason Anderson, mm -hmm. great ride, fantastic uh, fifth win this year. He more Two in a row. Than, more than a year he won the yes. title, correct? More than a year he won the title. He says he feels like he's riding better than when he won the title, which I would 100% agree with. And again, it's a broken record, but if you go back and look at the races he's thrown away, crashes or that radiator problem he had, I mean, this is a tremendous season for him. It is incredible what he has done. Uh, I thought Sexton was going to get him. Sexton caught him, got it within a second or so, and then kind of just inched back out. Lappers helped uh, Jason a little bit, but he also helped himself. Uh, uh, really, really impressive. Like, crazy good season from Jason Anderson. Well, especially after the couple down rounds he had, I kind of thought as we were winding the season as Eli was getting out of yep, reach yep. after he had those I couple mean, look, down he, rounds. He knocked himself out at one, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> I was thinking, okay, possibly no more wins for the season. Not that, like, I just thought he might be on the podium and kind of ride out the season, start getting ready for outdoors. But yep. to come back and stamp it like this, it one thing kind of caught me as a statistic that's funny with him is, or not funny with him, but, like, as of right now, the fact that he's won one professional premier title. Mm-hmm. If he were to retire without winning a second title, he would be the only person since Juan Michelle, or Michelle Bale in 1991 that only won one premier title in their career. Everybody since 1991 has at least won two titles. Supercross. In Supercross, yes. Yes, because Bale won outdoors. Won outdoors, uh, but as Supercross. So at the rate he's riding, like, uh, it's so weird, like, thinking of him, Tomac, all these guys that are later in age, but, like, he's doing everything right to be geared up to, how, you know, next year be in it. How about this? He's never won an outdoor national either class. Yes, correct. Over and overall, he's won a moto on a two fifty and I think a moto on a four fifty. I, oh, I think he won a one. I think he won a moto on a four fifty two. Okay, I remember Bud's Creek yeah. on the two fifty. So 
Never won an overall in a motocross race. If he wins, I mean, right now there's I. We'll ask Clinton maybe. Yeah. I don't know how many Supercross champions, Premier Supercross champions, have never won an outdoor overall. It would be pretty damn far back, I would yeah. think. Maybe none. Pretty I can't possible. think of any off the top of my head that have never won an outdoor national. Uh, he has not done that. Mm-hmm. Do you think he gets one this year? Speaking uh, of that, I think there's so many question marks. Guys, come in. I I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised, but I still – I hate to waffle and be, like, right in the middle. I'm, like, right on the 50-50. Doesn't surprise me if he doesn't get one. Wouldn't be shocked Are if he gets it. Me? Yep. Yeah, waffling. Right. Um, what do you think? I think he gets one. Yeah, gets I it. do. I think he gets one. Uh, I don't know. You know, Ferrandis is going to be great. Tomac's going to be great. But there's got to be room for some more guys in there. Um, Especially the fact that he's ending, super, like I said, Supercross on such a high note. I, right. I think – even, you know, there were so many question marks the year he even won the title. Like, how motivated is this guy? How hard is he yeah. willing to work? Like, yep. I think a lot of that, it's so crazy to think that he's won a championship. He's this late in his career, but I'd say this season more than ever has ended a lot of that speculation of, like, if Jace yeah. Anderson really wants to be here, how hard let, he let, wants to work, all that. Let's face it. He won the, when he won the title, he won four races. One of them was on a red flag, uh, or one of them was on a cross jumping that Dungey yep. did. He... He, he won them early and then managed it the rest of the way. It wasn't a dominant season by any means. He wasn't the guy yeah. all season just, long. He was there he every was weekend. He was there every weekend. And full props to him. I'm not taking that championship yeah, away. You have to do this that. This has been way more impressive than that. Mm-hmm. This has been straight up in, in qualifying practices, in main events, he's been the fastest guy. That's the big thing. He's been there, like we said, about the season. It's never a shocker that Anderson has the speed to win. But yeah. to see him every weekend be – top of the board near the top of the board and yeah. qualifying up front heats up fronts and mains pushing passing yeah. passing like he it, you know you ask him in press car he's pretty straightforward about the he feels like this is the best he's ever been and yeah i think it'd be hard pressed to argue this is not the best jason anderson we've ever seen absolutely not uh by the way uh working the uh, cameras over there and uh changing the angles and building the app probably as we speak also playing mad skills motocross d travis marks hi what's up Hi. Are we up on YouTube yet? Yeah, we are, finally. Okay. All right. Yeah, we made it happen. No, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, we, had, we had some, not technical issues, technical changes. Yeah, we made, some, cha- we, we made some changes in the studio today, and uh, I couldn't get here as early as everyone would have liked, unfortunately. But uh, Damn you and your real job. I, you know, uh, it happens. But we made it, we made it work. We're live now, so welcome. All right. Uh, welcome, everybody. Uh, so, yep. Thanks, Marks, for yep. everything. Um, Thank you. We're going to have an update later on, but you went mobbing. You I finally did, went mobbing. Yeah, I did so we're going to have some updates later on. Good, good times. Right. Uh, also, um, I forgot to ask you this before the show, so let me just ask you right now. Oh, okay. Yeah, cool. Is it possible to do Pulp MX Fantasy for the LCQ Challenge race? No. Okay. Nope. Move it on. Yep. Uh, taking the phone calls over there in the corner. He is back. Tits, I think Tits was in two in a row or maybe? or Just last week. Just, just last, last week. week. It's just, I feel like so much Tits is in my life. Uh, uh, the Talon Taylor. What's up, man? Hey, what's up? What's going on? Marty, uh, getting phone calls that are, that we weren't on YouTube. So thanks, Travis. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. I, I had your back. Don't worry. Yeah. Thank you. What's up, Talon? How are yeah, you? He any, threw you under the bus. Any off-roading lately? No, I did go up to Boise next to, uh, the WPS headquarters last week though. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Check you out. Yeah. All right. Uh, so we got a couple phone calls still on the line too as well. So again, the Yamaha LCQ challenge this Friday in Denver, 430 uh, we're going to film it. We're going to put it up, so stay tuned for that. That's a way to watch it. If you've got a credential and you're there, you can watch it that way. Um, I am getting some serious heat for the wild card spots. Uh, I imagine uh, Michael, so. Yeah, it is, it is nuts. <clears throat> I'm already questioning a couple. 
You are, yeah, you are, yeah. You're on me a little yeah. bit. Um, Kate, Kate, the get reason you give me why Kate isn't allowed in, but Ari is, and they're on the same team. Oh, Kate's on li- a team. Listen, listen, Kate, Ari's on the same team. Ari, technically, so um, okay. So here, I have the the season long points, and Ari is just outside the top seventeen. I think he's number twenty two. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna have guys that can't make the race that qualified. Yeah, like a Mister Stanky, he will not be in this race. Uh, Zylan Romella. Mm-hmm. Switzerland or whatever. He will not be in this race. John, John Cross is hurt. He won't be in that race. So I'm just going back in the points and taking guys. Logan Carnell. That's how Logan is first alternate. That's he got. That's how he gets in. I'm just saying, Kate, I put Kate on the gate backwards too, whatever you got to do. Right. Okay. Well, I, I feel like you're just, he won it before, so you can't let him win the money twice. Definitely the part that he's won it before. He's had a great season. Uh, all of that. Now, Brees is literally driving to the races like he's in a van full privateer that is a privateer as it comes so has he been dry he wasn't chipping his stuff this year mm, drove for a lot of them maybe oh. maybe you know maybe he's found a spot with teddy i think now but he drove a lot yeah. of them in the beginning uh so yeah i just i just think that you know he's a privateer kate's got a fancy semi i want to see more Fa- 250 guys well well we'll talk about that later i'll talk about that lineup in a little bit of course hardy munos I would put Hardy in just for the sheer That's entertainment value. That's what I'm value. saying. I mean, the guy hit the net. He almost did it again after they fixed the net. He Every time Hardy goes out, you can see both sides of his side plate. Yes. He is so he is so exciting I'm to just, watch. That's what I'm saying. Right, right. Put him in. Uh, again, thank you to the folks at uh, Feld uh, and AMA for letting me have a race. I can't believe it. It's, I it's, would it's say, think amazing. of what Pulp MX has become. Yeah. yeah. Look, at you made a demand, and you got it. I, I didn't make a demand, but yeah. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. what was right. the alternative? Well, yeah. The alternative was the race was going yeah. on in the LCQ. Yeah, maybe, 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 maybe not. Uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Uh, um, but so I'll talk more about that race in a little bit. I got the idea of the purse a little bit, so we'll get into that. Uh, Jason Anderson, we talked about. Tomac had his first weird race of the year. Uh, he was charging, looking good, stalled it. You know, Anderson got yeah. in underneath him. He stalled it. And then he never really, like, to me, after he got going, like, cool. He's, like, fourth, like, whatever. He'll yeah. finish fourth. I get it. He's not feeling it, but he actually went backwards to seventh, and that was odd to see. Mm-hmm. Well, I saw – now, did you hear this? I don't know if it came up in anybody's post-race interview, but I saw a couple of people on Twitter mention that somewhere he said he thought he had a bike issue. Okay. I just I, remember seeing on Twitter today. Yeah. I don't remember hearing uh, in anybody's interview or anything. I tried to get an interview with him after the race. It wasn't happening. Now, he told me at Atlanta – remember early laps in Atlanta? Yeah. He slowed down. He thought he had a bike issue there. Okay. So – that one? Are you thinking about Atlanta? Maybe that. Maybe yeah. that's. I saw an older tweet. Yeah, he uh, he told me at the <laughs> airport on Sunday that he thought early on he had some sort of issue that was related to, related to something that was going on in the heat, and that's why he lost those spots. Okay. I don't know what happened in Foxborough. Like no. it wasn't great. Um, he's still going to clinch the title, most likely yeah. in his home state of Colorado. Home state, the whole family there. You know? So so that'll be good for him. Uh, but this was a weirdo ride. Which was weirder for you though, Michael, watching the race, Cooper Webb or Eli Tomac? Um. <sighs> I guess the Eli one, not as much because he kind of got, you could argue, you know, the Jason thing may have startled him. He didn't need to do it. Maybe he just really wasn't feeling it. It may be in the moment of like, I could wrap the title. Maybe he just straight up just mm-hmm. just rides at home, no issues. The Cooper one surprises me way more to start up front, look for a minute. I thought, okay, you know, Coop's actually going to be there tonight. And yeah. then, yeah, to watch it go backwards and then... Coop's one of those ones that with Silly Seas, I've heard so many different variations of what could happen. I just don't even know how to explain what's yeah. going on now. Yeah, 
Yeah. Well, uh, well, I think I just I didn't tell Marks and Talon this, but I think Webb's coming in studio after Salt Lake. The whole really? show. Really? Wow. Yeah. Cooper Webb. How'd that, oh, how'd that come about? Ah, uh, it's a long story. Maybe we'll get into it. But I think he's coming in. That's interesting. Wow. Yeah. That'll be, that'll be good. You're right. He's he's given up on the season so much. He decided, fuck it. I'm gonna do the Paul. <laughs> Go Paul Mech show. I'm gonna do the Paul Mech show. I mean, how worse? How much worse can it get? He saw the all retired motocross riders usually. Do. <laughs> yeah. Do you think the 500 uh, increased your credibility as far as getting stars to come in? Oh uh, yeah, good point. I don't know. I yeah, mean, sure. If, if MC and RC can come in, right, right. Yeah, anybody, I mean, yeah. yeah. Why not? Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. right. I, I don't know. I mean, I figured if, if Phil didn't do that, you know, then MC and, and RC did, I guess. But hey, look at you go. Yeah. Uh, so that's ca- that's happening. Uh, Web. Yeah. Certainly, it's been it's been weird. Uh, we got uh, a caller on one here. Uh, Daniel, you there? Daniel. Hello. Yeah, Daniel. You you hey. have a theory on Tomac? Yeah, my theory was I think he really – I heard in an interview somewhere, I probably ended here, he said that he really wanted to win his championship in, at New York or East Rutherford. I'm not sure wherever this race is at. This is Foxborough. Yes, Foxborough. Thank you. Um, I think he wanted to win it here just because in 2017 um, he lost the red plate here, then all the moose camp, moose camp thing, whether you call it a crash or a side – and going to the side of the track. But that was – okay, so you're mixing two races up. He lost the red plate in a weirdo ride at, at in New Jersey. Oh, that's – okay, New Jersey. Okay, sorry about so, that. And then Marv took him out in Foxborough 2019. No, uh, sorry. What I'm trying to say is um, he crashed in uh, that 2017 race. Dude, here. you are all over the place right now. So I'm very nervous. I'm sorry. Okay, you're fine. Take some breaths. It's just Michael Lindsay. And, he's a, it's and, just uh, Steve Mathis. He's a human. He's a human like all of us. What's you? Um, <laughs> so he he, you're not talking about when Marv took him out at the last Tertoons to go at Foxborough. You're not talking about that. Um, that was in 2018. That was the same area, I guess. Right? Uh, no, I think that was a year after the what the Foxborough weirdo ride, where Marv uh, pulled over for Dunge. Oh, okay. Well. My theory was that he really wanted to win here just because of, like, all the bad stuff that's happened here. Like, he wanted to win a championship at this track just because well, of all the bad it, things it, that have happened It here. didn't work. It was actually the opposite. Yeah, he went backwards. But, I mean, like I said, though, Daniel, if he had stayed in fourth, then I, I was probably, like, with a stall and near the end of the season, just stay in fourth. Nope. Like, I wouldn't yeah. even be questioning this race. You know what I mean? Like, I'd be perfectly fine with that because he rode in fourth for a long time. But the fact that he went backwards after that was weird. And Barsha, Barsha got him twice, I believe. So, yeah. um, you know. Daniel, you got a bike? Uh, sadly, no. Oh, okay. Is there anything else I can get? It? Possibly a shirt? What size are you? Uh, 2X. All right, I'll send, you, I'll send you a T-shirt, all right, Daniel? Just for calling it and admitting right. that you were nervous. Um, okay, yeah, I'm very nervous. I won't lie. <laughs> yeah, okay, so stay on hold. We'll get your information. I'll send you out a 2X uh, shirt of some sort, all right? All right, thank you. All right, all right. Stay on hold. Uh, thanks for calling in. Appreciate it. Uh, Alex is on three. Alex, what's up, man? Hey, not too much. How are you guys going? Good. What's going on? Uh, I just wanted to bring up a big discussion that I feel like might come later, but I figured out call early because I can't. Um, it's the whole deal with Faulkner getting penalized or not. Was yeah, he didn't get yeah, he didn't track. get penalized. Yeah, do you think he should have? I think so. Based on the other ones, 
uh, like Mookie and, and Anderson, like I watched everything replay and slow-mo and all of that, and they were making a point uh, with those guys rooting outside of the track. And if you look at Faulkner, he definitely avoided the double and rooted out, and it puts him inside for the next corner. Yeah, I, I didn't, in the moment, I didn't see much wrong with it. I thought you know, he kind of he, he backed off a little bit. Uh, I don't think he gunned it. I don't think he gassed it a bunch, and you know, kind of waited a little bit and then pulled in, pulled in there. Like I don't know. I I didn't see. Like honestly, I would have been fine either way. If they had said, "Hey, you are penalized," I'd be like, "I get yeah. it." And, and if they and they didn't penalize them, I get that too, Michael. Yeah, I, f- I feel like with game, at least my side is if he would have accelerated enough to get on the track side by side or with the straight up wheel advantage, I would have had an issue with it. But mm-hmm. he had to back up. He backed off. The biggest thing is. You know, not always you get pushed off the track. Is it a complete penalty? Like in that situation, hey, he got pushed off, but he had the inside for the next corner. Just yeah. how the track is, how it plays out, reminds me a lot more of like, like a say like a Mo GPRF one where the guys get yeah. pushed off way more often, and sometimes it's really not an issue. They come on, they have the inside on the next yeah. corner. Anyways, you it, just don't see it as often it, in Supercross. Usually, getting pushed off is like. I, I mean, bad. again, I, I don't. I don't think it's like I, I'm not totally arguing against not penalizing him. I got yeah. it either way. I think it's fine. I think they made the right call. I, yeah. I was okay yeah. with it. So, uh, thanks yeah. for the call, man. Appreciate it. Thank yeah, you. No All thanks. right, thank you. Certainly, there was people in the press box that up there was being like, "Oh, that's a penalty. That's a penalty." And I'm like, "I don't know, man. I don't think so." I say, if he so. would have accelerated on hard enough to get on in front of him with doing the rhythm, yeah. But he did purposely get in behind him again, just the way the corner was. It yep. set him up to be able to go right. for the move, anyways. Right. Uh, Jet Lawrence coming up here on the show. Uh, Michael Lindsay brought to you by Decal Works. Do you use Ron and the boys for Decal yeah, Works? Yeah, we use them quite often. Uh, 30 years, Decal Works has led the industry in quality and customer service by offering the best custom graphics out there. Officially licensed with Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, and everybody else. Uh, their expert staff will go above and beyond to make sure your questions are answered. Quality, service, and knowledge there at Decal Works. Officially uh, sponsor the Red Bull KTM team and the Rockstar Energy Husqvarna off-road team. DecalMX.com. Use promo code PulpMX to get 20% off your custom graphics. These guys are great. I've uh, had a few listeners that have been dealing with them. Couldn't be any happier with the service and uh, and other custom stuff and, and the logos and everything else. So decalmx.com. Use the promo code PulpMX, and they're bringing you Michael Lindsay tonight over there at the, from Vital MX. So please check that out as well. Uh, um, lots to get into. So Jet Lawrence is coming up without going much longer here. Uh, Cooper Webb, what's up with that ride? Like for the rest of the year? No, just or like – Or just like, him, his ride. Like uh, does he need a new trainer? Does he need to leave Baker's factory? Does he need Michael Byrne? Is well, it, we it, saw the burner thing didn't work. Uh, no, but you know what I mean? Like this yeah. is the kind of rides that KTM was freaking out on. Now, look, I, I'm, I'm a Cooper Webb fan. The guy's yeah. gnarly. This is – he was in the way on Saturday, yeah. and it was weird to see. He was showing fight. He was trying to – he passed um, Sexton or somebody again, like – you know, he knew what was going on. He knew he didn't have the speed, but he still showed lots of fight. But, man, that is bizarre. Mm-hmm. Now, I think one thing, I mean, he did take, what was it, two rounds ago? Pretty big wreck. I mean, we've seen him have some pretty gutsy rides if he's banged up, but also in those situations he's been comfortable. Of yeah. course, this year he hasn't, so I don't think it takes any minor miscue uh, to get him uncomfortable. Also, even though they say they've been working on the bike, working on the bike, I feel like the track this weekend definitely was pretty nasty Yeah, in a few places. So little things like that, throw it up. I, I just think there's been so much that's hampered him this year. It it doesn't shock me, but at the same time, yeah, you got to throw up your hands and go, how is this happening? Defending, me and you talked a little bit before the show, like defending champ, 
hasn't won a race this whole season. Whole shot's finally out front, and it just goes I mean, to not end up on a podium or top Mm -hmm. five is – Marv passed him. His teammate on the same bike passed him, and he was half a track ahead of him by the end. That's not good. I mean, you can ask ask him when he gets here, but I I would say there's got to be a point where you got to be pretty over the season. Right. Yeah, mailing it in. How much do you think is the new bike? There's, there's, there, I don't care what KTM says, and I know KTM's told people that it's not the bike. I know that. You can't tell me that. It's a brand new model. There's going to be some learning curve, and I know we're 15 rounds in. Some percent of Coupe season is due to this motorcycle. Yeah, it's. I mean, we don't ride to their level, but riding the the current platform, it is different. I've had so many people, because I've been riding the, the 250 mm-hmm. factory edition as my primary bike lately. So I have people come up with a track and be like, hey, what do you think? I keep telling my honest opinion. I said, hey, I'm not saying it's better. I'm not saying it's worth it worse. It's a very lateral move to me. Um, there are things about how it handles, how the front end's planned, the feel that is very different. And just av- having heard Coop's comments before, yeah. and based on what I feel, like it works for the way I ride a bike, which is way more rear end heavy. I feel like watching Coop, as much as he cuts down, it's a longer chassis. Tra- it's a longer chassis, right? Yeah, yeah, a little bit, but also just the front, it's a lot heavier. Um, it feels like it has a lot less static weight on the front, has a lot less front end bite from initial to mid corner. You see Coop usually rolls into a corner and cuts down really right. early. Like watching him early this season, I felt like he kept having to brake slide everywhere to get those quick cut downs he mm-hmm. won. He wasn't just rolling with the corner. I I can just see how it's not working with him. I actually had that conversation with Oz, Osborne when he came out for uh, yeah. the Husky launch, and he was like, look, my way I ride a bike, which we all know Zach's kind of more off the back stuff, he's like, I liked yeah. it, but he goes, I, same thing. He was kind of calming that he could see how it just maybe wasn't he, working he for could, Coop. He could get it, yeah. 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 And, I mean, I don't think it helps again. The trainer's stuff wasn't working, getting pushed to swap around. Like, if you're not totally – if everything off the bike also wasn't working, as we all know, percentage-wise, it doesn't take much for these guys to go from being first to fifth. Yeah, I guess. Uh, it, and, and it was rough. Yeah. There's so many little question marks. We could go back to looking at, let's look at, like, Eli and look at the whole swap. You have Malcolm goes to Husky, does better than he ever has. Jason wasn't liking Husky, went to Cowie, done better than, has done better than he ever has. Uh, Eli left Cowie because he went to Yamaha's, yeah. had one of his absolute best yeah. seasons ever. It doesn't take much for these guys. I was talking to a Cowie guy this weekend, and I said, man, you guys, you know, full, full, you know, I, I said, being honest, you guys are so lucky that – uh, Jason's having the area he's having because Eli and John have been low key talking about their success, and Cowie's not outside the box thinkers, yeah. and you know what I mean that they're not doing things they want to yeah. do, and, and and you know and, and, and that's fine. I, I that's yeah. fine. They got their but the fact that that they took Jason, who's had a few underwhelming years, and turned him around, I think is a really good thing for Cowie because I, I, if this wasn't, they'd be getting hammered a little bit. Well, especially their the past history with them has been having the best guys and having them leave. You're Ricky, you're yeah. James, Villo did retire tech on the brand, but was yeah. kind of had some negative, he'll say some stuff about them not listening and stuff. And then Tomac to leave, but to bring somebody else in and create success with them is different than what Cowie's right. done for a long time. Yeah. So I think that's huge for them versus bringing somebody up that's been with the brand them being successful. They did something they haven't really done in a long, right, long time. Right. Uh, let's Before we get to Jet Lawrence, let's go to Quentin. Quentin, you have a, a suggestion for a 30-second board girl. Yeah, hey, I hadn't heard if y'all had anybody uh, selected yet, but I thought we could maybe take it back to a, an old uh, uh, Supercross girl, Diana Dahlgren. 
Okay. She, she, board. she does live in Vegas now. I think Pookie's going to do it. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. I, I, I mean, I'm giving her a 50-50 chance as she chickens out. So, in that case, we have Heather Kiefer as a backup, you know, uh, but I think Pookie's going to do it. Yeah. Nice. Well, you have the both of them Man, do it. So. They go up and yeah. hold the card between the two of them. No, Heather's going to do the main event thing across the front of the line. Oh. So, uh, thanks, Quentin. Well, taking a suggestion. Hey. Thanks. Appreciate it. All right. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right, everybody. Our first guest of the night uh, brought to you by the folks at Wisco. Do you know Wisco has been manufacturing pistons right in the USA for over 80 years? Did you know that? Yes, and they're making rods now. Yes, they are. They're also making a Garage Buddy rebuild kit. They have clutch and valve train components mm-hmm. as well. Uh, SGB Honda, Club MX with the Troll Train, Factory Honda. Uh, using Wiseco pistons, whether you add a two-stroke or a four-stroke, Wiseco has a variety of pistons from reliable forge replacements to the performance-focused Racer Elite Series for guys like A-Ray, racers. Um, true racers. True racers. There's, hey, a, there's a discount code for Wiseco on PulpMXShow.com as well. Phoenix Honda, Colin Park, Whole Shot, Wiseco pistons and rods. Fantastic. Yeah, Colin Park. Good job to him. Yeah. Uh, um, com to find products for your machine. Again, there's a discount code on com as well if you want. Uh, they're bringing you our first guest of the night, uh, Factory Honda supporting, uh, or Weisco supporting Factory Honda. And that means you're supporting this gentleman here. He's your new 250 Supercross East Coast champion, Jet Lawrence. What's up, Jet? How are you, man? You're not too bad, mate. How about yourself? Uh, I'm good, man. Yeah, thanks for calling in. I appreciate it. Uh, nice work this weekend. I want to get into uh, uh, the race itself and all that. But how was Top Golf after? How would you do a Top Golf? It was uh, not the not the greatest. We we had terrible clubs. Some were left handed. <laughs> uh, we couldn't find anything. We didn't even have any tees to hit a driver off. So it was a little bit uh not the best conditions. Uh-huh. So I'm. A, uh, I'm gonna blame the conditions for my swing being bad. So sure, uh, but no, it was it was good. Mainly just to have the whole team there and, and right. uh, celebrate the championship as a as a whole team together. So when I go to Top Golf, you ever been, Michael? Oh yeah. Okay, so when I go to Top Golf, I'm all about points accumulation. Like I'm just hitting the little irons and just trying to you know get it in the closest kind of you know twenty points, fifty points, whatever it is. I'm not just unleashing the driver to go all the way to the net. What are you, Jed? Are you unleashing the driver to go all the way to the net to get the most points, or what? Only net, baby. Only net. Okay, all right. Okay, fair enough. Uh, I just try to get points because I want to win, right? You're scaring me right now. You got a baseball bat. You're swinging around yeah. talking about golfing. Yeah. Are, you, are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Uh, what? So wait, Mertz, Mertz gets you a set of clubs for winning the championship, and he doesn't even get you teased to use them afterwards? No, I was definitely not taking them there. <laughs> I was. Uh, that wasn't the break-in? Yeah, I, that's probably my luck. I'd end up fatting it somehow and snapping the whole shaft, and then that's that's uh, yeah, that'd be a great one. But um, no, I end up playing with them on uh, on Sunday with uh, with my brother and uh, Hutch and Coxie from uh, from the team. Nice. So after the race, they set up a locker room for you in the Patriots Stadium, and all the uh, shirts and, and the trophies and everything is in there. That was pretty cool. Did you have any idea that was happening? No, I. Uh, I was trying to ask Lucas because he kept on hyping up, and every time I would ask, he just kept on saying, "You wish you knew," and it was pissing me off. I wanted, I wanted to punch him. <laughs> he asking Friday, asking, 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 and then even like I was like, "Okay, yeah, huh, funny." Like, but like, no, seriously, what? Like, what are you doing? And he's like, "You wish you knew." I'm like, "Oh my gosh!" Yeah. 
I'm about to, I'm about to clean out my own uh, own manager. Yeah, you really. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that's that's not good. No, but it was it was good. I liked it. Something different. I haven't seen it. I uh, I escaped the first champagne shower. Yep, yep. You ran right by me. You ran right by me out the hallway, which was great. You were fast. Yep. I thought uh, I thought that was it. Thought we were done for the night, but then uh, then some. They apparently had like thirty champagne balls, so I got I got cornered and I got screwed. Yeah, I uh, when I was a mechanic, I did everything I could to. Well, the very first time, I'm like, yeah, pour the champagne on me, sweet. I can't believe this, this is awesome. And then it dries out. You get cold. You get sticky. You smell. <laughs> it's absolutely terrible. Well, I got screwed because I got soaked, and I'm like, oh, okay, they're all done now. They right. don't have any, have any more. And I changed my shirt then. My mechanic, Christian, and Coxie, our engine guy, went and found two other bottles and sprayed them. <laughs> as soon as I put that dry shirt on, uh, I was freezing. Dude, the, the, I ended up like, got, going back to the truck and cha- like changing yeah. and all the clothes. Yeah, it's terrible. I was it's going terrible. through the race photos this morning. Yeah. I have never seen a person more freaking soaked in their life. Was it? Was it? Yeah. Oh my yeah. God, it looks I, uh, I hate I – mean, I tried to do – so after that, I was a mechanic. I just ran away. Later, like don't don't get it on me. Like I don't care, you know. So, um, well, that's what I did. But yeah, right. Apparently, they had more. No, I know. Usually, like on a podium, they only got three, so you can get away pretty good. Um, hey, uh, after the race, I saw you talking to Forkner. Um, and honestly, it was a little bit of an animated conversation. I felt like, uh, what'd you say? Were you guys all good? Everything was fine. Like, I, where were you at with that? Yeah, no. I said. Uh, I said obviously. Kind of seen what he said in the press conference. Both said good job as uh, as every kind of normal person does. And then I kind of said I wish we could have. I had a lot of fun. I wish we could have done this all year. And he said the same thing back. Okay. And I, that was a uh, good ride, mate. Glad to have you back. I figured it was good, but I was like, ooh, maybe there, like maybe there's a little bit more. Like I figured it was good. Hey, look, but, yeah, body language looked good. Yeah, body language looked good, but I'm like, hey, they're really talking about something. So yeah, yeah, that's yeah. awesome. That's good to hear. He rode great. He rode really, really well. Second race back mm-hmm. after injury. Um, so yeah, props to Forkner for sure. I was uh, I was curious. I didn't get to ask you this one in the press conference. Um, so of course, your outdoor championship last year is your first professional championship. That's always going to mean so much, but. I mean, I just from the clips, the videos we saw, the emotion, you, your family, everything. Supercross, growing up, has more limelight to it. Is just comparing the two championships, is excluding that the outdoor was your first professional championship. Which one kind of means more to you? Does the Supercross one? Is that something you've really looked up to more, or? Uh, I would say definitely, definitely the Supercross one because. The Supercross knocked me down a lot more times than outdoors. Outdoors, I had one year, and, I, and it was uh, pr- went pretty smoothly, where Supercross knocked me down pretty harsh two years in a row. So it, this one felt more, it's like uh, kind of defeating that bully that always picked up, like beat you down that stuff, and then you finally end up fighting him and, and knocking him out and end up winning. It's kind of like that feeling. So it uh, knocked me down a, a good amount of times and pretty harsh. And so this one definitely felt way better. Uh, than the outdoors one. It definitely was way cleaner than the outdoors. Yeah, that's what I, I asked him the same question for my post-race thing because, I, I, I mean, I'm just old school. The motocross ones are so gnarly to win. Like, you know, heat, yeah. mud, rain, two motos, yeah. and Jet was like, nah, Supercross. <laughs> so, I think there's the, like you said, the luster. I would imagine I'm just, I, I don't know what it's like doing what you guys did, but I'm trying to put myself as much in your shoes of growing up in Australia, watching on TV. I imagine you guys 
you know, watching probably Reedy as a kid, Supercross on TV probably was more what you guys watched growing up and yeah. probably was what your dream was more wrapped around, I would imagine. To be honest, the dream of, like, kind of being a, uh, like, Supercross champion was only, like, kind of recently, really. I mean, when I came over here, mm-hmm. the uh, when I was a kid, when, when Supercross was on, friends would come over, there'd be pizza. I was eating pizza and playing with mates. So I, I never really watched <laughs> Supercross much. Yeah. So uh, I was too busy being a kid and uh, having fun with uh, with mates. And it's been like kind of when I came over to Europe, probably it was uh, probably when we got more serious. And that was when it was more of a uh, focus on Europe of becoming uh, just mm-hmm. faster. It was never really a goal, just just kind of wanting to be the be faster and be better than anyone else I race at race against. Because mm-hmm. then I was I was used to just going winning every race by thirty seconds, like would joke around kind of saying how many seconds we could uh that i could win by so when i went to europe i got i got beat i was i was like oh damn like i got beat straight up for most of the year but at the end i finally put in enough hard work to kind of uh beat everyone that was kind of like the goal this for the next two years and then when i was when i came to america then it was uh obviously Seeing what's next for me, and obviously Supercross outdoors is uh, also. So then the goal switched to I want to be a Supercross championship mm-hmm. and obviously an outdoor championship. Uh, yeah, absolutely, and and good job. You got them both, and I'm sure many more to come. Wisco Pistons bringing you Jet Lawrence on the show. Wisco.com to learn more. They they support the factory Honda guys of uh, Jet Lawrence. Uh, Jet, we got some phone calls for you. Want to you want to take some phone calls from some listeners? Uh, let's do this. Uh, take phone call. Yeah, let's take some phone calls here. Jay, uh, what do you want to ask Jet Lawrence, Jay? Yeah, uh, um, first of all, I apologize. Uh, my uh, my feed off of YouTube is really, really delayed. Um, but but uh, Jet, um, there's been like some you know some talk, you know, even Steve and everybody that uh, next year, like when you get your break from your 250s to try some 450 races on the opposite coast, um, you know. Please, Steve, you know, put your input on this. But um, thinking it's like, do you really want to try just jumping into a 450 here race without actually really getting into it? And you know, you know, how do you think that's going to go? Actually, what, what do you think, Jet? Would you like to do it? I mean, most uh, most people that know me, I'm up for anything. I uh, not, I don't really care how good a person is. No disrespect to like them, but. I would, I would race Eli without hesitating. He would probably smoke me, but I'm going <laughs> to go in there and still give it my best and be smarter. It's uh, the right. only way to get faster. You can't go get faster by yourself. So, I mean, beating, getting beat, I feel like it would be, would be nice for me. It always helps me become a better racer and just build that drive more. So maybe I might do some 450 stuff, but... Uh, we will, we will see, yeah. definitely maybe outdoors, but uh, not 100% sure on it yet. It's kind of more like 20% sure, but um, yeah. I, we'll have to wait. I, feel like the, I feel like the factories shy away from that. They didn't used to. You know, Chad Reed rode the 250 on the other coast, right, on the 450 on the other coast, even when he was a championship contender. Michael Byrne did it. Nick Way did it. All these guys did it back in the day, and factories were like, oh, well, like, go ahead. Like, that's cool. And now they're like, they want to bubble wrap their contenders, right? They want to bubble wrap their riders and be like, we can't let you race on the other coast because you make it hurt or whatever. I I see both sides. I mean, look at, we could joke about PC and Star this year pretty much starting with these massive teams and being down to one guy each. Yeah, for sure. But Um, even Honda used to do it a lot, like Canard, Sealy, a bunch of those guys 
have done it, yep. so it's not foreign to the, the operation. No, Jay, you got a motorcycle? Uh, no, actually, okay. I uh, right. you know after they started the um, uh, the 125 Dream Race, I I got a 125 and I cased the jump and broke my ankle, and that was the end of that. Oh damn it! All right, <laughs> well, th- thanks for yeah. calling, man. Thank you, I appreciate. it. All right, it. you guys have a good night. Thanks very much. We got Josh on four. Josh, what's going on, man? Hey, Steve. Uh, my boy just wanted to wish something to Jet Lawrence if you had the time. All His right, name let's, is Lennox. Let's do this. Yeah. Yeah. Jet Lawrence. What's up, mate? How we doing? Good job on our championship. Say again, sorry. Good job on our championship. Thanks, mate. I appreciate you. All right. Jed, I had a question. Don't mind. What do you look for more? Um, an outdoor championship or a hole in one? Um, for a repeat championship or a hole in one? Definitely a hole in one. Preferably against your brother. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, uh, at least. Thanks for your time. Thank you, man. Thanks. Appreciate it. Thank no you. Uh, all right. Let's. Uh, we got one more call. Those 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 phone calls with the kids talking to the riders. They never work. Yeah. They never work really well. cute. But okay. Yeah. All right. Fine. We'll Come ju- on. Don't be such a Debbie Downer. Don't be so mean. All right, yeah, Steve. Steve doesn't like Levi, kids. He likes dogs. Uh, yeah, Levi. What's your question for Jet Lawrence? Well, first off, I just want to say uh, congrats on the championship. Um, you guys kind of touched on it already, but I'm going to ask anyways. Uh, I was wondering if this title feels any different than the outdoor title, and if it does, could you explain what feels different about it? No, he literally answered that whole question, that exact question. Levi. Uh, no, I got, I, I, well, I got a different one. Okay, wait. Okay, point. no. He's we have a different answer. He's got a different answer. Go. Go ahead, Jet. Um, the, uh, the biggest difference I can pick is from the outdoors one. It was a lot more of a struggle. Uh, it was I was in the struggle street. It was started off really nicely, but halfway it kind of hit struggle street and was uh, was behind. And I think uh, the biggest thing I learned from from that championship, which made this championship way better than the other one, I would say, is I had I just had to not make sure I didn't give up and end up not giving up and came away with the championship, which definitely felt nice. And uh, then. The difference with this one probably makes it felt feel better is that I don't want to jinx myself, but uh, so far my uh, I've been on the podium each every time at each round, and that was my goal from uh, after Colt Nichols did it last year. And I after seeing him do it, I've kind of learnt uh, a lot of him last year. May have gone off path a bit, but sorry, but um. Last year with racing Colt kind of definitely helped me a lot more in this championship. Like listening to his interviews after the uh, championship, just hearing what he what he has to say and that stuff, and it helped me a lot in the championship situation of being more consistent, st- trying to stay out of the carnage and that stuff. I think uh, that's what made it more special for me, the Supercross title, just because... I was a lot smarter in my way. I had never rode too far out. I never rode out of my comfort zone. I was always in my comfort zone. And I felt like I always had an upper hand on uh, everyone else, mentally-wise, because I kind of just placed myself much. I'm in a pretty decent spot. So I think uh, that's why the Supercross title definitely feels a lot more special to me. 
and uh, obviously the times that's knocked me down the last two years. That uh, that's a good answer. Yeah, yeah, good job, Jet. You're right. I think uh, that's a good lesson to learn before 450s. Because I think of like not to be down, but like the year Malcolm won his 250 titles, and there's a few other pop in my minds where it's fairly haphazard. Like everybody just keeps guys win one week and wreck out right, the other right. 250s. Like to win right. a 450 tile, eventually you have to basically do that. You have to be on the podium every weekend. You cannot have. It's, typically cannot have these horrible it, throwaway races. It's tough for sure. Levi, you got a motorcycle? I do. What do you got? What kind of bike you got? I have a 2003 KX125. <sighs> oh, yeah. Levi, I want to give you a works connection start device like the one that Jet uses, but I don't think they make them for that bike. No, no. It is now a podium celebration device. Yeah. Podium celebration <laughs> device. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh, uh, thanks, Levi. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, Steve. No thanks. problem. Yeah, you can yeah. put it on for uh, the looks. You, you put it on for looks? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Hey, uh, Jet, we had uh, some guy named Ricky Carmichael in here a couple weeks ago. Don't know if you heard Yeah. And we were talking about you, and, and McGrath was in here, and, and obviously talking about your future, and it looks great, and all of that. Uh, RC was saying, and, and, and tell us how you do this. RC was saying, look, when I was winning, I just I had no distractions. I was very focused. I was so you know into it and all that. And we know that from Ricky. And he said, you know, I just wonder about Jet's distractions and and and, and, and you know you do the stuff with the cat and you're very fan friendly and you're out there and we know you're doing the work. You don't win if you don't do the work like you're doing. But do you think like how do you stay how do you stay away from distractions? I mean, you know, you got your dad, you got Hunter. I get all that. Um, who who? You know, who kind of keeps you on that path, or do you think that at times you have to be brought back in because you do get distracted because you're a kid, or is there anything to Carmichael saying that, you know, um, that, you, that he worries about distractions for you? I, I can definitely agree because he's obviously, obviously gone. Like, I mean, he's obviously seen all of the, like, the progression of, like, motocross and supercross, but back in his day, social media and that stuff wasn't as big mm -hmm. as now it is, and I mean, my first year, like, I kind of got this chucked in and, and where I started was how it is nowadays. The social media is such a bigger platform now than it is. So, mm -hmm. for me, it's not, it's just normal for me, you could say. It's not a distraction because it's not like I'm trying to be, like, it's not like it's new right. for me, basically. I was born in 2003, so I was born into phones. And then bring up with all internet, Instagram, uh, Facebook, all of that stuff. So it's not not different for me at all. So I mean, more of an old school like uh, Osho says uh, says it also, and uh, and Ricky also because back back in their time they had phones and that stuff. But I'm pretty mm -hmm. sure it was more of the flip phones and Instagram <laughs> wasn't much of a <laughs> wasn't so as big then. Right when. Um, like, I don't Anywhere even know go. if MySpace existed when Ricky was racing. No, I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. Like, I mean, it's such a different uh, space now than it was in the, uh, like, earlier motocross season. You could say it's a, such a different platform of racing. It's 24-7. You have a camera there in your face. It's going on Instagram. It's going on YouTube. It's mm -hmm. going on TikToks, going, like going everywhere. So I think because I, I got brought into it, it's just it's normal. It's not like it's uh, some totally new. Like, hey, we just brought out this new camera out of nowhere, and we're going to start posting on this new app. Like it's yeah, yeah. been around so long, where it's just kind of like, hey, that's normal, and it's you you can't change it. So I deal with it, and 
I'm used to it now where it doesn't, it doesn't, it's not a distraction at all. I mean, I'm just used to it now where it's just basically normal life. Mm, yeah, interesting. Yeah, I, I mean, again, like, you don't win outdoor championships and, and, and win as many races without doing all the stuff off the bike and, you know, at, during the week. So, yeah, I, d- I think just Ricky was saying, like, yeah, man, you know, you're going to, uh, you're going to get a lot of, um, uh, of uh, uh, people coming your way, media and outside opportunities and all of that. And I guess that's Mertz and Dazzy's job to figure that out. Yeah. Right? Um, and for and another example, and nowadays is social media is where we make most of our money. Like, like this, this right now, like uh, it's a podcast going onto YouTube. Mm-hmm. It's probably going to be bits and pieces onto uh, Instagram. You could say. Yep. So, like, part of it's a job basically now. So that's and it's the same thing for us. We make our money off of posting stuff on social media with sponsors and mm-hmm. being a name of outside sponsors reaching in, kind of doing posts and that stuff. So now it's like, it's basically part of our, uh, my job to basically be all in the kind of, not limelight, but yeah. do the social media stuff and all of that. Uh, do you get tired of, of doing, do you ever get, I mean, look, you're a personable kid. You're funny. You, uh, you get it. Uh, uh, all of that stuff. Do you get tired of, Feld or the media or hey we're doing a, a vlog or we're, you, you need to post it on Instagram. Do you get tired of that sometimes? And you're just like you're just like leave me alone, everybody. Do you, is it does that ever happen for you? Are you you ever like that? Uh not really. No. I mean, like I said before, I'm uh, I'm used to it, and yeah. uh, and now it's, it's it's part of my job to do that. If uh, if it makes I got I got a post. It's not like a, oh, I don't feel like it today. I mean, it's not like I can someone else for an interview. I go, I oh, know I just don't feel like it today. Yeah, because then it's gonna get put out as a as a <laughs> bad uh, bad figure. Really, I mean, people seeing that's gonna be oh, he's a bit of a tosser. Like, yeah, not, yeah. this doesn't feel like it. So, I mean, it's I look at it nowadays more as a job. So, I mean, no, I don't think uh, I'll probably eventually might get bored of it, but I still have that job. Uh, side of things in the back of my head they're going no you gotta do this part yeah. of your job yep. you get through this so do it suck it up and just uh, do an do a interview as a first coming in you're de- like you're pumped as a kid to get interviewed yeah, so. yeah good point alright so I got one for you winning the title do you get yourself uh, do you got a little personal gift on the on the wish list now that you've got the title you're gonna award yourself with uh, whether it's something small i know you're in fashion a pair of shoes or something specific a watch anything you got your eye on that you're you're gonna reward yourself with a little bit now um probably maybe at the end of the year uh, i made the same bet uh, as i did with daz last year with if uh, if i get a championship i uh spend the championship money on a house and the bonus is onto a car Mm-hmm. So, uh, but uh, so this year it was um, if I get two championships, it was uh, I can get a car, and then obviously part of it goes into another house, either in California or in a, in some uh, some investments. So nice. What? Because uh, you got? I'm trying to think. Uh, you got an Audi, right, for your last car? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. What would be on your list next? It um, it depends how we go. I don't want to jinx myself, but. Uh, We'll just have to wait and see. Okay. Uh, okay. Okay. Uh, hey, did you do some outdoor stuff today? From what I understand. Uh no. I, oh. I if count outdoors as running in the outdoors, then yeah. Yeah. It's, okay. It's All right. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Uh, just yeah. Get 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 going. Get tested for that, and get going. Get testing for that. So, uh, Jet, thanks for the time, man. Appreciate it. Congratulations. Good work. Um, yeah, and uh, you'll see you at the uh, showdown in Salt Lake.
that'll be fun as well. And then, of course, on to the outdoors, man. Thanks for calling in tonight. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for uh, thanks for having me on, and uh, I appreciate it, guys. It's uh, been a been a good year, so hopefully we can uh, continue this on to uh, Salt Lake and put another good last result before going on the outdoors. Yeah, no, thank you guys for having me on. Uh, I appreciate it. All right, Jetson. See you, man. See you. Anyway, All right, that's Jet Lawrence, everybody. Brought to you by Wisco Pistons, Garage Buddy Rebuild Kits, Clutch and Valve Train Components, and more. Uh, Wisco.com. Or go to your local dealer. Or go to motorsport.com. Sorry for the people who didn't get through. We uh, had a full lines, and, uh, you know, because it's Jet Lawrence. How about to say, Jet Lawrence, you'd imagine you'd yeah. have a couple right. phone calls. Well, we got a call from Frank saying, is he picking a single-digit number? But, he, I mean, he's already said he's sticking with 18. Nah, he could have picked a single-digit last branding. year. Yeah. yeah. You don't sure. get a single-digit for a Supercross title. So he already had a chance to pick a single digit for the outdoor title. And he stuck with 18. Yeah. Yeah. So, which um, I don't agree with, by the way. I'm not a fan of that. Uh, but you know what? Well, you aren't the one making money off your number. I'm not. But you know what? Uh, Chase didn't get the Chase, you there? You didn't get to talk to Jet Lawrence, Chase. But I don't, no, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't want you to go home empty-handed. Do you have a motorcycle? I do. What do you got for a bike? 2018 KTM 450 SXS. Nice. Okay, you're going to win a Works Connection Pro Launch Start device for that thing because that's what Jet uses, Sweet. and the guys at Works Connection are on board with us. So um, you're going to win that. All right. Sweet, dude. I do have one quick question though. It wasn't, and you guys could have answered this too. Yeah. But do you think that combining East and West, and that's what I was going to ask Jet what he thought competitively wise, but combining East and West. Since like it seems like the you know the shootouts are really really popular, do you think that's something that they would ever want to do because of just the talent of riders? I mean, it seems like this. You mean nowadays, want to do more? Like, want to do more of? Or what do yeah, you, maybe like even four, five, six. I don't know because it yeah. always throws a good wrench in for the championship point series. It does. But then also we have like six or seven really good guys all the time. It seems like now we get the series broke down. Like we had Christian, we had Hunter. And we had Mosman. But then it's like, even in the West, you know, McAdoo's out. Jet pretty much ran away with it. That happens all the time, um, yeah. Uh, it, it's a constant, yeah, I, constant like, question on our show on how to, on how to f- fix the 250 class. Because, I mean, we, we, we got guys that like, and you never, I mean, the series is split up pretty good this year with Hunter being on one side, Jet on the other side, Christian on one side. But still, it's like, man, those East-West shootouts are so popular just to watch and like you're like, oh man, you yeah, know, there's like a lot of acting going down. It got brought up uh, during the press conference at the last shootout. I think Christian answered it, and maybe Jet did. Um, both of them did say, and I thought this would maybe bother the riders more. At least the two of them. I don't, if I remember right, they were the two who answered it. They said they wouldn't mind if the one of the shootouts was way earlier in the season instead of having the two smack yeah. dab at the very yeah. end. How about Anaheim one? There we go. Boom. But, I mean, yeah, the teams be will be huge. like, oh, our injured riders won't be ready because they put injured riders yeah. on the East Coast. Everything, everything is catered to the teams and riders, like the precious teams and the precious riders. I understand you got to listen to them, but whether it's giving these guys points for, for the Supercross finishes, which is a total joke and it's the worst rule in the sport, mm-hmm. or whether it's being like, oh, no problem, we won't have shootouts early on, so you can put your injured riders on the other coast. Like, they get the, the riders get paid way too much money, they get way too much attention, they get way too much glory to stay down in the 250 class, which is a kid's class. We've got 30-year-olds yeah. in that class. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't get it. And I've said, that's my rant over and over and over. Like, hey, man, the idea should be get out of that class, not bend every rule so that it favors the 250 class. Like, literally, bend every rule, change the, change the updates, give them more money, let them not have showdowns early on, et cetera, et cetera. 
I think, too, like also you think about it, you know, we don't even start the East till five or six weeks after the West already starts, and then there's either a big break or whatever. And I know financially, you know, you do the races out West because a lot of the privateers can get there a lot easier and back East, whatever. But, you know, even if it was broken up a little bit, you know, it's kind of just for financial reasons for those guys. But, you know, that's a big gap for those guys. And, yeah, they do the outdoor testing and probably a little bit of Supercross and, you know, whatever. But, like, as a, if I was a rider, which – I'm definitely on that level, but I do it for just for fun. But that gap would be kind of annoying for me, I would think, too, because, I mean, especially a guy like Christian where he comes, you know, he's consistent, he's riding well. Um, unfortunately, uh, incidents, it seems like happened to him. But I've said it man. before. I like that uh, one of our caller's ideas. I've, 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 I've championed this before. One coast is zero to four years of yep. experience. The other coast is four years and up. So you have all the veterans against each other in the Infinity class, and you have all the rookies against each other in the, in the other class. And then maybe you flip the clock the coasts every other year so that the yeah. other side of the country Gets sees one. the other one. I I heard that one because actually you said it, probably, but I didn't remember hearing that one until the last time you guys debated on the show, like yeah. maybe a month or two ago. And yep. I actually really like that I, I, idea. It's not a bad idea. And I ran it by the AMA, and they're like, yeah, that's not so bad. You can go three years or four years, like whatever you want to make it. Like yeah. I don't, I don't, I, that, that number can be changed. But let's get the best guys. Because yeah. we, if you're an older guy with experience on a factory bike, you have such an advantage over the younger dudes. You just do. You have such an advantage mentally, physically, everything. So let's get. If we're gonna, we're, if we're gonna make thirty year olds make five hundred thousand dollars a year, let's at least give them the best of the best to to, to do that against. You know. So uh, Chase, we got to run. Well, Thanks for calling. Uh, yeah. We're gonna put you on hold. Uh, Talent will get your information, and you win the Works Connection uh, starting device. All right. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Good show. All right. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right. Uh, let's go right into our next guest here. Uh, he's a regular caller on the show. It is uh, Jason Thomas from Fly Racing. What's up, JT? Not too much. What's happening? And and for the record, I asked you this on our review pod, and for the record, you have no idea if Shane McElrath or Max Anstey are racing ever again. No, I don't. <laughs> okay. I really don't. Right. right. Maybe the end. Yeah. I've, I've tried to stay out of it on purpose, but... Just being in my job, I do hear things at times, but I haven't heard anything, yeah. like literally nothing. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what is going on with the Fly Racing Riders right now. Uh, Michael Lindsay, any idea? Um, I know one or two of the things Max has been going for, but I haven't talked yeah. to anybody related to Shane, so I have Max, no clue on Shane. Max has told people he has a 250 outdoor ride lined up, but uh, I don't know what uh, he I wouldn't say lined up, okay. but he got a call about one. Right. I know. Well, I know what one of them is, but not right. th- I think there might be two Star? Options. I know he talked to them that day, right. but I heard one of them might be KTM. Okay. Yeah. Because Spike. But what's what's wrong with uh, Max Wolin? He broke his thumb. I, but just, is that... I just know there was a call related okay. to Tim Rimble and Spike. Okay. Uh, so anyways, JT, you're back east. Uh, Fly Racing, flyracing.com. Uh, I do want to talk to you a little bit about the racing, but you and Michael Lindsay will be seeing each other at the uh, Stark intro here in Spain uh, middle of ne- around this time next month. You guys are going to be driving oh, yeah. that Stark. Are you, uh, I didn't. I don't. I didn't really know what the format is. Like, if it's multiple people it, on the same day or, or how that all works. So. Five a day for like a week. So I don't know if we're on the same day. I'm on the very first day, which I think is the 18th. Okay. Um, but there's uh, like yeah, five I'll, or six I'll days. Be there, I'll be there before you. Before okay, I thought he t- just said I'm he was on, on whatever, the first day. Whatever the first day of riding is, okay. I know my flight out is the 16th. I get there on the 17th, I think. I look at my calendar again. All right, well. I will be there before you. Ooh, as okay. Previously mentioned. So, 
looking forward to this. I, I'm a fan of the Alta. Mm-hmm. Uh, JT, you never rolled the Alta, right? Uh, uh, I have, just oh. not 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 like fully kitted yeah, yeah. up. Right, right, right. Um, so yeah, I'm a fan of the uh, of the Stark. I think it's going to work really really well. Oh, you were clicking your pen. I was. Yeah, stop clicking your pen. Sorry. Um, so yeah, I did it all subtle and everything, and you blew it. I'll admit when I screw up. <laughs> trust me. Uh, <laughs> we could have breezed on by that. You've ridden the Alta, <laughs> Michael? Yes. Yeah. So Stark yeah. looks good. This mm-hmm. thing looks legit. No, I'm soaked. I always, yeah. I was bummed when the original, or I say original, when the Alta did go away. I was a big fan of it. Um, got to try multiple other models over the years, and I, I know there's still people that struggle with that whole electric bike incoming. I'm not the kind of person like, oh, this is gonna take over. I just think for a lot of situations, it works for a lot of people, and if it helps in some way, keep somebody riding, whether they can ride in their backyard, it mm-hmm. just works for their area, whatever. An, an item that allows somebody to continue riding a dirt bike to me is all good. That is the number one option is keeping somebody on a dirt bike. Yeah. So if and, it works and, for somebody, awesome. And, and I imagine on Vital, there's probably people who just hate this thing, right, for no real reason. They just hate it. Um, A little bit. Not as bad as you think. Actually, okay. what's funnier is we have the MTB site, so the amount of hate on e-bikes, you know, yeah. is – and it's dwindling. Oh, but I, I remember around yeah. the same time, like when the Alta came out and e-bikes were starting to hit the U.S. high heavy, like we kind of joked about once in a meeting – Moto, like in the forum, like 10% of people hated the Alta. Then there was a group of people that were indifferent and then people that were stoked. You go to the mountain bike website and like 70% of the people hated e-bikes and want to murder everybody that ever had touched one. Right, um, right. And it, I remember what cracks me up still is there was this video of um, Curtis Keene and Jeremy McGrath riding down Mexico on our MTB site that got posted. And somebody put in the comment section, thanks, thanks for... Um, <laughs> Pussifying my type, my childhood hero. Oh yeah, like his yeah, McGrath yeah. was right, on e-bike. Right, like e-bike, those yeah. people hated it that much. Uh, yeah, I, I, JT, th- this thing looks cool, uh, and you, and you get to hang out with Seb again. It's a win-win. Yeah, it's gonna be it's it's gonna be a great time. I'm actually like I'm not there very long. Um, it's my in schedule's pretty tight. <laughs> yep. Yeah, my schedule's pretty tight around that time anyway. So it's basically get in there, kind of have that day, ride the next day, and come back home. Um, and that's really all I have time for anyway. So I'm really looking forward to, I'm looking forward to riding some, um, it'll be, you know, the most time I've put on an electric bike period. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that'll be, I have a pretty, um, open mind to it. And, uh, yeah, I think just from the things I've seen, read, listened to, watched, uh, it seems like it's, uh, it should be pretty impressive. So I want I kind of want to see how advanced these things have gotten and, um, you know, how realistic it is for the average person to kind of work this into right. their rotation. Um, JT, going to, back to Foxborough, bigger bigger head scratcher, Webb or Tomac? Bigger head scratcher. Tomac for sure. Uh, Webb, Webb has been in this funk for a while. Um, it doesn't shock me. You saw how much he was struggling in the whoops. So, it didn't really blow me away that he was going backwards. Um, but for Tomac, he's been on fire. You yeah. know, he's, he hasn't shown any of those symptoms where he just kind of gets, uh, you know, can't get out of his own way mentally. Um, that's the first time I've seen that from him in a long time. So I don't even want to know if it's, I want to say head scratching because we've seen it before. It's just been a really long time since we've seen it. So right. it's a little bit discouraging, but I guess with the title on the line and, if you're looking at it through the lens of the only thing that can keep me from winning a title is disaster, then maybe we should cut him some slack. Do you do, do you have any reason, either one of you, Michael Lindsay or Jason Thomas, to think like 
Like that this goes on next week. Like or he's just he's just if this was just track dirt related and he's a hundred percent back to badass Eli Tomac next week. Go ahead, Michael. Um I think next week I I don't know, this is just my opinion on Eli. Because where we see it go really good or really bad, I feel like if he's in the zone, I just feel like he goes for for win. Like there's, it's all or nothing. So, I'd say next weekend, home crowd, all yeah. the good vibes. No. I think he's right back to battling Jason for the win. Because remember, Atlanta didn't go great. I mean, he thought he had a bike problem or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like like Atlanta wasn't great, but he still pushed good up until yeah. he was still trying to make that charge for. He had that huge swap coming out of the tunnel with like a lap to go. Yeah. He was yeah. pretty on it. Yeah, that that was a big swap. Uh, JT, what do you think? I think it's situational. Um, I think this past weekend in Foxborough, if Anderson didn't get aggressive there and Tomac was allowed to get around Webb without being contested, I think maybe he goes on to win that. I really do. Mm -hmm. Um, He looked aggressive. He looked like he wanted to push forward, and he didn't look cautious at Mm -hmm. all. Mm -hmm. And then it seemed like Anderson just kind of spooked him or put worry into him that didn't previously exist. Um, and I think he just kind of threw off his whole race. So yeah. if he can get the start and he doesn't have any sort of issue early on and he's allowed to kind of race his own race, then I think he'll be fine. But if Anderson gets aggressive, Barsha gets aggressive, anybody throws him off and makes him start thinking more than he normally would, then maybe he backs it off again. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, I mean, how many points has he got? I didn't look, but. Oh, massive. Yeah. Um, still big. Uh, 40, 40s. Like five, five wins for Jason Lawrence now. Good God. I mean, look, after he knocked himself out. Jason Lawrence? Uh, sorry, Jason Anderson. <laughs> which is, I'm, looking at, I'm looking at Jet Lawrence's name. Um, uh, he's got 43 points. Yeah, 43 points. Uh, after he knocked himself out, you know, and he, was, he, he missed that race, or he pulled out of that race, and then the next race wasn't great. Like, you're just like, ah, he's going to mail it in. Like, we talked about this at the start. Yeah. And, like, you know, who could blame him, right? Great season. Even if he had started right then and just yeah. – just got podiums and top fives. No one would blame him. Still a great yeah. year. The dude's rebounded for two in a row. Like, like nice talked work. about at the beginning of the show. I I don't know how anybody could argue this is not the best Jason Anderson we've ever seen. Yeah, I. He's not winning the title, but this is still to me better than the Jason Anderson that won the title. Uh, JT, would you agree? Better than the the title year? Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, the upside. You know, the only argument you can make against that is that his bad weekends in eighteen were not as bad. And yeah. I truly believe that he lost the championship on his bad nights. It, it, he didn't have enough good nights to offset the number of bad nights that he had. And there were just mistakes. You know, you go back to a one where he picks a fight with Barsha and loses. You go back to Glendale where he, you know, jumps off the track and crashes in one of the three races. You go back to the, uh, one of the other Anaheim two where he kind of went off the track and there was just, Time after time after time, Daytona gets into it with Mookie. Um, those mistakes are what cost him the championship. It wasn't that he was too slow. It wasn't that he didn't win enough. It wasn't any of that. It was the one-off bad nights where he got 7th, 8th, 10th. You you couldn't do that with Eli Tomac this year. You well, needed to be there step for step with him because the winning was enough. The bad nights were what yeah. really ruined it. He lost 26 at San Diego, too. Bike problem. So. That yeah. too, I forgot. I kind of forgot about the bike problem because I was about to say blame Pi. Yeah. Do you put it up to the points lost? Do you put it up to more his mistakes or stuff on his team, or do you put the bigger blame Pi on lost versus I don't want to say the fights he picked, but the incidents involving other riders? Uh, which one caused more of a of course a he DNF season? He DNF San Diego. I don't no, think I he DNF. He, he, he rolled around. 
Yeah, he, he, yeah, he didn't DNF. And and Tomac didn't even win, so yeah, he lost. I mean, I, I, was I don't still, think it was that many. Yeah, it was still early in the season when every week was like completely all over the place. Like one. Uh, yeah, he got eighth. You're right, and Tomac got second. Um, so again, blame pie. That that was of His, course the, the bike broke because of a collision with the other rider. Yeah, <laughs> of course. No. That's the same. <laughs> no. Absolutely I know, not. I know. Um, but again, blame Pi. His own. What what uh, brings up higher for you? Just his own mistakes, or just issues on his own, or blame Pi lost more points with incidents with other riders? Which I'd have to team. go through and look. Right. I don't know yeah. where he but lost more points. One, yeah. I think one created the other. Like you don't pick fights with Justin Barsha. You don't pick fights with Mookie. Like you don't see Tomac doing those things. And that's that's a part of, in my opinion, that's a part of winning championships is avoiding drama with people like Justin Barsha. You just know that he, if you keep doing that, you're going to get knocked down. Like, it's just going to happen. And that's why I think guys purposely avoid drama with him is because he's probably better at it than you are. All right. And eventually it bit him in the first round of the year. Uh, we got some people that want to call in and talk about Jeffrey Hurling, so we got to get to those people while JT's on for sure. Uh, Steven, what's up, man? You got a question about uh, the 84? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, we had confirmation last week that Tony Caroli is going to come do at least the first two, and I know there's the speculation that Hurlings is going to be maybe possibly coming over here. Like, if we don't hear anything confirmed or a press release in the next however long, like how long do we do uh, we need before we know that he's going to be over here? I think, well, you won't get a press release saying he's not doing it. I would it, say, you and know? then this week, if, Lu- if I remember right, Lewis said this week is the first week that Jeffrey's supposed to be back on the bike, correct? Yeah, yeah. He's um, going to try to ride this week. Uh, yep. Yeah, okay. I, it's it's a month away, so this thing, yeah, he's got to get going. I mean, um, you would have I, to think, and know in the next week or two. I per, yeah, I personally believe uh, you'll they'll have a hard decision by this weekend. Now, whether they announce that or not yet yeah, is, yeah. is anybody's call, but I, I think they will make a hard decision within the next seven days from right now. Right. All right Just Steven, one more yeah. thing, like, w- one more thing, if you get, got a second. Like, I mean, with him being, you know, KTM, Alden, like, would he not be – Going to the Baker's factory if he's going to actually yeah. do this. Yeah, he, he'll go down there. Absolutely. Yep. Okay. Uh, All right. We'll look for it. All right. Thanks, man. And I got an interview with Tony Caroli coming up later on the show. I talked to Tony this morning and uh, asked him about the Baker's factory. Asked him about a production bike and all that. So stay tuned for Antonio Caroli here on the Pulp and Mech Show uh, talking about coming to America. Uh, Reed has another question about hurlings. Reed, what's up, man? Hey, uh, it's probably going to get answered in your interview with Caroli, but mostly what it was was how is Caroli and Hurlings, if they come over here, how are they going to be on a production bike? You know, I get Hurlings is one of the best in the world, but yeah. it still has to be a change, right? Well, I asked Caroli this question, so stay tuned. We'll try to get some more views uh, later on. But, uh, I mean, yeah, oh. it's definitely uh, – Michael, Lindsay, I'll start with you. Like, these guys change frames for tracks, right? Sand tracks, hard tracks. Uh, um, swing arms, frames, like this is a big deal, and Hurlings won't be able to do that in America. Now, who knows about his bike at Ironman? I assume it was production yeah, legal. Yeah, he couldn't run the, what they called their long frame at the time. Yeah, I mean, you know, I yeah, assume it was legal, assume. and he, t- he he adapted pretty damn well. Yeah, I think just my opinion of watching those guys, if they really, you hear some rumors of them running different 
chassis, different engine packages, even at different some certain venues, sand hard pack. I feel like they just adapt better. <laughs> they run through such a wider range of things. I, I would put that as a lot bigger issue if it was say in a, uh, somebody racing yep. America that had to deal with a similar situation of changing bikes technically. Um, the other thing, though, is we're also coming into an all-new bike. I think for Jeffrey, unless even when they were preseason testing, unless they already had a really different setup for those guys, yeah. he barely even got to ride this bike yep. um, before getting hurt. So I don't think it's mm -hmm. that big of a departure. My same argument with B. Caroli, um, you know, moving on to the new yeah. platform, he's just been kind of riding on his own. I can't imagine that he's run through too many unique items. Um, uh, JT also, uh, Pirelli to dumb ops mm. for the bullet. That was going to yeah, be that's a big question. That's a big change for yep, sure. Yep. Um, you know, I don't. A lot of these things, I don't think it's anything he can't overcome. You know, the, he's still going to be on great products. There will be some adapting that's got to go on. Uh, I honestly think the the biggest hurdle is just time. Like yeah. all those things can be overcome, but he needs time to be on the bike, test things, ride, get up to speed, get his fitness up. Like that, to me, is is clearly the biggest hurdle. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, fitness and foot. A hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I mean, all these brands yeah. make incredibly strong products. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not like he's going it, to – it's more of a sideways move, and you can have your preferences or whatever. But yeah. it, it's – I mean, he's injured right now. Like, he hasn't ridden in a very long time. So uh, a month a month is not a lot of prep for this series. Thanks for the question, Reed. Thanks, man. How yeah, about – Another – one more question if you have a second. Uh, Michael, does he get one more question? Sure. Okay. Make it quick. Uh, okay. The firepower parts, what OEMs do those come from? You say they're from an OEM in Japan. Yeah. Yeah, the uh, – uh, um, well, I don't – can I say? I don't know if I can say. I don't know. Ask JT. I don't – JT doesn't – I mean, there's a, there's a company that makes uh, the chains, a very reputable company in Japan that makes chains, <laughs> and they also make the firepower chains. Okay. So you That's know all you can say? Yeah. Oh, I'll give you yeah. one. What? The company that makes the chains won multiple championships last year and is about to win a championship this year. Okay. They're, they're okay. products on a bike that's oh, winning a yeah, championship, yeah, yeah. I mean. Yeah. The person that makes it. <laughs> right. Sorry. So wh why, Reed? Are you doing some sort of story? Are you some sort of, like, are you doing some sort of investigative journalism here or what? What's no, story? but you always tout that they're um, made by an OEM in Japan, so I just oh, okay. you know, wondered. No, yeah, yeah. No, it's a, it's a good company. And uh, the firepower part stuff is, is really good. So, um, thanks, Reed. Yep, thank you. Thank you. Reed, really diving in deep. Uh, Jason Thomas on the show. Uh, JT, so uh, Friday, LCQ race. You ready? Yeah, I mean, our, our, what, what's the deal? Did you have your call today? I had my call today, yeah. I didn't ask you. How'd it go? I, I didn't ask about you uh, uh, finish line flagging, though. Well, then why are you asking if I'm ready? <laughs> I mean, I don't know if that, I don't know if we can do that. Okay, well, I, I then clearly I don't need to be ready, do I? Okay. Do we get a pulp fantasy points for this race? Do we get a? Well, I just yeah. no. I tried to ask. Nope. Wow, that nope. got shut down I, quick. really quick. I'm busy. Really quick. I mean, how hard would it be to put these guys in a race? <sighs> would it be hard? Uh, like you know what I mean? I'll give you the entry list, and you just make uh, like like is that hard? I don't know. What are you talking about? What are you trying he to wants do? To do I want to yeah, do a fantasy, fantasy for Why? this race. For the LCQ <laughs> race. I'll, I'll, I'll give away some stuff. 
You're, so you're going to ask him to code a whole new thing? I, well, no, JT. I don't, I don't know if you need to code a whole new thing. Who knows? Who knows what's involved? What are you going to do? Snap his fingers? Listen, like, is he, listen, just ask I dream of genie where he listen. just nods three times and it happens. Uh, <laughs> listen, it's got to do a whole other fancy all, cast. Everything. It's all the same shit. You just take the template, you drop the shit in, you move the shit over, make it live. It sounds zero. like you. It sounds like you should start doing this. <laughs> the problem is, I think it would mess with picking teams for the the race after <sighs> so you wouldn't be able to pick a team for the actual race until the lcq race was over just based yeah i can't do that just based no, on yeah we're out. yeah we just, can't do just that based on how the system yeah, is designed yeah, yeah, so all right, well, we're out all right everybody well marks is fucking you so yeah, uh, I, send send uh, emails to at marks i'm a shitty com. i'm a shitty coder that's yeah. what you can blame it on uh all right we got a question we got the expert goggle tariffs coming up too as well speaking of the lcq race Brees and chiz are in the lcq race but they are starting in the second row Okay. Second row start. But anybody, anybody else on the second row? They are both willing to do that. No. So we can't we can't convince you to put Cade in. What what are you doing with Cade? Cade won thirty five thousand dollars. He's fine. Is he though? Yeah, he okay. is. No. Uh <laughs> question on three for JT. David, what's up? You got a question for Jason Thomas? Yeah, Jason and you also, Steve. Um a little background, I'm an old school guy, you know, started racing back 71, 72. We'd read Dirt Bike Magazine, and then uh, Motocross Action came out, you know, and the test, and, you know, what's the best bike to get for racing and all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. Progressing along, you know, we end up down in Saddleback trying to race pro class, and there's Jody Weisel racing 250 novice struggling to make 12th place. And I'm like, what the hell? Right. I'm like, you know, this guy's telling me which bike I should buy. So then it kind of shifts over to, um, you know, who's winning on what, all right, and what are they doing, you know, what kind of shocks they run and all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. But now it's like the industry is upside down. Just, and I hate to keep picking on KTM, but KTM, and really it's all of them, they come out with a new bike, and it doesn't work. And you've got the race teams that have busted their ass for years to make the bike the best they can make it. The factory just, like, throws it all away and comes out with something new. And say, all right, make this work. Well, because they want to sell them, right? They want people to go to the dealerships and buy a bike. And why Why would you do that? It's an all-new bike. It's got all-new features, right? They're trying to move well, yeah, units. I want to, yeah, I, I want to buy the bike that Tomac's riding because he's winning on the damn thing. That's what I want. Well, okay, you know? but, they, you know, KTM thinks that this bike is great for the average person. And, obviously, Marv won on it, so the bike is capable of winning. And these guys, you know, are... 0.2% of the population as far as being abilities to ride a dirt bike. So I know what you're saying. I get you, David, for sure. Like, what are you doing? But the OEMs are trying to sell motorcycles to make money, and that's why they redesign them and come up with new ideas, right? Nobody at KTM set out to be like, hey, let's make a worse bike. They thought, the yeah, engineers. So, 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 yep, yeah, go ahead. So for JT, for JT, who makes the decisions to make the changes on the KTM bike and override? the factory teams who say this is the way it's supposed to be well there's two different things going on one these things are cyclical and it's usually like a four years is the kind of the average um and michael can probably speak to that too you know anywhere from three to five years you're you're generally going to get a pretty drastic change as far as bike direction and like steve said they're they're trying to continue to push the bikes forward but I think at the same time, when you say you want to ride the bike Tomax riding, I don't think that you do. I think you would get on yeah. Tomax bike and absolutely hate everything about it. 
Um, I think that in 2009, 8, 9, 10, there was a pretty, pretty fundamental shift uh, with the OEMs. They went from making really balanced spikes that guys could go fast on to really uh, front-leaning bikes that turned really well but weren't as stable. And I, hate, I hated that. Um, but I, I think somewhere along the line at the OEM, somebody thought, like, hey, we need to make these bikes better for the average novice rider so they can turn it and it feels really nimble. But they, re, they ruined all the stability uh, when they did that. So that, to me, going back 15 or so years, that was a, a pretty big shift in the development side. But I, I don't necessarily agree with your, your thesis that you would want to ride the bikes that Webb and Tomac and Jason Anderson, these guys are riding. Um, their, their bikes are so stiff and so aggressive. I think you would absolutely hate that motorcycle. Also, I think you would like a stock a stock bike out of the crate much better. Also, David, like when I worked at Yamaha, like uh, we were the racing department, and down the hall was uh, um, the R&D department which was Steve Butler and everybody, and, like, they don't really talk. Like, Butler will get updates on what the race team is doing, but like JT said, like, these dudes, you don't want what these dudes are running. Like, it, it doesn't necessarily work for the average guy like myself and Michael yeah. Lindsay and all that. So, like, there's not a lot of talking between the production department and the race team department because it's not exactly applicable, right? So, like, Yamaha, Steve Butler... And the guys at KTM are trying to make the best production bike for 99.7% of the population. And they think that this bike is. And they want to sell new bikes. And they want to come up with innovations and all that stuff that we just talked about. And so, yeah, like, it's not, you know. The, the bikes race- are so harsh. Like, you have to ride to the level of those guys to make it work. Like, if you if you don't push that, that motorcycle and that suspension that hard, it never gets, like, through the yeah. very top of the stroke, and it's brutally difficult to ride. Like, it's going to feel like hell if but, you're just cruising around on it. David, you have good points. You know, like, Honda brought out the 09, and that race team hated it, right, except for Andrew Short. Like, it does. And Andrew admits. It, 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 do, it, so does, it does get, like, you have a good point. Like, what are you guys doing? But, you know, it's all a production-based sales thing, and so what that Cooper Webb, you know, struggles a little bit, or Ivan Tedesco can't ride the thing, like, you know, they'll work around that. So, cool. there, you know, there is – there's not a and, lot of it. And talking about this situation, to maybe try to answer part of his question on, like, how does this happen between the race team and production, KTM is infamous for being probably the only OEM that the race the race team, or at least the race team testing side, does get to try the bike in, pre, in pre-development. So KTM is probably the shortest timeline of any OEM. They're about a three-year cycle – so these guys started working on this bike a little over three years ago. Uh, Marias uh, rode it on Supercross probably over a year and a half before it got introduced to the public. Even Webb admitted to riding it at the end of the 2021 season on Supercross. So none but, of that happened at Yamaha, by the way. I know. Yeah. No, none of the Japanese OEMs yeah, ever happened. Our riders no. didn't know anything about the new bike until they saw the, the, the press the release. Press release. Yep. Right. So just saying in the KTM situation where he asked, how does this happen without the team's input? The team did have input on it. And unless they're lying through their teeth to me, like you talked to them about it and they're like, hey, there were certain points about the direction of this bike, that, where it was going, that we thought was positive. But, of course, they're trying to bike in pre-pro that's still going through stuff. They did give their feedback on this. And also to what Steve said, though, is KTM, if you talk to their product management group, they will admit that this current generation of bikes, they've been trying to take as much 
consumer info as well. So they're trying to play both sides of the card, and it doesn't always work out perfect. Um, you know, it isn't built specifically the racers. If it was, me and you would hate it. Um, but if they build it 100% for the the public, it takes the race teams a while to figure it out as well. All right, David. Well, yeah, yeah that, that's 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 great points, guys. The RD. The R&D department does not talk to the racing department. Boy, that's... Uh... <laughs> yeah, they, they, they really don't. But uh, thanks for the call, man. I appreciate it. Good stuff. Thank appreciate, you. Appreciate the talk, guys. All right. Thank you. Jason Thomas online, Fly Racing, flyracing.com. Please uh, check them out at motorsport.com or your local dealer. Um, do, 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 do. Well, we got this. This should... Josh, you there? Hello. Hi, Josh. You there? Yeah, I'm here. How you doing? Good. What's up, man? All right, so I just want to get your opinion on a situation with uh, basically my buddy has been pro a couple years, and he's been number 222, and then Davey Coombs had said on the James Stewart podcast how he reserved that number back in September. Uh-huh. And then they told my buddy that don't worry about it, that he's not going to get 222. And then today Tim Cotter had called him and said that they're going to share a number this year. How do you feel about that? <laughs> Uh, what's your buddy's name? Who is it? Uh, his name is Brandon Hughesy. He's hey. not like, I wouldn't say he's like the greatest pro, but he's been yeah, there yeah. every year, you know. Right, right. Uh, how do you spell his last name? Um, it's, let me double check on his thing so I don't tell you wrong. It is H-U-G-N-E-Y. Okay. M-E-Y? H-U-G-N-E-Y. Okay, I don't see any listings in the vault for him. Has he? So has not made a top forty. Field? Has he? Has he got points before? Yeah, or anything? he hasn't made top forty. Dude, uh, sorry, it's it's Antonio Corolla. Dude, he hasn't made. Uh, look, so I'm, I don't know anything about your body. Uh, I'm sure he's cool, but if you haven't made top forty, then I'm kind of okay with Tim Cotter saying, MX Sports saying, "Hey, we need that number." Uh, yeah, I, it's Antonio Corolla. I know, but with him, it's not like he was his first year having the number, you know. But he hasn't made the top. Okay, so uh, JT, where do you stand on this? Um, I mean, life's hard sometimes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what the hell is that? You know? <laughs> Let's lay it down. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I think Brandon is his name Brandon. I think Brandon might just have to be like two twenty two and a half or something, <laughs> like two twenty two X. Um, yeah, I, I hate to do that because I, I know like, you know, Brandon, Brandon's life matters too. Like I get it. Yeah. But yeah. It, like we, we got to have Tony Cairoli out there with 222 on, like no matter what, yeah. he has to have yeah, 222 uh, on out there. Josh, is, is your buddy, is he like a fan of the sport? Like, is he oh, a, yeah. oh yeah. Oh yeah. Would he want a Caroli Jersey signed? Yeah. Because I talked to Antonio about this, and he was asking me because he heard about your buddy. He was asking me, like, can I get it? Like, what's going on? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, we'll make it happen. I, I just said that because, you know, screw your buddy, I guess, is what I said that. <laughs> but, um, but, like, because I do believe he, your buddy should lose it. I really do. Sorry, sorry, not sorry. Um, life's hard sometimes, as JT just quoted us. Um, so, all right. So, I, I think Antonio will do something for your buddy. I can, I can promise oh, you. So, um Stay on hold, okay? Do you remember, okay. Do you remember when uh, Davey Millsaps was negotiating with Jamie Grosser? Yeah. For 118? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was good time. Grosser wanted 20 grand or something. I don't know what it was. <laughs> I think he ended up paying him six. Did he get it? Yeah. No, he didn't end up getting yeah. it. He was 188. 
Yeah, but he ended up. I think he ended up. He uh, did do the deal. Didn't he end up changing to one eighteen when he went to Honda? Oh, I don't remember. Okay. Um, yeah, he went to one eighteen and then he was eighteen. Right. Was his. I know one eighty eight. He did one one eighty eight because he couldn't get the deal. Yeah, that was right? Suzuki. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. I think when he right. switched, he went to one eighteen. Uh, Josh, so stay on hold, okay? Um, do you have your buddy's info, like email or a phone number or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so we'll get a hold of your buddy. I'll get Antonio to do something for him. All right. All right. And, and then we'll make it happen because it. I, I. You know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We, we could I start a Twitter poll, but I already know what the answer is going to be. Yeah, it's Antonio Caroli, dude. Yeah. I mean, so just to recap, at the beginning of this, Steve okayed it with Tony that he was going to get this done, and now he's <laughs> so okay. You can actually blame okay Steve. It's not get... Davey's fault. It's not Ma's fault. It's Steve's <laughs> fault. No, no, no. Well, t- Steve has. <laughs> just gone on a limb twice. First he went on a limb with Tony. Now he's going on a limb with Brandon saying that Tony's going to do something for him. Well, I'm not t- look, so t- Tony's not jumping out of a cake. I'm just getting you a jersey. So let's <laughs> let's let's go on a limb here. Antonio's only doing the first two rounds. So I mean, we we could line up where he could race Antonio's bike of the third round. I even changed the number, right? <laughs> Easy on that. <laughs> Come on, Easy Steve, on you that. have the power. No, you no, you, listen, you made a race. Caroli did number switch. Get him the bike. Tony Caroli <laughs> is a saint of a man. I know this. He will sign a jersey to Brandon and, and be very thankful that, you know, Brandon agreed, quote unquote, <laughs> to give up his <laughs> Agreed to give up 2 2 Begrudgingly. Right. Uh, so, Josh, stay on the line. Uh, Talent will get your information and we'll, we'll make sure that your buddy gets something, all right? All uh, right. Thank you. All right. Thank you. I mean, it is kind of jacked, but I, sorry, not sorry. Tony it, gets the number. It, it's one of those ones for a split second. You're like, you feel bad, but if somebody asks you, you're like, sorry, dude. You, yeah. It's, it's Tony Crowley. What What am I supposed to tell you? Your number's gone. Right. Sorry. And he's never scored a point, you know? No offense to him. He's never scored a point. Like, it, it's not like a um, uh, an established pro. Like uh, uh, Chris Howell, for example, who's, yeah. who's had a national number, but most times is three-digit. You know, Chris Howell might be a little different story. He's raced for a long time with a number. He used to be two two two, I think. Howell I did. think he was. Yeah, yeah, I think he was. So, anyways, um, that's just my thing, I guess. All right, uh, all right. Let's do the expert goggle tear off segment, shall we? Do that. Let's. Uh, we got some great expert questions from a few different gentlemen, and expert goggles, the choice of champions everywhere. Ryan Brees, Kyle Chiz, uh, just to name a few. It's the X-Brand tear-off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Rapid-fire. X-Brand goggles. Uh, Pulp Show 22 is the code to save with X-Brand. The new Lucid goggle. Have you tried the Lucids? Have you? Yes, uh, okay. quite a bit. All right. You like them? Are you a fan? Yeah. All right. Oh, I read those in the uh, the other version of the Lucid. You just run the Lucid, okay? <laughs> that's, that's what you run. All right, my You can run Lindsay. the Lucid. <laughs> uh, so, again, Pulp Show 22 is the code to save. Uh, these questions are submitted by Corey Moser and a Swiss Corps. Have you heard of either of these gentlemen? Michael? No, no clue. Why do you hire random ass people? I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't know. JT, Moser. Uh, I don't know. Just, just uh, your style, I guess. Yeah. Just All right. Taking um, nobodies and making them into 30, somebody's. Thirty seconds on the clock, Marks. Let's do this. Steve, uh, what are you most nervous about for the Denver Pulpamex race? Well, I got told today that uh, I sort of have to give these guys a speech uh, beforehand about what? like, hey man. There's no sanctions here. There's no, like, there's no, this is not an AMA sanctioned race. So you can't protest. You can't, you know. Can you do it with the brave heart? Like, can you get yeah, up with right. the whole brave heart makeup on? And, and do I this? think they want me to, like, tell these guys, like, hey, take it easy. We all want you to race the next day. 
Wait, I don't you, know, man. That's just what I was told if, today. If you're known for anything, it's your it's your uplifting speeches. Thank you, yeah. thank you, Travis. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, so yeah, that's what I was told. So you mean tell you what you're not nervous about the flagging. <laughs> yeah, find flagging you're not nervous about. No, no. Are there going to be any flaggers anywhere? I, I have the full support of the AMA behind this. Yeah. You know, how quiet be, the room just went. Will there be live timing like uh, on the? Will they have yes. transponders and everything? Yes, I think so. Who's in charge of the penalties? I think I am. Oh, <laughs> so anything goes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Guy in fifth could win for no reason at all. Yeah. So <laughs> that's good news. All right. Uh, next up, JT. All the although the 450 class has a deep field, would the less chaotic racing environment better facilitate Forkner's talent and offer him a greater opportunity? Oh my god. Okay, Swizz. Got it. Oh god. This 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 didn't, this came from a buddy of. The other guy. I mean, that's a He's little. He's just basically saying, would, would Forkner be better off yeah. giving up? Right, right, exactly. <laughs> You're trying to can, can consolidate this question a little we, bit. We like to sound um, smart here. Now, JT, I, I doubt you heard this. At the press conference, Forkner said, if I'm back in this class or not, he was talking about something. So, like, he left it as if maybe he might move up. I think he should stay down. Yeah. I, I do. Um, you look at the 450 class, there's, there's not a lot of opening right now at the you know to get on factory equipment and i think to be competitive in that class you need a really good bike and uh you just you know you kind of look around there's there's really nothing there i mean we're we're talking about trying to find a home for marvin for crap's sake and he won a race two weeks ago mm-hmm. so i think he stays down get a good deal try to win some races build some momentum again and then i think the door will be open for him at some point it's just not a great year to to get a factory ride in the 450 class all right Michael, with the success HRC is having with Jet and Jet's brother, do you think they keep the 250 program in-house or eventually go to a satellite team again? Uh, well, they have Chance Heim assigned. I think it stays in-house. I, I've heard they've talked about it in the long run. They don't want to keep housing it because it's pretty expensive. They have said they want to pass it down, but it also takes the right partner. Um, I think the earliest they would make any sort of move like that is 2025. Um, but I think there's a lot of things that have to happen to make that possible. Um, I'm not going to say they're going to permanently keep it in-house. They are interested, but it's going to take the right situation. 31 seconds. Steve, with the success of the Renthal Purple Bars, what other 90s trend should be next to have a rebirth? I always thought that I love. I have this on all my bikes. Quick straps? No, oh, okay. but Kiefer's been retweeting the <laughs> oh, shit out of that. The quick strap. He said he's going to single-handedly bring it back. I loved the seat covers that had the gray non-slip shit on top of them from seat, right? Mm-hmm. I like that look. So you have like a red seat, right? And then you have like a gray like non-slip thing on top. I always thought that looked cool. Can we bring that back? Do you know what I'm talking about? You uh, really yeah. don't. I, it's not. I know. Quickie. I know. You, I know you would know JT, but Michael's, uh, Michael's looking at me like school, I'm. When I think of old school seat, I think on the sides where they had the clear material of like the team names no, and, and different sucked. stuff. That's But I don't. Right. I'm, I'm drawing a blank on the. Gray Those top. were the worst to put on. Those seats were I can so imagine. bad to put on. Uh, your staple gun would go right through the plastic, <laughs> like right through it. But yeah, I like this non-slip seat cover, seat seat, seat seat. Those were good. All right. What about vented number plates? Did those not just not work? <laughs> I guess uh, they stopped not working like kidney belts. Hey, yes, Benny, Benny had one. Did it make him quicker? Everybody Benny, had one Benny at one point, one. right? Yeah. It was so cool. Yeah. 
J- right. JT, how baffled are you that Steve Cycle is having his own Feld Supercross race in four days? There's there's a few things in this world that uh, I, I shouldn't be shocked by anymore. And Steve's been saying this for a long time, but as ridiculous as the things he comes up with and the amount of people that he pisses off, <laughs> they always come around. And I, I it, it it is baffling. Yes, to answer the question, the question, it is baffling. But you look at the Ricky Carmichael situation. I mean. Hell, by the end of the year, Jason Anderson will be swimming in his pool. That, that's where we're going to get to. Um, so for him to have his own damn race on a Friday, I shouldn't be shocked. Like, I just need to move on and say that anything is possible and uh, just just believe mm-hmm. in whatever Steve is putting down. There we go. Please clip that. Thank you. Please clip that. Okay. Michael, what would you say the Husky Riders struggled with most this year, getting the bike dialed in? Uh, 250 or 450, guys. Yes. Uh, 250s, <laughs> I'll go with some comments I heard that were engine-related. Um, I think that engine platform, the 450 still utilized a lot of the same engine. The 250 was such a drastic overhaul. Uh, I think it took those guys a bit of time to, to catch up in that department. 20 seconds, good job. Steve, how do you grow the PCS for 2023? Um, Privateer Championship. Yeah, series. yeah. Probably start earlier than I did this year because I, I <laughs> not was not halfway through. <laughs> well, no, three rounds, I think. Um, start earlier, have my race and set, set in stone, you know, from Feld on the date and everything. Like, yeah, I think just. And you know what? They told me on the call today. They said, look, man, we want to keep doing this, but if this goes sideways, we're out. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. I get it. Like, so, you know. What what what's what defines going sideways? I think just like multiple carnages and takeouts and you know, A Ray launching his bike into the stands and whatever. So what you're I saying A Ray's cool, a liability. Steve? What? What I think would be cool is so not this year but twenty twenty three, they are planning to bring back uh some sort of off season race. I don't know if it'll be called the Monster Cup. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Yeah. Is gonna come back. Okay. Do it there and then whoever doesn't qualify this is like the consolation race at night in front of the crowd. Everybody's there. These riders that, you know, because they have qualifying in the afternoon or whatever for, for Monster Cup or whatever. If you don't make it, this is your consolation prize for this huge purse race that you didn't make it to. And then they get to race at night. You have, they have the Pulpamex Privateer, you know, consolation yeah. challenge or whatever. Right. That would be pretty cool. He okay. literally just wrote that down. No, I didn't. I wrote some of my stuff. Yeah, JT, you had a good idea. Don't let him ever tell you not. <laughs> yeah. All right. JT, Weed said he has a feeling there will be more there will be more Speedway Supercross events in the future. What do you think he's hinting at? <laughs> that there'll be more Super uh, Speedway races in yeah, the future? <laughs> yeah, I, I think he has some information. Um, I mean, my guess would be Charlotte would be right at the top of the list, if not number one. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I, yeah, I, I think we end up with three or four in the very, very near future. I, I don't have any real solid guesses outside of Charlotte, but I would I would bet my bottom dollar on Charlotte. All right. Would you guys say that has more to do with just the feedback that's been on the races or the fact that Supercross doing the AMA thing through DMG has more to do with that, more speedways through DMG? Do you think it's cheaper to rent a speedway than a stadium? I, I asked straight yeah. up, and they said Atlanta was 
I got like a big response on like no is Atlanta's so, cheaper, yeah, way cheaper than yes. Mercedes. And they were commenting about the dirt. Like there was a lot of things about it. They said yep. that made it a lot easier. for Right, them. right. Merce- well, yeah. and Mer- Mercedes Benz Dome was the most expensive on the circuit, so that's an that's an easy one. Yep. But I think if they can they can find ways, you know, because I don't. I think some of them are, are not great. You know, if you have a, a venue that's pretty expensive and turnout's not that awesome, if you can take that to a speedway where the cost is really low, and, and it's all about risk, right? For a yeah. lot of these events, your risk comes down when your overhead comes down. Um, so that's a net win. I, I don't know that I love it, but I, I certainly understand the economics of it. Well, the other thing, how much do you guys feel like this year's turnout at races has triggered rethinking it? Because I skipped a couple East Coast, but... The, all the West rounds I went to in the early East, I, I don't know if it's just being Jay over time, but I thought the turnouts at most rounds was less than I expected. Round after round after round, mm-hmm. I felt somewhat disappointed in some venues. Did you guys have a similar feeling, or would you say the turnout at some established events has caused a rethink? I thought they were fine. St. Louis was the only one I thought was kind of white. Um, I thought otherwise they were uh, they were pretty I, good. I, I, thought uh, I thought Oakland was really bad. I, I feel like they were not stupendous, but they weren't yeah. bad. I feel like all yeah. the attendance from yeah JT's right. St. Louis was light. Oakland was light, but I feel like it was all about what I expected. But nothing mm-hmm. nothing where I was shocked. Nothing where I'm like, oh my god, there's tons of people here. I never I've never felt yeah. like that. Maybe Anaheim three because Anaheim three usually is pretty light. Anaheim yeah. three this year was pretty good, so that one was good if I remember right. But yeah, I feel like it was right in my alley of what I expected okay. attendance. So, but again, you don't know how the numbers and you don't really know. But any any rumor if we're getting Nashville back? No, I have not heard. Damn, I know it's a very high priority for them, and I think I don't. I haven't been told this directly, but I'm pretty sure that the reason they haven't been able to get it is because everybody and their brother wants to go to Nashville. Every music act, yeah. every, like literally everybody wants to go to Nashville. So they just cannot get a date that works because they, they really want to go there. All right. Next question. All right. Last one, Michael, how far has the reverse engine Yamaha come since it's 2010 inception to now? Uh, to the point when the first time I rode a 2010, I told somebody, uh, if you gave me one of these, I would roll it right out to the corner of the track and put a free sign on it to now it's winning every shootout. Riders have even just in the last year gone from why would I want to ride for that team to people are jumping to to, to go race for uh, them on the 450. So I don't think you could, s- I don't know, maybe you guys can name something more easier nice, but I'm trying to think of an OEM that's made a more drastic change um, in perception of their bike. Yeah, yeah. It's KTM when they had no linkage. <laughs> so now. Yeah. True. Yeah, yeah. Dungey's first year, like, I talked to the KTM guy. Uh, I think I talked to who's the oh, Dudley. Dudley. Dudley was over the there. Motor guy. He was telling me like this motor is an enduro motor that we just resurf repurposed and and it built was, it and and you know and this frame is new. It was the Husaberg motor. Yeah, like it was not. They just took and the oil lines. Dunge <laughs> one round three or whatever. You know what yeah. I mean on a KTM four fifty four stroke. So, um, and I was on Kelly Smith's thing. That was yeah. an old Husaberg motor. So yeah. uh, good job to those guys for doing that. Uh, all right. that's uh, That's been the X-Men Goggle Tariffs, right? Yeah. That's it. All right. Well, all right. That's Husky it. from 2001 to now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You would change. know. So, yeah. <laughs> a little, little Husky X-Men. Hey, I saw there's getting no, a guy no, on the Vital Form doing an old uh, Fast by Farachi build. If we uh, can get him to bring it out, do you? Uh, would you want to sample it, JT? Nope. <laughs> Talent. That was, nope. a, that was quicker than your tear-off answers. <laughs> I really Listen, think I know the exactly outro what that bike's all about. <laughs> Talent X-Brand outro? I really think the X-Brand outro just disappeared. 
It's okay. gone forever. Move it on. It's gone. All right. That's been the X-Men Goggle Tariffs. Pop Show, 22 to save with X those guys. Friends. There we go. Uh, <laughs> all right, JT. Uh, yeah, I know you're back east. Thanks for staying on. Appreciate it. Fly Racing at flyracing.com. Thanks, buddy. See you, guys. All right. See you. And before we go to commercial break, let's uh, let's talk to Brad on three. Brad, what's up, man? How are you? Hey, Steve. How you doing tonight, buddy? Good, man. Hey, I just want to congratulate you on your on your business model, everything you've accomplished in your life. Um, I got to see you years go at Tampa when it first came back as a race, and you were walking through the pits. I just want to congratulate you on your content then. But, man, I, I was going to all the races, and then uh, I, I tag you sometimes on Instagram. It's a, I am a comeback story is my Instagram handle. But uh, a surgeon made a wrong cut on me in 2019 and basically ruined my life, unfortunately. But... I watch your show every week, and if I can heal and hopefully someday get on an e-bike, that's the only way the doctor says I can really ride again because um, my left lung's damaged. I just want to say I love everything you do. I love the sport of Supercross, and I'm really, really proud of you, man, and keep it up. Thanks. I appreciate it. So you're involved with the Club MX team? No. Uh, no, I, oh. I know Jason Friesberg. Um, I know some guys that ride, Luke Neese, everyone. Um, oh, okay. And then uh, Eric Dyer, who's a mechanic for uh, – uh, Pierce Brown, I know him. On we talk on Facebook a lot, and oh, cool. uh, I, and I raced, I raced very well. And then um, I raced Buka Arena Cross back in the day, and I was going to turn pro. And uh, the bike landed on me over the finish line jump, and I burst in my appendix and oh. had 20 inches of my tests removed. So uh, now I've had 17 surgeries and been through a lot, man. But uh, I see you uh, ride these intense bikes, and man, I think an e-bike would definitely help me. So I'm going to save up for one when I can get back to work. But, awesome, man. Well, yeah, no, they're great. I met a guy this week, told me he lost 100 pounds uh, riding an e-bike because of me. Uh, I met him in, Dude, uh, in Boston, so that was really cool to see. Uh, intense cycle. I couldn't believe uh, when I saw you in Tampa years ago, and then I saw you. Um, I tried to catch you at, at St. Louis. I can only stay for a few hours. So I literally just got out of the hospital the day before, and mm -hmm. St. Louis is my hometown, and I showed up at the race. And uh, I wanted to talk to you, but you were busy. I just want to say thanks for everything, man. And, and one last oh, question. Yeah. Do you know if Fell's going to do VIP experiences again? Because yeah. it's hard to get credentials. Um, the only thing they got is a track walk. I talked to Holly. He said maybe next year. Yeah. Yeah, I believe they're going to do that. Yeah, I think they're going to keep doing it. Yeah. So. All right, buddy. Um, if I ever see you, man, definitely want to stay in touch with you and uh, take care, man. Wish All you right. the best, okay? Thank you for calling. Appreciate it. Good luck with everything, man. All right. Thank Thanks, you. Thanks, buddy. Bye. Appreciate it. Uh, thank you to the folks at Firepower Batteries and Chains. Chains are made in Japan by a top manufacturer, okay? Okay. Okay. Firepowerparts.com batteries. Uh, the guy, the Kyle Chisholm using these batteries. SGB Honda. Go for Dunes Honda. Club MX using Firepower Parts. Firepowerparts.com. Don't waste uh, uh, money uh, when you can get more power and supreme reliability by choosing Firepower. And they got over 50 years' experience in the industry. So, firepowerparts.com. Batteries are backed by a two year warranty, also. Kiefer uh, suggests it and uh, loves it. So, please check that out. And also, too, thanks to the folks at Skosh, innovators of award winning consumer technology, power sports, car audio products, and accessories. Celebrating over 40 years in the business, visit skosh.com to get a 20% discount on the lineup of phone mounts, chargers, cables. Power Sport Clamps and more. Pulp 2022 at Skosh. S-C-O-S-C-H-E. Skosh.com. Unlock your discount. Pulp 2022. Thank you to the folks at Skosh. Got a base mount charger in front here. Uh, I got a portable power pack I've been using lately. So thank you to the folks at Skosh. Uh, all right. We're going to commercial break here. Michael Lindsay from Vital MX. We'll be back. We got Benny Boss coming up. We got Clinton Fowler, Antonio Caroli, Scott McLemore. Did you know that there is now a Supercross rider that is taller than Benny Boss? I did not know this. Yeah. 
Two inches taller. Well, can we wait till after commercial break yes. and you can reveal the name? Yes. All right. It's not Jeff Loop, right? No. Okay. All right. Be right back after this, everybody, with more Pulp Mech Show. He's just in my ass. Wow. Not, not, well, Jesus. Oh, not in. Oh, sorry. Those who love motocross know motorsport.com has the knowledge and expertise to make your next ride your best ride. Motorsport.com has a broad selection of in-stock parts and gear at competitive prices. We specialize in bringing you OEM and aftermarket parts, riding gear and accessories for dirt bikes, motorcycles, ATVs, and UTVs. All thanks to the most dedicated and experienced team of gearheads in the industry who use the very parts we sell on motorsport.com. Motosport.com always offers fast shipping and free delivery on orders more than $79 to ensure you never miss a ride. Whether you race on the track, ride the trails, or commute on the street, shop Motosport.com today for the best customer service and experience when buying the parts and gear you need to stay on two and four wheels. Make your next ride your best ride only at Motosport.com. Steve. Kiefer. Do you want to hear about one of the best rides I've ever had? Dude, it's not time for After Dark yet. <sighs> Chill down, dude. I just want to talk about Race Tech stuff. Oh, that's it. Okay. Gosh, go man. Basically, I've had the chance to do some stuff with Race Tech recently with the CRF250R and, of course, the KX250. And as you know, I've talked about on the show, I wasn't a real hardcore fan of Race Tech stuff back in the day. But since Rob and Andrew and those guys have assembled at Race Tech, the stuff has been great. So um, for you guys out there listening, you guys are looking to get your engine work done or even some suspension work, or as Steven says on the show sometimes, get your seals and <laughs> your oil rebuilt Bushings. in your fork and shock. Get it rebuilt. It helps. 15 to 20 hours. Head over to Racetech.com. Check out. They even got a cool little simulator. You can look at uh, what size spring rate you might need for your bike. So a lot of cool features over there on the website. But uh, And as you know, Yamaha Blue Crew guy over here, you guys have some of that on your bike. It's fantastic. Zombie Blows uses it. Jerry Robin uses it. Starling, all of those guys over there. Malcolm Stewart won a Supercross with Race Tech stuff a few years ago. Pulp 19 is the code to save. Mention Pulp MX when you when you call. You can save on the service. You can save save on motor work. You can save on springs if you just want to do that and get it put in yourself or do it yourself. Race Tech is the one-stop shopping for motor and suspension work. You can also mention the code HOMELIFE2020. That's better. That's a better code, I think. We'll do either one. Just <laughs> listen, people. Give your bike some love. Get your suspension modified service. Get your motor modified serviced with the folks at Racetech. Good people. Love the guys at Works Connection. They continue as a 10-year sponsor of this show because, yeah, just like you, they're committed to the sport for 33 years. They've been designing and distributing leading-edge performance products like the Elite Axle Blocks, Elite Clutch Perch Pro Launch Start Device for performance, radiator braces and skid plates for protection, along with a shock pump, attack, hour meter, and more for maintenance. Works Connection, great guys up there in NorCal, and super cool company. I'm more stoked to be uh, associated with them. When you take a look around the AMA pitch, you'll see Works Connection proving ground for products under the canopies of Team Honda, HRC, Star Racing, and other top teams. And the best part of this whole deal is if you use a code X 20 you get 20% off your order. Visit your local dealer, check out motorsport.com, and uh, ask them to see the Works Connection product line for 2022. Great company, great products. Check it out. Thanks to Works Connection for coming on the show. Pulp MX20, the code to save. 
With 80 years of experience manufacturing power sports pistons right here in the USA, Weisco has evolved into a full range of performance components for dirt bikes and other power sports machines. Whether you ride a two-stroke or a four-stroke, Weisco has a variety of pistons from reliable forged replacements to the performance-focused Racer Elite series. Weisco has recently expanded our Racer Elite line with SX and MX proven USA-made connecting rods. Now adding to the Garage Buddy Rebuild kits, clutch and valve train components, and our CV4 thermal protection line. This makes Weisco your single stop performance name. Visit your favorite online or local dealer or Weisco.com to find products for your machine. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team. Long-time Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. In 1990, my dad, Jamie Gregg, started Guts Racing. Guts stands for Gregg's Ultra Trick Seats, because I was just a little kid that wanted a trick seat. And if you're out there looking for a trick seat, go to GutsRacing.com, your local dealer, or Motosport and place your order. Support the people that support Pulp MX. You can use Pulp 2022 for 20% off at GutsRacing.com. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate over 45 years of fun. Building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. Superfan Dylan here. The only thing I love more than seeing Eli win... Whoa, wait, Dylan. Sorry to cut you off like Steve does his callers and guests, but a lot has changed. Similar to your favorite rider being on a new team, the new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range provides significantly improved performance and durability. Designed to win. The new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range offers up to 16% more traction when new and up to 19% more traction when worn in comparison to the previous generation. This means consumers will not only benefit from improved performance on their first few rides, but that this performance increase will continue throughout the extended life of the tire. Michelin is a legendary innovator in motorcycle tire technology, and thanks to Michelin Silica technology, the Michelin Starcross 6 tire range provides up to 11% more durability than the previous generation. This means consumers will enjoy the significantly improved performance throughout the increased life of the tire. 
Take it from me as I too have to buy my own tires. This added value is great news. The new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range is available in six versions, specifically sand, mud, medium soft, medium hard, and hard versions, with the naming designation corresponding to the type of terrains and conditions where the tires were designed to win. Another innovation is the Michelin adaptive design, with specific positioning of the tread blocks in three zones, central, intermediate, and lateral zones, with the single goal to offer exceptional grip for the front tire and exceptional grip, traction, and longevity for the rear. To learn more about the new Michelin Starcross 6 tire line and all the quality products that Michelin offers for motorcycle segments that Steve cares nothing about, visit michelinman.com motorcycle. And then visit your local dealer or online retailer to choose Michelin product to maximize your riding experiences. Also, too, make sure to follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook. Attention riders, welcome aboard the all-new Atlas Vision. We hope you enjoy the added mobility, quicker flight time, and additional views. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. The first thing you will notice is the added headroom. The fore and aft positions no longer come with annoying restrictions, so feel free to move about the cabin. Quicker flight times can be achieved by unmatched comforts and unencumbered movements. Yes, we're built for speed and comfort. And now available to all customers is a 360 panoramic view. Go ahead and look around the cabin. These new angles are available at no additional charge. Located on the underside of the frame is the gold standard of impact absorption, D3O. In the event we accidentally take a trip to Indonesia, we suggest that you remain with your neck in the underextended position and allow this proven material to do its job by reducing the forces over 50% better than ever before. Although the Atlas Vision will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your vision first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, type, or brole. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. We remind you that Atlas makes flexible neck protection. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position with your elbows up and hips fully unlocked. Whatever that means. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Vision. Enjoy the views. For over 30 years, Decal Works has led the industry in quality and customer service by offering the best custom motocross graphics, plastics, seat covers, and rider ID products. Decal Works is officially licensed with Honda, Kawasaki, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and Gas Gas. Their expert staff will go above and beyond to make sure your questions are answered. Decal Works is a proud sponsor of Red Bull KTM Factory Racing and the Rockstar Energy Husqvarna Factory Off-Road Team. Visit decalmx.com and be sure to use promo code PULPMX at checkout. Quality, service, and knowledge is what makes Decal Works stand out. Decal Works, number one for many reasons. Those who love motocross know motorsport.com has the knowledge and expertise to make your next ride your best ride. Motorsport.com has a broad selection of in-stock parts and gear at competitive prices. 
We specialize in bringing you OEM and aftermarket parts, riding gear and accessories for dirt bikes, motorcycles, ATVs, and UTVs. All thanks to the most dedicated and experienced team of gearheads in the industry who use the very parts we sell on motosport.com. Motosport.com always offers fast shipping and free delivery on orders more than $79 to ensure you never miss a ride. Whether you race on the track, ride the trails, or commute on the street, shop motosport.com today for the best customer service and experience when buying the parts and gear you need to stay on two and four wheels. Make your next ride your best ride only at motosport.com. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team, longtime Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. It's Tomax Superfan Dylan here. The only thing I love more than seeing Eli win... Whoa, wait, Dylan. Sorry to cut you off like Steve does his callers and guests, but a lot has changed. Similar to your favorite rider being on a new team, the new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range provides significantly improved performance and durability. Designed to win. The new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range offers up to 16% more traction when new and up to 19% more traction when worn in comparison to the previous generation. This means consumers will not only benefit from improved performance on their first few rides, but that this performance increase will continue throughout the extended life of the tire. Michelin is a legendary innovator in motorcycle tire technology, and thanks to Michelin Silica technology, the Michelin Starcross 6 tire range provides up to 11% more durability than the previous generation. This means consumers will enjoy the significantly improved performance throughout the increased life of the tire. Take it from me as I, too, have to buy my own tires. This added value is great news. The new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range is available in six versions, specifically sand, mud, medium soft, medium hard, and hard versions, with the naming designation corresponding to the type of terrains and conditions where the tires were designed to win. Another innovation is the Michelin adaptive design, with specific positioning of the tread blocks in three zones, central, intermediate, and lateral zones, with the single goal to offer exceptional grip for the front tire and exceptional grip, traction, and longevity for the rear. To learn more about the new Michelin Starcross 6 tire line and all the quality products that Michelin offers for motorcycle segments that Steve cares nothing about, visit michelinman.com motorcycle. And then visit your local dealer or online retailer to choose Michelin product to maximize your riding experiences. Also, too, also too make sure to follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook. Love the guys at Works Connection. They continue as a 10-year sponsor of this show because, yeah, just like you, they're committed to the sport. For 33 years, they've been designing and distributing leading-edge performance products like Elite Axle Blocks, Elite Clutch Perch, Pro Launch Start Device for performance, radiator braces and skid plates for protection, 
along with a shock pump, attack, hour meter, and more for maintenance. Works Connection, great guys up there in NorCal, and super cool company. I'm more stoked to be uh, associated with them. When you take a look around the AMA pitch, you'll see Works Connection proving ground for products under the canopies of Team Honda, HRC, Star Racing, and other top teams. And the best part of this whole deal is if you use the code PULPAMX20, you get 20% off your order. Visit your local dealer, check out motorsport.com, and uh, ask them to see the Works Connection product line for 2022. Great company, great products. Check it out. Thanks to Works Connection for coming on the show. PulpMX20, the code to save. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate over 45 years of fun. Building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. Steve. Kiefer. Do you want to hear about one of the best rides I've ever had? Dude, it's not time for After Dark yet. <sighs> Chill down, dude. I just want to talk about Race Tech stuff. Oh, that's it. Okay. Gosh, go man. Basically, I've had the chance to do some stuff with Race Tech recently with the CRF 250R and, of course, the KX250. And as you know, I've talked about on the show, I wasn't a real hardcore fan of Race Tech stuff back in the day. But since Rob and Andrew and those guys have assembled at Race Tech, the stuff has been great. So, um, for you guys out there listening, you guys are looking to get your engine work done or even some suspension work, or as Steven says on the show sometimes, get your seals and <laughs> your oil rebuilt in your, in your fork and shock. Get it rebuilt. It helps. 15 to 20 hours. Head over to Racetech.com. Check out. They even got a cool little simulator. You can look at uh, what size spring rate you might need for your bike. So a lot of cool features over there on the website. But uh, And as you know, Yamaha Blue Crew guy over here, you guys have some of that on your bike? It's fantastic. Zombie Blos uses it. Jerry Robin uses it. Starling, all of those guys over there. Malcolm Stewart won a Supercross with Race Tech stuff a few years ago. Pulp 19 is the code to save. Mention Pulp MX when you, when you call. You can save on the service. You can save, save on motor work. You can save on springs if you just want to do that and get it put in yourself or do it yourself. Race Tech is the one-stop shopping for motor and suspension work. You can also mention the code HOMELIFE2020. That's better. That's a better code, I think. We'll do either one. Just <laughs> listen, people. Give your bike some love. Get your suspension modified service. Get your motor modified serviced with the folks at Racetech. Good people. With 80 years of experience manufacturing power sports pistons right here in the USA, Weisco has evolved into a full range of performance components for dirt bikes and other power sports machines. Whether you ride a two-stroke or a four-stroke, Weisco has a variety of pistons from reliable forged replacements to the performance-focused Racer Elite series. Weisco has recently expanded our Racer Elite line with SX and MX-proven USA-made connecting rods. Now adding to the Garage Buddy Re build kits, clutch and valve train components, and our CV4 thermal protection line. This makes Weisco your single stop performance name. Visit your favorite online or local dealer or Weisco.com to find products for your machine. For over 30 years, Decal Works has led the industry in quality and customer service by offering the best custom motocross graphics, plastics, seat covers, and rider ID products. 
Decal Works is officially licensed with Honda, Kawasaki, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and Gas Gas. Their expert staff will go above and beyond to make sure your questions are answered. Decal Works is a proud sponsor of Red Bull KTM Factory Racing and the Rockstar Energy Husqvarna Factory Off-Road Team. Visit decalmx.com and be sure to use promo code PULPMX at checkout. Quality, service, and knowledge is what makes Decal Works stand out. Decal Works, number one for many reasons. In 1990, my dad, Jamie Gregg, started Guts Racing. Guts stands for Gregg's Ultra Trick Seats, because I was just a little kid that wanted a trick seat. And if you're out there looking for a trick seat, go to GutsRacing.com, your local dealer, or Motosport, and place your order. Support the people that support Pulp MX. You can use Pulp 2022 for 20% off at GutsRacing.com. Attention riders, welcome aboard the all-new Atlas Vision. We hope you enjoy the added mobility, quicker flight time, and additional views. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. The first thing you will notice is the added headroom. The fore and aft positions no longer come with annoying restrictions, so feel free to move about the cabin. Quicker flight times can be achieved by unmatched comforts and unencumbered movements. Yes, we're built for speed and comfort. And now available to all customers is a 360 panoramic view. Go ahead and look around the cabin. These new angles are available at no additional charge. Located on the underside of the frame is the gold standard of impact absorption, D3O. In the event we accidentally take a trip to Indonesia, we suggest that you remain with your neck in the underextended position and allow this proven material to do its job by reducing the forces over 50% better than ever before. Although the Atlas Vision will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your vision first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, type, or brawl. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. We remind you that Atlas makes flexible neck protection. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position with your elbows up and hips fully unlocked. Whatever that means. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Vision. Enjoy the views. Welcome back, everybody. Pop Mix Show presented by Motorsport.com, Fly Racing, and Decal Works. Michael Lindsay from Vital MX in studio. Coming up with Benny Bloss right away here. Thanks, thanks for listening. Uh, Antonio Caroli as well. Clinton Fowler coming up. Uh, 702-586-7857. If you want to chat about something or another, we uh, we can get you on here. And again, um, uh, thanks to the folks at Yamaha. And thank you to the folks at Blowfish of, uh, for Hangovers for supporting this LCQ race this Friday. Really, really appreciate it. Uh, get your raffle ticket if you can. Uh, 30 bucks. All the money goes to privateers. Link is on pulpamex.com. Racer X has it as well. And uh, Pulp22 at 4hangovers.com. Pulp22 at 4hangovers.com. A blowfish is a hangover remedy that actually works when you wake up, drop two tablets in water, and drink when the fizzing stops. I've had a couple people on social tell me about how it's working really well. So thanks to Blowfish. They gave us some money to put into the LCQ purse. Should be 50K. Maybe more. I hope. Uh, marks were kind of right around the, the same as we were, right? Like the yeah. Uh, based on how much time we have left, we're we're 
we're right about there, but yeah. uh, we have one week left, so let, yeah, we yeah, we're gonna do the draw next next Monday night. Yes, is doing yeah. the draw. Yeah, and, so and the, we're leaving it open until Monday, right? Yeah, we're leaving the the raffle open until Monday, so we'll uh, we'll have the uh, everything else and. Uh, so hopefully, this last week is killer like it has been yeah absolutely giving away a 2022 yz450f also fantastic did you get a big check made yet i got a check made for uh hannah ray uh give us a thousand dollars for the whole shot mm-hmm. and so we have a check made and thank to her thanks to her as well are you also giving the winner of the race their own blowfish tablet so yeah i can imagine they're going to send it pretty hard well, if it's carnal for sure yeah yeah uh for sure uh hey i want to thank the folks at uh, uh michelin randy richardson was in here Couple shows ago, the new Starcross Six. Have you have you got some of these yet? Yeah. Did you go to the launch? I or? went to launch. I got to take some home, but oh, ride wow. them, rode them this and week. What you, what's your thoughts on the Starcross Six? Uh, I like them overall. Improvement, uh, majority for them was carcass is a little bit stiffer, doesn't roll as easy. I'm yeah, Kiefer says air- PSI can be lowered, right, from the fives. Yes, yeah, because yeah. like on the fives, I think I was running like fourteen. Now I'm down more like thirteen or so. Yep. Um, personally, really like their. There's, um, I'm trying to think of their name culture again, like their medium soft rear, but I was running like medium hard front for SoCal. Yep. Um, no, super stoked on them. Um, I don't know. A lot of your top end tires are really good, but Michelin's made a great product. Uh, I think I haven't gotten to actually change one yet because I still have the sets from the race, so I don't know if I can comment if they're still easy mounting, but I yeah, think so. Yeah, the fives are easier mounting. They were really easy to mount. So michelinman.com forward slash motorcycle to learn more about the Michelin Starcross 6 tire range. Uh, 11% more durability than the previous generation and 16% more traction when new and up to 19% more traction when worn in comparison to the previous gen tire. Starcross 6 tire range out now. Motorsport.com to get them. Uh, 6 versions, sand, mud, medium soft, medium hard, and hard versions as well. So thank you to folks at Michelin. Uh, and also thanks to the Michelin bicycle tires for uh, doing that wrap-up show. I haven't listened for a couple of weeks. Uh, has anybody listened to the wrap-up show for a couple of weeks? Man, I was good for a while, but I've been bad the last uh, couple of weeks too. Talon, have we, we listened lately? I listened to some of the 500 and what was show. It, was, it, uh, was it appropriate? Was it good? Yeah, it was appropriate. It was, okay. it was a good show. All right. Yeah. They have been they have been really good. Uh, I, I do I think I've said it before. I like those intros that he does at the beginning with all the drops and stuff. Where he splices a bunch of clips from yep. the show, a lot of, yep. a lot of the funny you know stuff that people have said, and, and it's like a minute and a half to two minutes. Mm-hmm. That's like one of my favorite parts. Mm. It's great. Nice. So good all right. Well, thanks to Michelin Bicycle Tires for helping that wrap up show guy uh, keep it going. Uh, uh, speaking of keeping it going, at Cherubies, they're the industry leader in aftermarket dirt bike plastics and accessories with over 40 years of experience with input from current riders like Webb, Cien Cirillo, Barsha, Anderson, and more. A Cherubies has fine-tuned its products to offer the highest level of performance and protection in the industry. Bring your bike back to life with a full line of replacement replica plastic kits. Uh, a Cherubies USA at social media at acherubiesusa.com on the web at Cherubies. Of course, that's how you pronounce it. I love a Cherubies stuff because it always just bolts on perfectly. Holes are lined up. There's no drilling. There's no filing. Nothing. Grab a piece of Cherubies plastic and put it on. It's great. Thanks to the folks at Cherubies. Uh, bringing you our next guest on the show. This gentleman uh, missed the first 12 rounds of the Supercross Series this year. Uh, jumped back in after injury and has done pretty well, I think. Uh, he is everybody's uh, favorite guy named Benji. Benny Bloss, what's up, man? Oh, just doing some driving. Thanks for having me on tonight. Yeah, thank you. Where are you driving to and from? What's going on? I've officially left California. I've been Quitter. in SoCal for the last six months, I guess, five yep. and a half months. Mm-hmm. Uh, headed to New Mexico for two weeks and then back home to Missouri. No, you're breaking up. See, you're driving and breaking up, Benny. We're already off to a rough start. 
Hello. Yeah. You there? Yes. I'm in the middle of nowhere in Arizona. All right. Um, well. So I apologize for the service issue. Unbelievable. All right, Benny. So unprofessional. Yeah, so unprofessional, Benny. <laughs> um, so, hey, like, uh, you had a pretty bad injury. Like I said, you missed the first bunch of races. How does it feel to jump into a series? Like, like, look, uh, yes, there's some injuries with riders. I get it, but there's still plenty of fast guys. Like when you, because, and I do. Look, the, the old cliche about the level rising each week is kind of bullshit, but I do believe that the level gets higher. There's no doubt that round eight level is higher than round one, and I think all the riders do that each week. Uh, I don't want to say how much it is, and I don't want to say every week, but it is higher. So now you jump in at round thirteen. Like, how's that? It's not easy. No. Um, it's definitely not easy. Uh, probably harder than most people would realize, I guess. Yeah. Um, it's just like everything going really, really well um, in the off season. Like, everything was going great. Yeah, and I heard. You were you were low-key. There was low-key hype for Benny, Michael. Do you, do you remember some low-key oh, yeah. hype? Yeah. Um. Well, thank you for that. Yep. Uh, but, like, it was going well, and then it was, like, three days before Christmas or something, and I just had a pretty nasty crash, and then everything blew up from there. And it was like, at first, we were like, okay, I'll come back at Minneapolis. So that's, like, mm-hmm. six rounds in, which yep. really wouldn't be that bad. Um, and then it just kept getting pushed back, kept getting pushed back, kept getting pushed back. But it's definitely tough because... I feel like I belong in the top 10, but I kind of have to race my way into it, I guess. Um, you know, these guys have been racing all season. They're going really fast right now, especially the top guys. And so it was kind of like I was super nervous to see where I would fit in with mm-hmm. the group. But yep. um, I've made like one position improvement each week. So, um I've been happy with it, but would obviously like to be doing better. You told me you were kind of nervous, huh? At uh, was it St. Louis? Yeah, St. Louis. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> like pro- honestly, probably the most nervous aside from my first ever Supercross, the most nervous that I'd ever um, been for a Supercross. Like yeah, and it wasn't even for the race. I guess it was more for the first, like the free practice. Which I thought was weird because I rode press and everything, like yep, it was yep. fine. And then, um, like my legs were shaking when I was down, waiting to go for free practice, and it was just like I felt like I was gonna puke. And that's crazy because um, you're you're a veteran, right? You're an older guy now. Like you've been around. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, <clears throat> you're yeah. old. Yeah, no, it was yeah. it was weird. I was not really expecting that, but. Um, mm-hmm. So. It is. So, have you been happy with your rides? Like, uh, uh, obviously. The Triple Crown one, you had two good ones, one bad one. Uh, I had you in fantasy at Atlanta. You came from way back to a pretty good ride, and this weekend you were right there coming from the back again, although I don't really know if you got a bad start if you fell early on. But, like, I feel like you've passed a ton of dudes every race. Yeah, I feel like my riding's been pretty good. Um, Starts have just been horrible. I have struggled with that in the past, Uh and – just that's like another thing in the off season i did so many starts and it was really really good and then even my practice starts leading up to this race have been great and then um it's just like 
it's almost like I kind of forget what I'm doing, I guess, when the 30 card goes up. <laughs> I don't know. But, and like, I hate to say that, but it's true. Like, it's so far, each main event, I've, like, the gate drops, and I, like, both feet go behind me, and it's just, it's been a mess. Um, and then, like, this weekend, I finally, I get a good start in the heat race, and I was like, okay, I've, tr- I've turned this around. Right. Like, yep. we're going up from here, right? And then the main event, I was dead last off the start and honestly the first four laps it was like i kind of forgot how to ride a supercross track mm. like i just yeah, yeah felt horrible and then something clicked and then it was just much better but i feel like my riding has been good it could definitely be better but i've only ridden supercross i think less than 10 times since i've been back from injury so yeah. I'm trying not to expect too much, I guess. Now, before commercial break, Michael told us you are no longer the tallest Supercross rider out there. Nope. There's there's a 250 guy, I'm assuming. Yeah, that Haley kid. I uh, had somebody look at me race and go, hey, how tall is that kid? I'm like, I don't know. And he goes, it's got to be taller than Benny. I'm like, nah, there's nobody taller than Benny. So I walked over and I asked the kid, like, how tall are you? He looked at me and goes, I'm 6'7". I'm like, oh, Jesus. Yeah. Well, there we go, Benny. <laughs> I saw him after one of the practices, and I was like, like he walked by. I was like, oh, my goodness. Like, yeah. I kind of felt small. Oh, my goodness. Like, You're like, you should have just walked up to him, put your hand on his shoulder, and go, I know your yeah. pain, yeah. and just walk off. Yeah, yeah I, I understand. Uh, Benny Bloss on the show brought to you by folks at the Cherubies USA. Uh, hand guards, disc guards, frame guards, and more replica plastic kits as well. Uh, Benny on the Team Tedder KTM. Um, how, how is the injury? You, it was pretty good one, ankle, foot, f- the, all the stuff, leg, I don't, I, all of that. Uh, are you hundred percent with that? Do you still feel it? Does it bug you a little bit? Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say that I'm a hundred percent. It's like the, my ankle was the biggest issue. Um, I broke like the inside of my ankle. I kind of like exploded and okay. then I broke the outside as well, as well as my collarbone and two spots in my back. Oh, and so, like, the back and collarbone were fine. Like, I had surgery on the collarbone, but it was maybe a week of pain, and then mm-hmm. it was, like, all good from there. And my back never really bothered me at all, other than, like, the moment of the crash. Yep. Um, but, like, my ankle's healed, and everything's good there. It's just, honestly, it hurts all the time. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> like, I, like know, driving like, right now. I, yeah. It's especially race day. It seems to be the worst, I guess. I don't know if it's just because I ride more than, but yeah, somebody was making a heart wrap. I think so was making fun of me at Atlanta because I was taking my boot off, like while I was riding back to the pits. Like I, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Like you're riding on the concrete on the speedway next to the track, and I was like trying to rip my boot off because it's like as soon as I take the buckles off, it's like pressure releases and it's yep. just a lot better um wow so it's that but, bad I mean, still yeah 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 it's been tough but yeah like structurally everything's fine so and the doctor's good with me riding and racing and so mm-hmm. i don't really have anything to worry about there it's just yep pretty much sore 24 7 but it will get better like there's no permanent damage type deal correct yeah, yeah. and it like it's gotten better. Like it was the worst at St. Louis, and then yeah. it got a little bit better and a little bit better this weekend. Um, right. 
just slowly, I guess. Right. Uh, Benny, you've ridden the factory KTM bike, basically, over at BBMX. Uh, their bike was pretty mm-hmm. close to it. Uh, now you're on a more production-based bike. Uh, how's the... Um How's the uh, how's the bike difference? What's it like? Honestly, the bike difference isn't really that big. Um, the team tutter bike is really really good. Mm-hmm. The, I rode a stock bike for, I guess, a stock engine mm-hmm. for the majority of the off season, and then a couple weeks before I crashed, I got like our race engine, and yep. it is killer. Like it's really everything that i need I don't, it's not like there's anywhere on the track where i'm like oh my gosh i wish i had more power here less here um and then we're running aeo suspension and you know that's been good as well those mm-hmm. guys have been doing it a long time and they clearly know what they're doing um mm-hmm. so the bike is really good um and it's been a while since i rode the factory ktm i guess it's been a couple years so <laughs> it's hard to compare them but yep the KTM is so good stock anyways. Like, the starting point is just really killer. So Right. How was uh, – we were joking about a lot of the moon dust. How was Foxborough, the actual track, the dirt, the whole the whole shebang? Man, it was weird. It was, like, really, really weird because I, – so I rode press day, and, like, you walk out there, and it's like, this is – this dirt is super strange. It's like the grayest dirt I've ever seen in my life. Um, and it was pretty soft on press day. And then it, like the more we were, we rode it and they worked on it on Saturday, it obviously hardened up, but like for the main event was, it was almost like powdery dirt, but the transitions and the rhythms were still super soft. And it was, for me, it was like, I could not tell like where, or what to trust, I guess. It made it real hard, I imagine, to push through the rhythms. You're probably always kind of in that position where you can catch the bike if it decides to catch a soft spot on a lip or something. Yeah, and it was just almost like kind of like second-guessing everything with how, cause like, one lap you'd hit this rut and it would be perfect and your bike would go straight, and then it's like yep. you'd hit it again the next lap and it's super soft and it throws you left or it throws you right. It was just... I felt like the track was weird and very tough to be consistent. Um, and how were the rocks? Honestly, looking at the rocks on practice, I was like, "Oh my goodness! Like yeah. this is this is pretty gnarly." Right. I never really got hit with one, so it's not hmm. like it really bothered me. Um, but <laughs> looking at like looking at the track after free practice was like, "Wow, this is." I did not remember it being like that. Yeah. Wow. Um, And do you think it is uh, BS that Steve has not invited you for his privateer challenge race next week? No. (laughs) You know what? No. You know what's what's funny about that? What? I I had no idea about this race, right? And a friend of mine had texted me, and they were like, hey, I heard Pulp has a race at Denver. You should try to get in it. And I texted Steve about it. And that message is still sitting there unanswered. Oh, really? That, yeah. That's kind of unlike me. So let's that, negotiate. Uh, you already have a second row start. Can we put Benny on third row? Can we get him in? Anything? Uh, oh, okay. Someone just told me you have a race in Denver. What is it? And then nothing. 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 Else. Yeah. Nothing. I was like, nothing, okay, Steve. I just took that. I've been no response as. You're not invited. No, that, that's yeah. not. No, no. I, 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 I'm no, better you than made that. Your, you made I, your message loud no, and clear. I Steve. like Benny, and I should have responded, and I didn't. It was 8.17 in the morning. 
Vegas time, so maybe <laughs> I was on a mountain bike. You know, who knows? Just out there grinding. Uh, uh, Benny, so how are you doing in Pulp Mix Fantasy? How's it going for you? How are we looking? Honestly, I'm doing, I'm doing pretty good. I'm There's like six of us in my league, mm-hmm. and it's pretty much my family, my uh, mechanic as well. Mm-hmm. And I'm first, my mom is second, my wife is third. Oh, wow. And then my mechanic, my mechanic is fourth. And it's funny because me, like the three, the top three, we missed Anaheim one. We didn't play at Anaheim one, but my mechanic did. So oh. we're one race behind him. Oh, wow. But we're still, I want to say I got like a 300 point lead on him right now. Who, who's the guy that's been letting you down? I don't. I haven't really had like a consistent guy because usually if a guy lets me down, I'm not going to pick him again. Right. Right. Okay. Have you uh, picked yourself? Yes, I picked. Mm, I picked myself at St. Louis. I picked myself at Foxborough, and I'm going to pick myself at Salt Lake. I picked him uh, week two. Uh, he was not happy with his handicap at St. Louis. It was uh, 11. No. And he thought he's been out so long. You know, he should be higher. Uh, uh, 11's fine. But we're like, what were you going to get? Well, were you going to get 20th? We looked at the field. I got 15th. Yeah, so that if handicap did, was pretty good then. A, yeah, pretty good. If I'd have been a 15, if I'd have been a fifteen handicap, it would have been solid. Marks, well, what, clearly what, you what, didn't what, deserve a fifteen. Marks, what do you think handicap? about that eleven handicap? No, oh, the eleven was fine. Paid off. Yeah, good, good points. I'm okay. happy with it. Yeah, thanks, thanks Benny. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Benny. Yeah, I thought it was funny because I saw that Steve, you had tweeted something about me being unhappy about my handicap, and a guy had responded. And he was like, "Well, based off how he's riding tonight, he should have been higher." And I'm like, <laughs> he's, like thinking, he's like thinking that that's—I'd probably be mad if I saw that. But I'm like, "Yeah, man, this is what I'm saying." Yeah, exactly. Uh, so if you really—if you good. really cared, yeah. you don't pick yourself the first week and back. You purposely do really bad to get a better handicap, then yeah. pick yourself the next week. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was a triple crown, and it's like. You jumped off a bridge. I, I wanted you to did. Be That's true. Is that why you jumped off the bridge? You wanted yeah. <laughs> Steve pissed you off so bad you jumped off a bridge. He's like, oh god, here I go. Yeah. Uh, the, the bridge jump was not on purpose. Hey. I will. No, no one would want to do oh, that. Over yeah. unders. Have you ever jumped off one before? Was that the first time? No, that was the first time I've ridden and raced on so many of them. And on press day, I was talking to A Ray, and the face was super soft, and I was like. Man, I bet somebody goes off the side of that tomorrow. <laughs> Little did you know. Of course, of course, it's me that goes off the side of it. Uh, yeah, well, because you're talking to A-Ray. You're he... probably thinking it was going to be A-Ray. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, Rod Bell did it in the third main. Yeah, he, oh, like, he did. Big. Almost identical to how I did it, so I don't feel as bad. And there were tons of people that got stuck, like, in the netting on the top. Yeah. Um. But. We got a question uh, on uh, on the phone call for on the phones for Benny Bloss. Brought to you by Cherbies USA. Uh, it is uh, LT. LT, what's up, man? Hey, what's up? What's happening? So I had an e-bike question or kind of question. Yeah. So Benny's an e-bike guy. He is. And you're an e-bike guy, and you race. I'm trying to get uh, Benny to do a race about an hour away from his house, but he's too big of a chicken to do it. Yeah, Benny, why don't you uh, – listen, I did one e-bike race, so I would back down on the you race thing. I did Wait, one. Wait, you raced one? I raced an e-bike <laughs> race, yeah. Um, but, Benny, yeah, well, what's up? No no, I, no, no well, desire? First off, I have a gravel e-bike. I don't have an e-mountain bike. 
And this is a gravel race that LT here is talking about. Okay. It's like 120 miles or something. I think uh, last that long. Yeah, you know? LT, come on. But they have a 70-mile and a 38-mile option. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know, man. I feel like... Um, I, I don't know. I, I get ben, Benny's trying to race. He's trying to race a dirt bike for a living. So maybe he doesn't want to smoke Ultimately, himself. Ultimately, maybe at the end I'll do. I'll maybe I will do the thirty mile one. But are you? Kidding I mean, me? one hundred and twenty miles yeah. on a gravel bike. Yeah, my my, uh, my race was two laps. It was two hours and something. Two twenty two hundred feet of climbing, and I ran out of battery a lap and a half in. Because everyone rides on turbo, right? Everyone yeah. races on turbo, so. You really suck. So how was the rest of that race? Well, luckily, it ran out at the top of a hill, and I was able to coast down the hill back to the pits. <laughs> Wait, who is so. this LT? Is this Lonnie or no? No. No. Uh, all right, LT. Thanks, man. I'll work on Benny for that, but thanks. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, yeah, Benny, you got a gravel bike. I didn't know that. I thought you had a regular one. So. Uh, I had in Salt Lake. I bought an e bike. Yeah. Levo, and then I ended up selling it, and I bought a gravel bike. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, hey, Caden Amarine, uh, your teammate there at Tedder. I don't know much about the kid. Uh, I, he's got some skills. He looks like a pretty good rider. Tell us about Amarine a little bit. Got me some good fantasy points. Yeah, he's got some good fantasy points for all of us. He is a ripper. Yeah. He's also gotten me some good fantasy points as well. Um, I've, I've rode with him a lot at because uh, he trains at Raynard's in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. And... When I did the tether thing, I had kind of like talked to them about trying to talk to him as well, and it worked out. He was able to come on board, and he came to California for a good bit of the off season and was riding with me. And he has a bright future, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, he crashed at Atlanta and broke his wrist, but um, I think he should be back at some point during the outdoors, and he's. Definitely one to watch for, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, I think he's got some skills, you know. Yeah. Speaking of, of outdoors, what's the summer plans? You racing, you selling semis, what are, what are we doing? Summer plans are to go racing. Okay. The, the only thing that I haven't figured out is the how I'm going to go racing. Oh, wow. That's, you know, yeah, that's, that's not a big deal. He's going racing, he just it, doesn't yeah. know how. But yeah. it, it's, it's the fact that you said you are racing that matters more than anything. Yeah, who cares how it works out? How you get there? It's, it's. I'm for sure going to be racing. I maybe wouldn't be so adamant about racing had I done the whole Supercross series, mm-hmm. but five Supercrosses is not enough racing for the year, and I would like to continue racing. So, um, one way or another, I'm going to find a way to make it to the outdoors. I'm trying to work on my plans right now, um, but I, you know, as of right now, I don't have. When, what I'm going to do, but when you say that Amarine will be back for outdoors, does he have something for outdoors? Or I, I say, don't know. Oh, okay. So I just, think yeah. that. Okay. I think that he's going to do it either way as well. Okay. Um. I, well, I don't understand. You can do it easy. Jeff has so much money. Your dad is so <laughs> rich. Like, just call him and get Jeff to front the bill. I mean, it's not a problem. <laughs> Well, first off, Jeff does not want to front the bill. Yeah, and but Jeff second, will. I, Jeff will. I don't want Jeff to front the bill either. Uh, I would ride that Jeff <laughs> Lost train, you know. I'm 
I'm working on some stuff, and it's okay. All right. Well, Jericho wants back in. Oh, so. I would say, do we get? Jer- I know. Yeah. What happened? Indy cars already too boring for him? I don't know. Yeah, he, he's... that didn't last long. No, um, it was not a long, long layoff of motocross. That's for sure. No, for the the whole stomping out, like I'm not coming back. That that didn't last long. <laughs> Uh, Benny, we obviously have seen what's happened with Forrest Butler and the BBMX team, and you rode there a bunch of times as fill-ins and as mm-hmm. regular riders. Did you have any issues with that uh, with that team or, or Forrest or anything else? How did uh, how did that work for you? I mean, everything with me, for me was good there. Yep. I rode there 16, 17, 18, 19, and then I filled in in 20. Yep. Um, and I had nothing but great times there, and um, – was thought I was going to ride for them and outdoors, I guess would be 20. Yep. And then Bogle came back. So I did my own, my own privateer thing. Mm-hmm. But, um, I mean, it sounds like they're going to go racing for the summer from rumors that I hear in the pits, but, um, yeah. you know, I wish them the best. I don't, I don't have any negative things to say. Right. Okay. Uh, I know you're a big Kansas city chiefs fan. Would you like mm-hmm. to weigh in on the loss of a Tyreek Hill? <laughs> I was at Lake Elsinore that that morning when they traded him, mm-hmm. and the mood was down for yeah, sure. Yeah. It was not not good mood days, but I believe in the system. They have to have a plan. Yeah, they got they signed uh, what's his nuts. They got a plan. What's his nuts? Uh, they signed. Uh, Oh, who'd they sign? They got like a, a a guy who was way past his prime. I forget an older older receiver. The but. guy from the Packers. No, Devontae Adams? No. No, that was the Raiders. No, they signed uh, Scantling from the Packers. They got... uh, No, this wasn't... Josh Gordon. Is that your time? They don't have Josh Gordon anymore, I don't think. I think they do. Anyways, I don't know who it is, but... um, You know what? Um, They were going to... All I know is they're going to beat the Raiders. No chance of that. No chance of that. No (laughs) chance of that. Um... All right, Benny. Um, well, good luck with that. I should say. Uh, anything else from for Benny Bloss? Michael, from oh, uh, you, oh, wait, you're going you're going to New Mexico to ride with the twenty one. That's what I was about to ask. The New Mexico is my last question. I am going to ride. Go to New Mexico to ride with him. Um, I'm getting a good opportunity to be able to go out there and do some laps with him, and I guess it'd be this week and then next week. Um, I rode with them a little bit in the off season before I got hurt, and any chance I can get to ride with a guy that's faster than me is I am absolutely in. So, um, pretty excited about that. And uh, nice, yeah. Well, tell him I said hi. <laughs> Steve says hi. Really, really misses him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Can't I will. I will go ahead and tell him that. That uh, that'll work out really well for you. Good for you. Yep, absolutely. You're 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 on the money riding with somebody like that. Going, following his program, doing what he's doing, uh, letting him chase you down and try to stay with him, all of that is fantastic. I think that's a good good thing to do for yourself. You know, definitely. Um, all right, Benny, thanks for calling in, man. I appreciate it. Good job in the comeback so far. I think it's been strong. You got two more to go, uh, and then Jeff will, and you will start that outdoor team. <laughs> and sorry, well, you're thanks no longer, for having me. And sorry, you're no longer the tallest say, person in Supercross. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, you're no longer the tallest rider in, in the sport. Don't be sorry. I'm happy about that. <laughs> right. I am honestly, I'm super excited about that. Okay. Right. Um, Fair enough. I also want to say thank you to my whole everyone from Team Tether and all my sponsors and supporters, all the people listening, 
who do like me, all the people who don't like me who are listening. <laughs> Fantastic. Thank you for yeah. listening. Thank you for listening. Uh, that's great, Benny. Uh, thanks again. And, uh, yeah, just, just get Jeff to write that check. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, all right. Thanks, Benny. Thanks for calling in, man. Yep, thanks uh, for having me. That's, uh, that's Benny Blossom, everybody. Brought to you by the folks at Cherubies USA. Uh, good guy, uh, Benny. Like, like to see him do well. And uh, I think he's been riding pretty well. Look, yeah. again, the field is weak. We get it. But he's been right away beating a lot of those guys that have been in there all year, and he's yep. getting closer, you know? So I think Benny's got a ton of skill. Like, oh, yeah. Like, he's injured, and, and, you know, he's had issues and stuff with injuries and coming back. But I think on a motorcycle, the dude can ride. Oh, yeah. You know? Uh, I don't know. Did you ever talk to him for your team? No, nah, because we never really did 450. Yeah, you never really did stuff or anything. Right? But I, I enjoy Benny as a person, <laughs> and on a bike, everything. If we were for some reason the yeah. time of, I would have. But yeah, no, Benny's a good dude. Uh, Maxima USA. I want to thank the folks at Maxima, of course, for stepping up board. Pulp Twenty is the code to save with Maxima USA. Whether it's nine twenty seven. The number one t- selling two-stroke oil in most markets around the world. Whether it's the uh, four-stroke oil with the peak additive. Whether it's grease, MPPL, chain guard. SC1, suspension clean, MaximaUSA.com. Great products. Uh, Pulp 20 code to save with Maxima. So you can order some oil, and you can save with the, the code as well. Thank you to Maxima, and uh, a really, really great company to be on board with us. And, of course, Dogger absolutely rules. Thank you to ProFilter. Uh, Pulp 20, again, is the code to save at ProFilter.com. If you haven't been heard of ProFilter, maybe you've been roosted too many times. They make uh, uh, oil filters and air filters for everything from side-by-sides to street bikes to dirt bikes. Everything in between sold through Power Sports Dealers Nationwide or Motorsport.com. Pick up a pre-oiled, ready-to-use premium air filter, oil filter for your next service. Love the guys at ProFilter. Take my filter, throw it out. It's great. Um, Race Tech Rant. It's the Race Tech Rant of the night. Racetech.com. Uh, get your bike serviced. Michael, you know the, the ability. Well, you worked at Enzo Suspension for a long time. You certainly know. What are you laughing at? Your dog is laying on my foot and snoring. Yeah, he's fine. Um, uh, so Changing the changing the uh, seals and the oil and the bushings. Yep, very very important. So I guarantee you, there's jerkies listening to this right now who are just. I bet you they have 40, 60, 80 hours on their suspension and they never changed it. It's no, incredible. There, there are jerkies out there that spend ten grand on a four fifty, never set their sag, ride it for thirty or forty hours, turn all the clickers one way, and complain about why their bike doesn't work and they should go buy a different OEM bike because the bike they're riding is so bad when they it, won't set their sag or it, service their suspension. Just get your suspension looked at, people. Pulp 22 is a code to save with Racetech. Get to go to Racetech Service Center in your area as well. Chris, Rob, all the boys down at Racetech got it going on, and uh, so they can help you out. Motor work as well. Zombie blows. Racetech motors and suspension. And if you live in Phoenix, Arizona, he can, you could have Zombie Blows work on your suspension. He's, a, he's a Racetech service center as well. Uh, AJE guys, Solitaire guys, a lot of teams using Racetech. Thank you to Racetech. My Racetech rant of the night. It's not even a rant. It's it's not. It's uh, disappointed. Okay, so look. Um, can you make it into a rant, please? Yeah. Yeah, I can a little bit. Here, here's the deal. So, look, I was a mechanic for a long time. Was I the greatest mechanic? No, I wasn't. Was I the worst mechanic? No, I wasn't. My riders made podiums. I won a national. I got a summer cross trophy. Uh, I worked for two factory teams. I worked for top privateers in Supercross for a couple of years. Tim Ferry, Nick Way, when they were privateers. Took them to that. Drove a box fan. Jetted the bike. Changed suspension oil. Did all the stuff that a mechanic should do, right? Again, was I the best mechanic? No. But I did have some few DNFs here and there that people like to point out. Never really anything my fault specifically, but you can make a case that anytime your bike breaks and you're the mechanic, it's your fault, right? Mm-hmm. So 
you always hear about you know people like to take shots at me for being a shitty mechanic and, and, and a good media guy and all this stuff and we got all these great mechanics in the sport mike gossler mm-hmm. it's one of the great mechanics right uh um um jeremy albrecht was a great mechanic lots of titles mm-hmm. uh, 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 uh carlos rivera what Are a great you- mechanic but what a what a fantastic mechanic! What look at all the championships he won! But, look at all the races he won! But but Carlos's muffler fell off this weekend in the heat race. His muffler fell off, and it just goes to show everybody it's hard work being a mechanic. And everyone would say Carlos is a better mechanic than me, but I never had my muffler fall off ever. I had a GYTR muffler explode on me, <laughs> but the muffler stayed attached to the bike. It was not my fault the thing exploded on me. Can, can we I call- just want to point out, by Race Tech Rant, is, look, it can happen to anybody. Carlos Rivera has so <laughs> many titles and so many race wins. He's a great mechanic. But his muffler fell off this weekend. So I'm watching, I'm watching the Supercross race with my dad. And uh, when his exhaust falls off, I hear my dad goes, what shitty mechanics turn the wrenches on his bike? I said, Carlos Rivera. Gets really quiet. Goes, oh, oh, and and it's Kropovich, which they use a bracket, right? They don't use a mount. Do they use a mount? I, I can't. Like, are they a wraparound bracket or do they use the mount? No, it's actually it's, a mount. It's a mount. No, okay, it used to be it bracket. Used to be, okay. or it used yeah. to be a wraparound. Mount I didn't know if the factory ones are different or whatever. And it's so, two so, uh, KTM mufflers, two bolts, two. Or yeah, two, two bolts. That's right. Yep, there's there's brackets. there's a lower and an upper one. Yeah, and it fell off. Yep. So yeah, yeah. Suck on that, everybody. <laughs> one of the greatest mechanics in the sport. Had a muffler fall off. I don't know if it was his fault or not. It doesn't matter. You could say that, as I said before, anything that breaks on your bike is your fault. I just want to point out that for everybody who said it was a shitty mechanic, please point out to Carlos Rivera, his muffler fell off. That's my race tech around the night. What's going to happen the next time you go by the KTM truck? I mean, I don't care. I like Carlos. I like Frankie and all those guys. I mean, I, you know, like maybe it wasn't even his fault. I don't know. It doesn't matter. But it just goes to show you it could happen to anybody. It can. It could happen to anybody. And I've been there as a mechanic, and I know the feeling. And and I get made fun of for being a shitty mechanic. And I just want to point out, Carlos Rivera's muffler fell off, everybody. And, you know, even if, as you said, it could be something that is not his fault, but as a mechanic, you still feel terrible. You so still likely, do. Yeah. I feel bad for Carlos because no matter what, even if it's something that isn't his fault, he's still going to second guess, but, you know, huh. blame himself. Yeah, absolutely. So there we go, everybody. Race tech round of the night. Even great mechanics have shitty things happen to them. The end. Dan. Uh, motorsport.com, Fly Racing, Decal Works, Race Tech Suspension and Engines, X Brand Goggles, Renthal, Michelin Motorcycle Tires, A Cherbies, Firepower Batteries and Chains, Maxima USA, Pro Filter, Skosh, ORW, OGO Power Sports, FMF, Guts Racing, Atlas Neck Brace, Works Connection, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, Get Data, WUSA, Ride Engineering, Intense Cycles, Suspension Direct, Manscape, Wisco Piston, all on board with us tonight. The 7 o'clock hour brought to you by the folks at ORW, Off-Road Warehouse. They are the butt patch, uh, company on the butt patch of the Club MX team. So poor Phil. But uh, Enzo, fifth in the points right now. Pulp MX rider. Enzo Lopes, fifth. Not bad. Uh, Jace Owen riding pretty well. Uh, March Banks, Troll Train, best ever 450 Supercross ride. So where, where are we at with Troll Train for the year now? Hold on. Let me get through the ORW. Okay. ORW, uh, they got stores in California. They got stores in Arizona and Georgia. They absolutely, uh, they can install everything they sell. Uh, and again, Pulp MX code to save at ORW, offroadwarehouse.com. Use the code Pulp MX and save. Uh, again, they got stores all over the place. They can, also, they can also take care of you online. They sponsor the Club MX team. Thank you to offroadwarehouse.com. They're bringing you the 7 o'clock hour. Troll train. 
Charles Train. What about it? All right, where, where are we where are we ranking this 450 season so far? Um, I'm pretty sure one of the tweet questions tonight, somebody basically said, you've always said for 250 guys to just move up, suck it up, and figure it out. So, Well, he just got ninth. So, yes, the field is weak, but ninth is ninth. I would put Troll Train Supercross season. There's been some highs and there's been some lows. He didn't qualify for a couple. He crashed out some. I would put it as just okay. Not a success, but not a failure. Scale one to ten. A five. Okay. What okay. do you think? Four. A four. Mm-hmm. Fuck you, Michael. <laughs> I go one number lower, and this is the treatment I get. Uh, no, no. I, I, okay, sure. Like, you know, like, I feel like he should be hot raft level, and he hasn't been hot raft level very much. If you're in charge of the team and you have the final say... Do you let him race a 450 the rest of the year, or do you make him go back to a 250F? Do you see it through, or do you know, do you go to where you know he knows what to do? For what? What do you mean? Mike, do you let him race a 450 the rest of the year? Or There's two races left. I meant all, like, counting oh, outdoors. The whole uh, thing. The whole thing. No, yeah, yeah. Keep him on a 450. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It, that's what it is, man. I think March Max is riding a 452 outdoors. Yes, yes. Yeah, is. yeah. So, um, no, I keep him on a 450. And... Phil was supposed to. But. Right. And just Enzo, 250, outdoors. Uh, I think you'll see uh, another one, possibly. Who? I think Jace is doing a bunch of rounds. Not oh, all of them, but okay. I think Jace is doing a chunk of them. And uh, Brandon Scherer, I believe, is doing all outdoors on a 450. <sighs> He'll probably be pretty, like, fantasy points. Brandon Scherer will be pretty pretty damn good, fantasy points-wise. Uh, um, all right, so thank you to the folks at ORW, and uh, that's been our, our Club MX segment on, on the show. Michael says Troll's a four. You say he's a five. Yeah, well, that's better. Uh, so thanks to the folks at OffRoadWarehouse.com. Pulpamex is the code to save with those guys. Um, all right, we got some rumors to talk about. We got Antonio Caroli coming up. We got Clinton Fowler coming up. But let's get uh, – we got a big deal to, to announce here to talk about, and it, it's really exciting. It involves the Pulpamex show. It involves the, the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championships. So uh, let's bring Scott McLemore in studio here. He's uh, – He's been waiting for us, and uh, really stoked to have Scotty Mack in studio. He is a legend in the uh, world of motorcycle TV, whether it's uh, Supercross, whether it's motocross. Uh, he's been there. He's involved in Motor World back in the day, all the Lucille stuff, of course, and uh, comes all the way to Vegas for this. Uh, appreciate it. Bring your mic a little closer, Scotty. Got it right. Uh, Welcome to the show, man. Thanks for coming in. Thank you, man. It's been a long time, but we got some big announcements. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we do. You uh, you were in a long time ago, so Kenny Watson days. Yeah, uh, uh, about what seven years ago, dude. I mean, it yeah, feels like yeah. I know Aaron Kennard. You know, was talking with uh, with uh, Bob Pattison back in the day, and uh, we're like, hey, let's just you guys yeah. go shoot a show with yeah. with Steve and see how it goes. So you and came up, you brought some GoPros, we set some stuff yep. up, we did like a pilot. We did a whole little pilot, yeah. put it together, but yeah. I think the timing at that time was not well, right. If, you, if our listeners remember, <laughs> that was a time of Lambos. Yeah. I was pretty yeah. sure. Oh, yeah, the Lambo. Are we back yeah. on track? I was Lambos? pretty sure for getting a la- I was getting a Lambo. A friend wants to know. <laughs> uh, 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 back We're then. With the Lambo. Uh, now, can you get in a Lambo now? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, think, I think I can. <laughs> I don't know. So we're super stoked to announce the guys on MAV-TV, obviously uh, carrying all the, uh, the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross races uh, this summer. We know about that. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But we are joining. The Pulp MX Show is joining the Two for Tuesday lineup. It'll be all two-wheeled every Tuesday evening on MAV-TV, on the TV, and on the MAV-TV app as Correct. well. So you can, if you don't get MAV-TV, you can get it on the app or vice versa. Uh, uh, you're putting uh, an hour-long Pulp MX Show on. You got it. Unbelievable. 
Super hour, Bowl. starting at four o'clock um, yeah. Eastern, and then we're going to repeat later your show before. So basically, the way we're going to do it, we want we love motorcycles. Yeah, all motorcycle racing that's out there. Um, we'll start off with your show, then we'll go into the four motos from Saturday into yep. that Tuesday. And then after that, we're going to do a at, on-site a post-game or like a post-race show. Yeah. And then uh, we'll do probably that half hour. And then we go to other racing that we have. Yeah. You know, we're doing Moto America. You know, we, we're doing, uh, let's see, like the arena cross. In, yeah. And uh, I'm just going through a few things here on my list. But, I mean, you name it. Yeah. Motorcycle. Motorcycle two wheels, yeah. We're heavily yeah. involved in motorcycle yeah. racing. Which has been that way for a long time. Matt yeah. TV's been involved in the Nationals forever. Now you're picking up uh, one channel, one spot. Right. But, Marks, we are hitting the big time. <laughs> <coughs> we are? We are the big time now. Oh, yeah, this yeah, is this amazing. Is, it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Talon, congratulations. You may as well put a ring on your chick's finger, because we're <laughs> we're looking up, bro. Still a little early for we're that. We're looking sure. up. Yeah. No, no, you are gonna be uh, on. I'll take the Lambo first. <laughs> Come on, I want are, the Lambo. You are gonna be on Mav TV. Come on, six time. Yeah, <laughs> I want the red one. Okay. And, and Marks, I'll, Court, I'll take a green one. You're already married, but yep. Tell Courtney. Yep. The the the, the path to, to the to, to the golden parachute has been set off i know and Scotty we, just laughing and we are on the road yeah, here, here's steve's head now right oh, uh, just, bigger. so uh for people, it was already there i know, I know. <laughs> uh, uh this is awesome i'm really stoked to do this and and, and we're gonna be on tv and and you're gonna be able to watch a best of uh yep. and uh, of the show of this monday night show the next night uh so people can catch it there i think it's gonna expose yep. our show to a whole new audience exactly. of people and i think it's gonna uh, really help us out i'm stoked to be partners with mav and we're and, stoked and, to have you guys yeah. along because, like I said, it's been seven years. Yeah, think about that. Seven and then we came back around. You yeah, know, at some like point last year. Yeah, at it some was point like last year we I talked. kind of wanted again. Yeah, yep. and then it didn't happen. Yeah, and then finally, I'll, I'll give credit out to you know Bob Dillner and Jen. They worked really hard uh, at making this happen. Yeah, like I said, we we want motorcycle racing on Map TV. We want a home for it yeah. because, again, you guys know my history, but a lot of people out there listening for the first time for, from me don't realize that you know when we started this thing many many moons ago in the 80s yeah um you know the networks that we dealt with you know all the way up to espn espn2 uh they just never it was always stick and ball i think you guys realize that the ratings are, are way higher than what we're doing and we kind of yeah. got shoved around yeah you know it might be like what we were doing what sometimes a week two week turnaround yeah. finally with abc show yeah uh we got on the next day ratings were off the roof i think it was the highest rated uh, supercross that ever happened and then um after that it just you're always getting bumped yeah it just seems like especially like i got me and uh ryan king and and uh blair we sit around the house and we watch supercross and everything we just got to keep flipping channels or obviously you can go to the peacock app and watch yeah. you know watch the whole race but we like to go like buffalo wild wings hang out with our buddies you know drink a few beers and yeah. just have fun and watch the races like fans. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's going to be nice and easy for fans to do that this summer. Yeah. Be really good. Now I, I uh, we made you a little bit like a, of a, like a sizzle reel. Okay. Cause, cause well, we, first of all, Aaron is a fan of the show. Aaron Kennard yes. works at Luke's oil. You yeah. are, well, you and I go way back. I yep. get all that, but you had to show like really respectable people at Lucas oil. Yes. The show. Yes. How'd that go? Hey, we were good. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, hey, look at these guys. It's like, uh, you know, we have to change the name over there, I think. Uh, yeah. TV, fix but, that you know. up. <laughs> I can't uh, say it. Uh, Michael Lindsay, you're going to be, this is going to be a test show, but we're going to take things out of this show. So you're going right. to be on the show number one. You got it. Like, you're going to be part. one question. Yeah. Okay. When you're pitching stuff to Lucas Oil, how many ideas were there on the list before Steve's show? 
Uh, uh, now, <laughs> believe it or not, uh, we needed shoulder programming. To sh- you know, <laughs> we're, two, I put it, we're shoulders. We're shoulder I programming. Know, shoulder programming. <laughs> yeah, you hear that? We're shoulder Ray, programming. Because I mean, when you watch, you know, Map TV and, yeah. and Map TV Plus or app, uh, it's a lot of racing. Yeah, and we're looking yeah. for more shows yeah. like this. I mean, I, I'm excited. This that, is great. Know, we're finally working together. Yeah, and uh, it's just like now all the stuff sprouting out, and now you see James Stewart coming out of. Yeah, he's coming out of the woodworks. Yeah. You yeah. know, and and watch his show too. Right. And uh, I just love it, you know, because we learn right. a lot. It's not just about the racing. Yep. It's after the races, you know, talking to Jet Lawrence today. Yeah. The fans calling in, the kids calling yep. in. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's really good. It's been really, really good. I just want you to know, Scotty, that, like, nothing – like, I know you're, you're got, we got 20 episodes coming yeah. up on MAV-TV yep. and MAV-TV+. Plus. And you guys are paying us a little bit of money to do that. But I just want you to know, like, you can't – you're not going to take away – my journalistic credibility. You're just not. I will not sell out. He will not sell. I will not sell out. Mav TV, Mav TV Plus. Take your remote, put it on Mav TV, and break the remote. Never change another channel, but you're not going to take my integrity from me. No, no. Right. I can't I be bought. Not, we will not, not be bought. I, will not I cannot buy be bought. What do you think? What do you think? I, cannot, I cannot be bought. Uh, Clearly. Uh, so this uh, is a man of integrity, uh, uh, top to bottom. Yes, thank you. I'm fallible. I'm fallible. <laughs> I'm glad Michael Lindsay knows. Uh, uh, hold on, my uh, broker's on too. Um, so uh, also, um, uh, uh, we did a video a few years back. Of course, our listeners will know this called uh, "Finding Stu." Okay. We went to Florida and uh, we tried to find Stu, and there was a listener of our show named Adam Pancake. It, that's not his name, but I don't know what his real name is. It's, we just call him Pancake. It's like Pancake or yeah, something. Yeah, whatever. Well, we so he's Pancake. So um, uh, uh, we recruited him just on a cold call okay. to help us out with the Finding Stu video. He did a tremendous job. He, he literally went to school for video editing and, and all, all that stuff, video building. He works uh, at a very big corporation that has a mouse for a mascot. Not cannot give any names away. And uh, so anyways... Pancake is going to be the one building our shows for MAV-TV. So I want to thank Adam for doing that. He's going to be the, the guy working yep. with Marks. They're, they're going to be in tandem to, uh, to put the best of our show up. So we'll have uh, 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 you know, a couple of interviews, a couple yep. of bench racing stuff between the co-hosts, and we'll make you laugh. We'll yeah. try, to, try to entertain you. And, uh, yeah, I'm really looking it forward is, to it. I will say as much as I joke about the list ideas, it is cool you talk about. We watch – on these these primetime sports networks, all the stick and ball sports, and they all have all these after shows, these pre shows, these yeah. like yeah. no show break it down all week. And it went from okay, they had one or two to now it's just like you can literally find endless hours to watch about UFC, about right. basketball, about baseball. You say to me like there is nothing from yep. Moto like this. Yep. yep. No, it's it's like it's, there was little segments and right, some right. of the stuff you guys did, like the world show and, and Wintel and stuff like that, but to actually have a dedicated show, Steve. Yep. You're Steve breaking down barriers. Yeah. yeah. No, we're the dedicated show. You're leading yeah. the future. Yeah. Who knew? This janky podcast yep. it, it, radio it's, show. It's amazing. We had uh, we had uh, uh, Sean and, uh, uh, and Shannon. Shannon Shannon come in. By. Yep. And they helped us with some lights and uh, and we got some new studio stuff yep. and like we're really stepping up here. Oh yeah. You know. So Michael Lindsay's in studio. It's really incredible. I like the new place, by the way. Yeah, thank you. The other place was a little smaller seven years <laughs> yeah. ago, but now ah, a lot of room. It's close to the it's same. Just, you know, yeah. It just feels so much more open. Taller. Those big ceilings. Yeah, the and big ceilings it's, it's and all the new Basically stuff the same got. square footage. <laughs> wow, no, not to the one you were at. You went to the very first <laughs> yes, house. Yes, 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 the very first yes, house. Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm a parent to the other one. So. <laughs> uh, uh, really looking forward to this. This is going to be great. Yeah. Uh, and again, the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championships, all the motos. On uh, on live on MAV TV and MAV TV app, and you can get the archives on there as well. So if you want to watch it later on down the road, yeah. 
Uh, looking forward to that. Uh, you can. It's a subscription on the app, right? If you don't, yep. yes. Yeah. Uh, for monthly, is six ninety nine. Yep. And then for yearly, and the the reason I say the yearly, we do over one hundred sixty five live races. Not only do we do motocross, but we're doing dirt late model, chili bowl, Knoxville nationals. Uh, you know, sprint yep. cars, drag racing. We do it. We got it all. Yeah. And you know, we lost Speed Channel a few years back, and then there was nothing to replace uh, all motorsports network. Forrest Lucas and Charlotte and Morgan and Katie, they all kind of got together and said, you know what, we're missing motorsports. Yep. I mean, we used to have, if you remember, like uh, some MMA fighting and different stuff and movie night, but this is dedicated 24-7 yeah. on the network, nothing but motorsports, and you know what? Motorcycles are number one in our heart. Uh, yeah. That's what we're doing. Yeah, so. well, right, and you want to talk about motorcycles, and, and uh, uh, you – Whew, Scotty, Long you, time. you, uh, I'm an old man now. dude, you, you, so you were involved with Moto World with the Spain and, yep. uh, and Larry Myers yep. and you did the supercross and motocross stuff when we were on ESPN yep. way back in the day. Uh, you have seen some things in our industry. I tell you, <laughs> I wish I was, could fast forward life and be young then start now Yeah, because the technology, everything we have now, yeah. we didn't have back then. You were like mailing tapes overnight, right? I guess. No, like, not really. No, like okay. for, I'll give you just a quick example. Yeah. Like motocross, say like uh, we had 15 cameras out there. Yep. I had them specially build me a shelf. And every time you see a camera cut, that was putting into the player, do the recorder, take it out. And that would take anywhere. I'd start at like four o'clock in the morning, put some good tunes on, and I had Tavi Peacock. She was doing the two fifty or the one twenty five show. Uh -huh. And I'd say we got we race each other, and I think it was about one or two in the afternoon. We get done with just the first moto from and four we, in the morning, four in the morning until about one or two in the afternoon. You get done with a moto. Get done with a moto, and then we had to do it all over again the next day. So we're exhausted, and we're going to the races. Yeah, and you're and traveling we had to do the voiceover yep. at the show. Yep. But nowadays, you know, the dream that I'd always had, and I talked to Davey Coombs about it, you know, when we were kids, was like. We're going to supercross and motocross are going to be live. I'm yeah. telling you. Yeah. Because Bill West, uh, I'll tell a funny story about Bill West. We were in the Dallas airport and uh, I had the passion, you know. And Bill, he's a promoter. Uh, I don't know if a lot of people know Bill, yeah. but he did all the. He did races forever. He did yeah. race forever in the Southeast, Atlanta, supercross, whatever. And it's like, Scott, it's nothing but a dirt sport. Okay. It's just a dirt sport. Mm -hmm. And, you know, people enjoy it. But it's never going to be where you want it to be with NASCAR and yeah, all that. Yeah. We're just not there. Yeah. And now look at it many years later. Yeah. Fast forward, we're live. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's great. It's and I just fantastic. love being all on one network. That's right. the main thing. And uh, we will have three NBC shows, so everyone knows. Uh, yep. Uh, Four fifty. Some of the first moto. I think it was uh, Denver, uh, Redbud, and Southwick. I can, think can we three. can we talk about the announcers yet or no? Yes. We can't. Yes. So let's yeah, really right. cool idea for fiftieth year of the motocross nationals. Yes, Michael, 50 I don't years. Do that. So yep. they're, what they're doing is Wygant's can unfortunately Wygant's still the 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 play by play I'm guy. Good with that. Yeah. Wygant's awesome. No, no, he, he needs to get. You guys give him crap. He, he needs to get cut right away. But no. so Wygant's <laughs> still there. But in honor of the fifty years, yeah. they're gonna have a rotating panel of color analysts. So okay. Carmichael's doing three of them. Fro will be there. Uh, McGrath, uh, Villapoto, McGrath, Brock Dunge, Glover. Glover. James Stewart. Yeah, James Stewart. James no Stewart. way. He yes. apparently is all in, James man. Stewart's yeah, all in. Yeah, he is all in, from what I yep. hear. Bailey? Yeah. Bailey will and be at Bailey the last, Paul, at, I believe. Hopefully at the last Ooh. one. I know he's got some injuries. Uh, David, yeah. if you're listening, yep. hope you're healing up with the shoulder. But, yeah. Uh, but no, James Stewart. Uh, um, and, and, yeah. so, and Jason yeah. Thomas is the pit reporter. That's right. JT, what? the yes. pit reporter. 
Yes. Oh. For nine of the 12. And then Will will yeah. do the NBC shows yeah. still. And RC, yeah. and, you know, RC do the three yep. NBC shows. Yep. But So how's that for a little... For a hey, little, what do you think, yeah. JT, man? This... This this doesn't exist anymore. Show five hundred. You got yeah, the show. Yeah. JT's JT reporter. James Stewart's on the yeah. TV. Well, did you I got your own race? You got your own race. Your staircase when I got here. Your own race. I fall down the Listen, staircase when I got here. We are on TV. Pulp MX show. <laughs> like TV. It's amazing. Marks, can we handle this? Are we going to be good at this? Uh, you got any sound effects over there? To be determined. <laughs> yeah. To be yeah. Determined. I'm scared. How many yeah. of the drops can't yeah. be used on TV? <laughs> Dude, trust yeah. me. I've been, I've been light on drops all night because I I, I just know this <laughs> has afraid. to be used. Oh, but, you're fired. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's go. just go for it. Yeah. Hey, listen, pancake, on TV, that's just anything bleep. we do. Anything we do, Pancake has to make us look good. So who cares? It's on him. It Fair doesn't enough. matter. Yep. Are you yeah. paying him enough to do that? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, after after the Lambo. Does he uh, understand yeah. what he has signed up for? Uh, yeah, Does this is, anybody? So the TV package no. be great yeah, uh, this TV summer, gonna really and, and uh, it's going to be awesome. I'm looking forward to all of that. Uh, hey, so you worked with, well, Despain. Yep. Myers. Bob Barsha. Bob Barsha. Art Ekman. Ekman. And Dave Reef. And, and Dave Reef at the end. Dave yeah, was I don't there. remember Dave, but okay. Yeah. And, and um, like to me, and I know everyone has their favorite, kind of based on like where you, how old you are and what right. era was you're mm-hmm. watching. Nothing says moto to me like Dave, uh, Dave Despain. Yeah, I just Dave think was great. Dave was. I mean, Larry Myers is great. Yep, but they Dave Despain. I Despain mean, go was, on and do wind tunnel and yeah, all the yeah. races. I mean, that guy. He, he was working with the Chili Bowl. Yeah, had him the Grand Marshal of the race. And yeah, Dave just has a way to to the fans. You know what I'm saying? He just grabbed a glass of water. So here's a cheer to the fans out there for watching, and you yeah. know, and just people really take that. Yeah, in, yeah. You know? Uh, what about Art? Why was it working with Art? Art ran a loose program, didn't he? Yeah, but I liked that. <laughs> I liked that. The times were the 90s. Yeah, yeah. But how and, loose? Uh, are we talking GL loose? Or? No, 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 GL loose. no, 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 not GL loose. <laughs> Scotty's like, no. can we get GL back for one moto? Yeah, uh. yeah. But uh, Art was uh, the thing that he had. Like David Bailey and I would sit there and listen teases in the show. Sings the first on thing, sings on sings. He on would sings. just go. You know, he'd had that low voice, and then the hair would just stand up on your arms mm-hmm. when he read it. You yeah. know, I wish I could put a little more bass in the weeds. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The but the the, 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 but the bar to bar. Yeah. You know? oh, I mean, yeah. bar to bar down the yeah. back street. I mean, you got excited. No, yeah. his, his voice was his was voice iconic. Yeah, up. absolutely. And like the only thing, like I remember, like uh, Bailey Art would start off, and he'd have his binoculars later in the years, and he's looking to see who got the whole shot. Yeah. So meanwhile, you know, he's going in, so and so, and I got the whole shot, and he's. But then he kept watching the race in binoculars, not the TV. <laughs> so we're always like, yeah. Dave is yeah, like, the, look the, at the, the TV. The number one rule and of, of broadcasting is, is sit down, Art. You talk about what's on the TV. Talk about what's on the TV. Yes. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, and and um, you know, there was a time in the early 90s where Despain and Myers did it both. Yes. Together. Yes. Like, that was like a super team, right? Yeah. We didn't even have an analyst. It was oh, those two guys. It, yeah. was, it was awesome days. Yeah. And like I said, Larry Myers, uh, I saw Larry at uh, Red Bud this year. Yeah. It was good catching up with him. I haven't seen him in years. And I, I and I remember you like so I started in '96. Okay, uh, you know you were already well into your career by then. I, you were the guy running around, but like getting interviews mm-hmm. of riders and mechanics, kind of like for filler. Like you'd right. be like, "Hey, you know, Jeremy or whoever, we're gonna sit down, let's do this mm-hmm. for five minutes, stand up yep. interview by the truck or the bike, right. and then we're gonna package that, and it'll be the in moto thing." You know what right. I mean? I think that was kind of was that like your. Uh, I don't want to say idea, but your um, hey Scott, you go talk to people who you think that would make 
is that kind of right. what they I mean, you, you know, yeah. we come up with a with a concept. You know, we'd we'd meet and talk every yeah. week. And uh, I think back then it was Art, David, Davy Coombs, Marty Reed was yeah. part of the show. And uh, we just come up with ideas, and then I would execute a plan. Yeah. you know, for the race that. Yeah, night. let's go talk to Jeremy here or exactly. this guy or whatever, right? Speaking of JT, then as a pit report, yep. so I'm, I'm a huge F1 fan. You get a lot of great. Um, do the radio systems, you know, they'll get team managers, um, different crew members on uh, for quick questions and stuff. I feel like I go back to some of the old telecasts and the pit mm-hmm. reports a lot more often with grab mechanics or team managers. Any chance to see more of that? Do you think JT, I mean, JT's got enough of a repertoire and pull. You think JT will be able to maybe guess a little more of that? Yeah, I, yeah. Th- I think what happens is the pit reporters tell the director, Bondo, yep. hey, uh, if there's something going on, on the track, I got this guy's mechanic to tell us, you know, so yep. You're right in the sense of like Will Christian or Kristen Beat may not know everybody or feel comfortable enough right. to to know what's going on to who yeah. to talk to. Where JT's like, right. well, if that rider broke, then I know that's the team manager, and yeah, you know right. what I mean. And so, hey, we should let's go to him. So that, I think that is the that's something yeah. that you know I, I think we need to bring more in to the show because I remember back in the day, I remember I always had like Chad, yeah. Chad Watts and all the guys. Uh, me, yeah. me, you, I got interviewed we, like three or four. We times. interviewed everybody yeah. back in the day. Hey, come on, don't make it. it sound like everybody was, got it. It was no, a, no, but I'm saying we did. Was and, it there one where you're on TV and there was somebody else's who <laughs> said your name was? Yes, yeah, the the 2000, <laughs> 2000 high point, my national win. Right. They Kelly's mechanic got fired uh, before the season started. But, you know, the press kit had this guy as, as the mechanic, right? Yeah. <laughs> so the interview on TV, it was interview me, but they just took the mechanic's name from the press kit, right? Oh, and, no. and it was – so it was another guy's name. <laughs> there I was, everybody. It's yeah. like – Yep. It's not Steve. No. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. hey, when this show airs, I see you show this is where I started. Here's yep. where I'm at now. Yeah, 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 they yeah. didn't know my name then? Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah, no, um, but, yeah, I'd like to see more of that too, like – emotional in-race stuff about like hey what'd you think of that move that guy just took out your rider or hey that you right. put your that yeah. bike's getting pushed off what happened or you know what i mean that kind of like we're going right to the pits for yeah. that i like that yeah. too i agree with you You know what yeah. i liked uh, the best moment uh, you had skip norfolk on the show with jeremy and yeah and um the time uh, it's all on youtube you can go back into st louis it was when jeremy was on a street 96 yeah and we I, we just basically put a microphone right here to listen to Skip talk to him because Skip always yep. talked to him prior to race. Yep, and I, it was just magic that night. I don't know. It just the audio was clear. You could hear him talking. Don't let him get in your head. Blah blah blah. You know, twenty laps. Let's do this. You know, and I think you felt it. You know, mm-hmm. you felt from from the mechanic to the rider standpoint mm-hmm. of what he was doing. You know, and um, we need to bring that back. You're right. That'd be so. fantastic. I think that's a lot of people like um, the Moto Spy um, stuff that Rebels done is very similar. Mm-hmm. You see. And, uh, and F1 Drive to Survive, but a lot of people love that little stuff. And it's funny, is it doesn't have to be a separate series. Like I said, there's there's the ability to get that in on the uh, the TV cast. I, I, there's something I'd I like to stuff. work on, like I yeah. said, like what the F1, what they did yeah. there. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. All no, the behind and, the you know, and, and yeah, no, th- When something yeah. goes on, they go right to Toto Wolf or they mm-hmm. go right to yeah. Christian Horner. Yep. That's the kind of stuff that I think is great for us. Right. Now, now, not everybody wants to get on uh, on camera so you know yeah, be careful yeah. with that but yeah again i think a lot of that, that's why i'm hoping with jt i think a lot of it has to do with the person because on the tv on like the f1 stuff a lot of times it's been um will bucks and i can't remember the one main presenter that's been a driver they have really good relationships with those team managers so you can just tell it's a lot yeah. easier for them yeah. to yeah, which jt reach out and get that. them that yeah. question yeah. too so that's again what i'm saying no and nothing against well christian or some of the the people have done it recently i just know they they haven't been in our environment where right. jt knows everybody up yeah. and down yeah. that yeah that uh again pulp mx one hour on tuesday it's amazing, it's great, man. An hour on Saturday, 
48 minutes. I mean, it's 20 episodes we're going to do. It's amazing. It's just great. Michael Lindsay, you're going to be part of show kind of one. Yeah, maybe we're looking somewhere in there. You'll be in there. Uh, uh, really excited to to have that. It's super cool. Uh, let's get to the phone lines because this gentleman's, this gentleman's probably calling in to try to get a raise. <laughs> oh, shit. That's David Bradshaw's bike I just fucked up. Dark side, what's up? How are you? I'm doing good. Doing good. I got a couple questions for uh, for Mr. Scotty. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. All right. Well, you mentioned the Chili Bowl and Knoxville Nationals. I, I, I grew up a big sprint car guy. Yep. So if I subscribe to this monthly and or yearly, that's part of the package? Or is that like – because a lot of times those are big races and not, you have to maybe pay extra, I thought. Right. We're on MAB TV. Uh, and, again, for the uh, Chili Bowl and for the Knoxville Nationals. Um, you know, every year it's year to year kind of thing. We work out the schedule. What we normally do the TV shows for the main event. Like we'll start in like the C's, B's, and then go to the A. And then Knoxville, we do a whole hour show of that. So, nice. uh, but, okay. but, but on the MAP TV plus, uh, another streaming service does do that for the track. Um, so we, we air it afterwards, you know, on our MAP TV that's right. That's right. So, Mr. Guida here does our our wrap up show every yep. every yep. every week. So he's a Pulpabex employee. Um, yep. So you know you know what, uh, Dark Side, if you play your your cards right, you know you you, you maybe get on the TV show, maybe, just maybe. Hey, me and Ro- me and Roto were me and Roto Moto were wondering what our percentage bonus is for this you know new deal. Wow, parents <laughs> fees. Oh. They're already look at look at the the, the minions are already <laughs> rattle. Oh, yeah. I just want to make it known I have I mean, not asked for a I would say the time. two that are in here studio, they're working. Well, I haven't heard a peep out of them about it. I mean, some Lambo color Talon's in trouble. It's coming. I'm Talon's you, in trouble because his, yeah. his, his chick just heard about how he wants a Lambo before the ring. Yeah. So he's in trouble right now. <laughs> right. I, I made the wrong choice. <laughs> but it's coming. Clearly. Like I said, Steve, they'll, yeah. they'll be getting Yeah, no, I know. I know. Yeah, listen, listen, everybody. Just calm down, okay? <laughs> I'm actually paying Mav, okay? I'm not making any money on this deal, all right? So just... <laughs> Just, yeah. just know that, okay. all right? That's not true. Right. <laughs> bullshit. That's bullshit. Well, Steve, uh, uh, I'm not going to ask for a dollar. I'll just be thank here. Thank you, Michael. Michael <laughs> Lindsay, always you. my we friend, always there. Uh, uh, but, yeah, so, uh, uh, Jamie, when are you going out to California? Uh, the weekend after Salt Lake City. Oh, okay. I thought it was coming up. All right, yeah. so you're going out with Kiefer. Yeah, three and, weeks. Yeah, three yeah. Weeks. And, uh, and uh, you're going to ride your YZ250. And that I am. Yeah, and, and no pony. No pony. No pony, man. It's uh, not high and tight exactly, but high and tight for me. Yeah, yeah. We gave this guy a, a motorcycle for cutting his ponytail off. Are you kidding? No. Yeah, a, tell a, me a story. A brand new motorcycle. Just to cut, I he mean, had cut pony, it off for the motorcycle. Yeah, because yeah. we were like, dude, the pony's disgusting. You look like a loser. <laughs> cut it off. Because he's been growing it since yeah, 1995. Exactly. How long did it go down? How long uh, was well, it? He, no, he trimmed it a couple times, so it was oh, only okay. mid, mid-back. That's pretty long. Yeah. That's like the old days of the mullet, remember? Yeah, that? yeah. I, I, I all had mullets I, absolutely. at one time. So, um, yeah, it uh, it should be great, Dark Side. I'm looking forward to being on Math TV and Math TV Plus. Where Good is for you, the man? Pony. What? Where is the pony? It's Kiefer. Kiefer's got it. I Kiefer, gave it Kiefer. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm not I heard it traveled a little. It did travel. <laughs> it wanted to stay here for a while. I'm like, no, it's not not, not, not going on. So, uh, <laughs> I'm not. Okay, go ahead. I'm not positive he still has it because I've heard. I know he was trying to give it away to like a listener or like some. He's trying to get rid of it, which is bullshit. That is bullshit for sure. Yeah, he uh, he was all about that pony. Last time I heard, he yeah. was going to raise money for charity with it. 
Your your mullet or something like that. Your pony is gonna raise charity for money for charity. Jesus, I can't even talk. There we go. Dark, dark side. Were you a Moto World guy? Were you like a Moto World? Dude, oh, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Loved it. Yeah. Yep. And Mark, you, fantastic. You, your dad, your parents told you that you used to. They were they would record Moto World, and if you didn't watch it, you would throw a fit. Yeah, when I was younger, and and this is something they told me a long time ago yeah. before I knew the Mav TV thing was going to be a thing, and yeah. Scotty was going to be involved. Right. But they told me I used to cry if I didn't get to watch Motor World before bed. And I, so they would have to put it on and let me watch it. It was recorded on VHS and let me watch it before bed or, the, or I would just cry all night. Oh, my God. VHS. Yep. I'm thinking about Back in the, yeah. the day. The day setting a timer. Yep. Uh, Motor yeah, what, great. Uh, so last one. What, uh, for me, what, what petition do we got to sign here to get Dave in the booth for a race? Mm. Dave, Dave, Dave to Spain? Or? Yeah. Dave said his hearing's going, right? He's losing some hearing, I thought Just he said. Just a little bit. I, oh, okay. He, was, he worked for us yeah. towards the end for his yeah. last job. That's why he said he couldn't do and that, that. And he said, I just, because yeah. a lot of times, you know, it's it's hard, you know, because there's loud noises yeah. Yeah. and to hear. But yeah. but no, like I said, Dave Dave's first class all the way. Where does Dave uh, live in? Where does he live? He's in Atlanta. Atlanta? And yep, where does uh, Larry Myers live? Larry, I think he told me Ohio. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's where, yeah he's from Ohio. He's from there. Remember High Point back in the Yep, that's right. He was high point it. guy, right? Yeah, Originally. That's uh, also on the line here, too. Uh, it's Pancake. What's up, Pancake? Producer Pancake What's going on, to boy? you. Producer What's going Pancake. On? Are you, are you going to be able to turn this thing around for these Mav TV guys? Uh, good God, please do it. Please be able to you do know, it. You I, know, I think I think we can make it happen. You know, I'm actually busy at work right now. I'm taking notes. I'm making lower thirds. I mean, we're, we're working hard over here. But I don't know what lower you know, thirds no. means. Is that good, Scotty? That's good. Okay, yeah. That's good. Lower thirds. Let's do it. That's good. But, it's going to be working listen, all night. Dark, dark side's calling in one in a cut of this. He's not even doing any of this work. No, I mean, no. Yeah, sharing yeah, all no, this yeah. money around the room. Listen, listen. There's, there's no sharing of any money. I get it all. Okay. I thought you were paying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, how the story uh, changes. Mark. Mark Chases by the minute. I oh, Mark's in you. Be the ones in the Lambo. Oh, okay. All right, Mark's in you. Are gonna are gonna are uh, gonna start a revolt, a Pulp MX revolt. Listen, a joy ride through the through the. They street. don't even. There was need only it. one man seven years ago here with Scotty when he was setting up GoPros, making a pilot. Yeah, and it was me. That's All right. right, you Watson oh, and Ted Watson. And, Let's yeah. and Aaron Kennard. Yeah, and Aaron yeah. Kennard. And right, Aaron right. Kennard. Oh, and uh, I don't know if that was Gibbs or if that was Pete. What was that? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know Seven years ago, I feel like it would have been Gibbs. Might have been, been Gibbs. This yeah. is my sixth year. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Long time. Uh, yeah, you're yeah Pancake, me. you're you're in charge of cutting this. And as as I as we talked to the Mav TV people, including Scotty the other day, like you're such a Moto fan, you're such involved in this. Yeah. I know you're going to be great because you're going to know what's interesting, what's funny, what's going to you know get people talking, you know. And so it's nice to have a guy like yourself that's like into the sport so much, you know. So well, well, I appreciate you trusting me, and uh, you know I'm honored to be a part of this, a part of the Pulp Legacy, and it's just crazy to me to like think that like. From finding Stu, you know that yeah. was like four years ago at this right. point, and uh, just from a phone call in, and and just definitely want to thank Scott, uh, Scotty, and everyone else at Mav TV for for believing in the Pulp Empire, and uh, I think I think this is going to be awesome, man. I think it's like you said, there's a, a whole audience of people I think that might not even watch the show that that don't have time to watch the entire show. I mean, mm -hmm. it's like a five hour show to, to for us to be able to consolidate this to an hour length. Uh, I think it will uh, reach a, a whole new audience, which is which is awesome. So, 
Thanks, Steve, and uh, thanks, Scotty, and, and everyone. Yeah, yeah. No, thank for, you, uh, guys. Imagine that, Pancake. Call it cold yeah. calling to be like, hey, if you need someone to film, you guys run around as a stew. I'll do it. And it went from that to this. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, uh, and Chad's house uh, and, uh, and yeah. AC's house. Yeah. I mean, it was just in fairies. I mean, it's it's crazy, man. Standing it's, uh, out by a gate. Ride, just yeah, rain. standing out by James's gate. <laughs> pretending for yeah. me, pretending to cry, calm Adam down. Yeah. Um, uh, and also, too, uh, our guy Roto is going to be involved a little bit too we we got roto on board this year he's doing our youtube stuff he's been doing yep. a great job with that uh and roto is going to be t- linked in with everybody to try to help out with this too swiss core of course too the whole pulp uh, uh um, corporation corporation yeah. we're gonna I have guess. to wow it's a corporation yeah, yeah. Hey, i think uh, four we, years we, ago you were talking about quitting the sport and now this yeah you yeah. can't quit now bro. well now can't i can't quit i got now. these You're ceilings stuck. i got these ceilings that i gotta pay for so we're gonna form a union soon. I oh, think. easy on that! Oh, you're breaking up, Pancake. You're breaking up. You're, you're, you're breaking up. So, uh, Pancake, I tell you what. So, Steve's gonna rent the track over here, the one that does have the Lambos, just outside Vegas. Oh, yeah, there. yeah, yeah. And uh, every okay. one of y'all are gonna get to ride in. Oh, uh, there we that? go. There only, go. only hey, if sounds... do that. Only if Talon brings Yar Yar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, and Darkside, you, you're invited too, but you got to get yourself out here. So, <laughs> all right, I'm down. All right. Uh, thanks, Pancake. Right, thanks for calling in, and uh, thanks for hey. the help with this. Yep. Of course. All right. Have a good one, guys. Bye. All right. See you. Thank you. Uh, Jamie, so what is uh, yeah. what is up with the wrap-up show? Guts Racing, motor, uh, Michelin Bicycle Tire, Motorsport, and, of course, Seal Saver. What's up with the wrap-up show? Uh, Dave Drakes from Collective Experience this week and Triple J, WPS rep, coming on. All right. So Awesome. Yeah, should be a good one. All right. Uh, I do have one more question on Mav. And, uh, yeah. Are the races going to be archived? like they are now on the app yes the ones from this year will be archived perfect okay yeah. cool yeah, man go back and watch them and we're working on the other ones we hope they'll yeah. all be on there yeah, we're, I'm we're, hoping. we're working yeah. on that but um um yeah so it'll all be there what do you think jamie of the wygant with all the x racers and jts pit reporter oh that's gonna be amazing i mean yeah that's who what else could you ask for yeah, I mean, JT kills it, and yeah, all yep, the ex- yeah. yeah, that's gonna be fantastic. I'm gonna, I'm excited. Weeds, obviously, mate. Yeah, unless he's like to give him shit, he's he's the best at it. It's funny to see like JT's pit reporter. I'm gonna be on Math TV with our show, and then and then Weeds. I mean, we're 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 infiltrating. We're yeah. getting in there. Yeah, how Took how long before enough. it's not the Lucas Oil, but it's the Pulp Max? I got I <laughs> I'm getting a race this Friday in Denver. I'm getting a that's race. Right. It's it's phenomenal. Yeah, you're having absolutely. a good, having so a good week. It's 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 really you been know, phenomenal. From yeah. mechanic to janky journalist to radio show host to TV yeah. show host yeah. to race promoter yeah. to yeah, yeah, race promoter. Right, right, right. And again, I can't <laughs> philanthropist. I can't be bought. My integrity will not be bought and sold on this. Not at all. So I am. I will not be in the tank Man for, for the Mav TV. Thank you. When I think of Pulp MX, I think of integrity. Yes, I yes. like that. Yeah. Write that down. Clip, clip that. Clip that, Dark Side. Integrity Farms. Yeah. Integrity Farms. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm snapping it right now. Uh, all right, Dark Side. Thanks for calling in, man. Thank you. All right. All right. All right. See, I guess he's got it. He didn't really feel like going. Uh, Scotty McElmore here from uh, Mav TV. And uh, how long have you been working for Mav TV now? Mav TV, Lucas Oil. Yeah. Uh, about 14 years. Yeah. Almost. So went on fourteen. Did you go from where'd you go from Seals? So from Seals, I went and tried to start Time Bomb Entertainment <clears throat> at my own stuff. Okay, and then that was the bomb. Okay, <laughs> it, was, um, it was a time bomb. So then you know I was just burned out. You guys yeah, yeah. don't realize all yeah. those years I just got burned out. Yeah, I just went and did manual labor stuff. And did you really? Yeah. I loved it. Yeah, I was doing you know working on pools and right and uh, building those with my buddy Russell and 
and I just I enjoyed it. But you know, yeah. somebody called me one day and they said, "Hey, look, we need a director. Uh, it's a company out of Chicago. I think you'd love doing dirt late model and stuff." And I went on to do that, and um, and then that kind of got me into Lucas Oil because they were starting their own production department. And when we first started out, you know, we've seen the likes of the Hooters and people yeah. like that uh, start their own thing and didn't make it really. Um, but the thing is that Lucas... Hooters had an airline for a while. Oh, yeah, I remember. <laughs> and a hotel here yeah. in Vegas. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know, it just... I love the family of Lucas. Yeah. I love, I love Forrest and Charlotte. They're just... They're genuine racing people. And they're racing people that own a network, that, you know, that own a production company. And they get it. They get it. Because, you know, just like uh, Supercross Motocross, Motocross have to deal with, we... Um, we would go to a network, try to do a deal. Yeah. And uh, they go, you know, we're going to put you on late nights. We're going to do this yeah. or we're going to do that. Yeah, we're going to move you around. And or we're like, oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Or we're not going to have your show anymore. Yeah, yeah. And then you're like, what? Yeah. Well, we got money invested in that stuff. So MAP TV came along. It was a great opportunity for them to buy it and purchase that. Mm -hmm. And what they've done so far with it is great. Right. Um, you know, Bob Dillner's working on more of the lineup now. Yep. Uh, making it make sense. And like I said, the first thing we're starting off with is this two-wheel Tuesday type, yeah. you know, whole day. Right, right. Night, you know. Yeah. Uh, okay, so out of the, not counting the modern guys, your yeah. favorite rider to work with, TV purposes. Well, my hero was Bob Hanna. Yes. And then he worked in the early days yeah. with me, but I was yeah. nervous because I was a fan still he, of him. Like, yeah, he was like, so he worked for Yamaha for a while, but yeah. I think he was still doing color stuff, even while working for yeah. Yamaha, right? Like, yeah, but he was uh, he was just Bob Hanna. He yeah. was working on the ESPN. And then, yeah. was he and good? Later, was he good? Yeah, Bob was good. Was he? Okay. Yeah, yeah I, I didn't really get a read on him. Like, I've often watched No, but the no, shows, Bob but. was good. But, you know, the thing I liked about Bob, he just told it like it was. Yeah. He didn't care. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like, no. That guy's not riding good, or this. Yeah, is, you yeah. Know, that's yeah. the way Bob was because yeah. Bob was a great rider. Uh, Holly was good for some outdoor races. Holly was really good. Holly was really yep. good. Yep. Uh, we've we've had Jim on board. Um, I don't think they get a blowjob before the main event. We've had Jim on board a few <laughs> times here on the show. You know, so <laughs> I'd fly the girls in from L.A. Boy. And... <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> What's your is. Do you have Jim Holly stories that you could share? Not okay. Nothing on the nothing no. public. I'll okay. say nothing's okay. making the show. That's uh, for no. Because Dubok, Dubok. <laughs> I would be in so so much trouble. But afterwards, we can talk about Jim he, Holly stories. Uh, Dubok had a good one yesterday or last week. Oh no, Dubok said he he won the Supercross. No, he podium. Sorry, he podium Supercross. His first ever podium. Yeah. And so he goes to the podium, does the champagne, does the interviews or whatever else. In that time, from pulling off the track to doing the podium. He got back to his box fan. Jim had closed the doors and was in there with 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 somebody, his friend. And he said it was like, I, it was ten minutes. Jim was in the race. Jim was a man. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't I don't know how to tell you that he was the man. I felt like he was a good announcer too. And he really, was a really great good. announcer. Yeah. He did a really yeah. good job yeah. doing all those shows. You know, like he was like the, the opposite radio. of Bailey. Like David was analytical, right. thoughtful, broke it down. Yep. Holly brought the excitement and the yeah. the mm -hmm. the. Uh, the, the, he was know, very thorough. Yeah, you know, I, very thorough about what he was explaining. Yeah. I really wish Race Day Live had Holly back. Do you? Yeah, I tried to watch him the other day. Uh, um, yeah, I'm okay. Uh, yeah, Jim was great uh, for sure. I felt like Jim and Daniel did the same thing though. So yeah. if you're gonna bring Jim in, I don't. He's great, but have a host that can throw it to Jim and just be the story guy. Jim and Daniel were too much to me. Yeah, the same, uh, the same uh, yeah. guy. They're yeah. ex-racers yep. breaking things down, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. I, I wanted to see more of like, hey, Jim, 
I'm going to set this up for you on a tee. You you knock it up. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's all where I'm at with that. And now, and then for a while, Blair was hosting with throwing it to Dan Hubbard, and that didn't work. So you know, Mm-mm. Daniel's now gym spot, right? right. So um, yeah, yeah. We I absolutely love uh, Jim Holly. So okay, so Hannah was your hero, but what? I mean, I like working with Davey because again, yep. Davey and I have respected Davey and uh, with Racer X Magazine and everything. He started that on his own and. You know, think about that for a moment. Davey was going up against big magazines. Yeah, oh, yeah. A lot of money. Yeah. He was a he high torque guys. Small. High torque guys. When they was doing a high torque, was exactly. huge. Yep. Yeah. And and Davey was the cool factor. Yeah. I mean, that was the whole thing. We all hung out with Davey yeah. or, you know. And, well, remember and the racing was, paper, right? You remember yes, that? I remember the racing paper. Uh, that was, when I, when I was a mechanic, the racing paper was out. Yeah. You didn't give a shit about MXA. You wanted to read no. the racing paper. Exactly. You really did, yeah. Because Davey was inside. Yeah. I mean, it's the whole thing. And I'm hoping, you know, the first thing, like Carrie Coombs said when we got in the meeting, she goes, look, fresh sheet of paper. See? Nothing on it. Yeah. That's what we want to do. We want to think new, out of the box, yeah. and that that's where the uh, the coming up with the different racers. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, wow, that was pretty cool, yeah. Carrie. You know, yeah. Carrie did a great job of that. And then it's not just that, right? You know, it's like like I'm saying the shoulder programming that we're creating. Yep. You know, I love like I respect uh, Troy Adamitis. Yeah, dude, when he yep. came on the scene, yeah, it was like you're watching a freaking movie. You yeah. know, and you're just yep. like. Oh. That looked good, but it was kind of like the Formula One thing. But yep. we got to somehow down the road get in that Formula One and get you know like uh, more more of a movie. I'd love to see, and I've told uh, Doug Cabrera this. He does the Supercross yep. TV. Yep. I've told I Doug, Doug this. Like, I don't know how you do it if you put it on YouTube or you put it on the app or Bath TV. I'd love to see a thirty-minute, hour-long post-race breakdown. Yeah. Of getting some analysts and getting Wygan or somebody yep. else to host it, get some riders in from the race. Yep. Come on board the, the for fifteen minutes. You know, yep. like let's let's bench race the shit out of what we just yeah. saw. Yeah. Like I, I don't know. Like why don't we do that? That'd be great. Yeah. You know. So okay. I don't know. That's that's kind of what I think. Anyways, yeah. I'd like to see that. Uh, by the way, before we let Scotty go, or, or you, you want to sit in with us the rest I'll of the show? Sit in, sure. Okay. I don't know what your schedule was as far as you got to go. No, I'm with you. Uh, and actually, Clinton Fowler uh, is coming up, which uh, he works for Supercross uh, TV, too. Okay. But before we get into Clinton, uh, Darkseid is back, a.k.a. Jamie. Uh, that wasn't long. Jamie, so, <laughs> l- listen, man, I heard there was some... Race Tech rant. My, yeah, go ahead. Race Tech rant. You, let's, let's have it. Well, this is for me and Lindsay. Uh, Pulp 22 to save. Race tech, but uh, yeah, the press conference, man, you kind of this guy just ruined it. This guy sitting in front of us just ruined it. Okay, so listen, bro, I I was talking to Sean today, and as I understood it, I just thought the press conferences went until nobody had questions anymore. Oh, no, it shut down. Yeah, I didn't know that 20 and 15, I think 20 for the 450s, 15 minutes for the 250s. So Sean comes to me and goes, Who's here from Racer X? and I go, Just me, and he goes, Well. Then I'll see you at the press conference, you know, as the Racer X representative. And I'm like, and they're, they're in person now. The first yeah. race that they were in person, they've yeah. been on Zoom forever. Yep. So I go there, and I'm like, okay, because I can't go in the pits, right? Because I've got to be there for Racer X, and I understand that. And Sean gives me the mic, and uh, and then I said, well, if I'm going to get the mic, I got it first, like as if I was, you know, important or something. Okay, I'm going to ask all three questions. And, Scotty, I didn't know, but I guess these guys on Zoom were like, uh-huh? Like, well, th- like you and then Joseph Allen doubled down and did the same thing. We're like, well, there goes everything we're be allowed to ask tonight. Oh, uh, man. My bad, Dark Side. I mean, like you know five, what? Like, I was at the race, split. so I get the rewards for Everybody being at the race. Everybody likes their own stuff. Yeah. That's the one thing I've learned. Right. You, you like your stuff. And, you that's, like your and stuff. that's my, my yeah. reasoning to Feld guys is like, look, I love the press conferences. Keep them going. They're great. Yeah. I'll watch them later. 
But I want to. I don't want to come. And I'm not saying all the time, mm-hmm. but some of the time I have my own unique angle or thoughts to a race, and yeah. I I don't want to give that to other media guys. Yeah, no. no. So I want to talk to the rider one on one. You want to keep a secret? And, well, because yeah. otherwise, let's go to Pulpa Mex to hear what Mathis right. asked this guy. So uh, not always. Sometimes I just ask the stupidest questions, like everybody. But <laughs> you know, sometimes I think I have an original idea. Uh, so Dark Side, yeah, my bad on that. I just thought. We just went till nobody had any questions anymore. But Sean right. said some guys were mad, and Michael said thanks a lot. So. I could just anything. It just ended. Yeah. I was like, "Oh well." I texted a call. Guys, I'm like, yeah. "I wasted my evening. I'm out." Yeah, uh. yeah. It's like with, with you know, we kind of they made a rule about a year. Well, last year, some point, we're like, "All right, one question each, and we'll come back to you." You know, and there's a lot of guys that weekly break that rule, and uh, I think they're going to talk about that. I think that's going to get kiboshed, but. Like, with this one, especially being a day race, like, I was at a local race, and I left early. Like, well, i got to go home and watch the race live because Sean would like us to be part of the press conference. Toolman Dan from Main Event Moto did the same thing. Yeah, and then, Colvin like, bailed on his day. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So then we didn't even get our second question. Mm. And, it, and they, they had a hard out, apparently, on this one because of Jet's celebration thing. So, like, there was no room, and we were like, what the fuck? Yeah, well, no yeah. one told me. I just yeah. figured I'd ask three questions and three riders. So, <laughs> Right. And, like, I have zero problem. Like, they'll go to you or even Weege when he doesn't, quote-unquote, have his hand up on Zoom. And, like, sometimes Weege is like, I didn't even have a question. But I feel like, all right, you guys have your seniority. You've earned your time. No problem with that. But, yeah, the the three questions from you was not really technically allowed. But then when Joseph followed up, we were like, oh, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, I I didn't really know. What about anal bleaching? You know, but I don't yeah, know. and then yeah, and Lindsey kind of didn't get Michael didn't get any questions last week either. He got yeah, kind of well. sorry, over. bro. I don't know, man. I don't know. Listen, I didn't want to be there man. anyways. Okay, I was forced to be there. <laughs> yeah, I know that. So, I know that. Yeah, I wasn't long, actually man. mad at you. And then Sean so, goes to me, but, "Hey, stick around afterwards uh, the press conference," and I'm like, "Oh man, like I'm gonna miss more interviews in the yeah. pits, Sean." Yeah. But he wanted to tell me about yeah. the jet celebration thing. He wanted to be like, yeah, "Hey, we're, we're doing jet celebration in the locker room," which I went to anyways, but. Yeah, did, you, did anybody get to talk to Troll Train about his ninth career best finish? Nope. <laughs> Gone. Steve's a rule breaker anyway. He, he, you know, our our uh, emails every week say that, you know, you're not supposed to go out in the pits and do post-race shit. <laughs> Seems like, fuck it, I'm doing what I want. Listen, man, I've been doing this a long time. I get I get a little bit of Leroy, okay? And, Leroy? Leroy? Leroy and Leroy. Leroy? Leroy. Leroy. All right, Darkside, you're breaking up. i got to go. <laughs> see you, man. All right, see you. That's uh, that's dark side, everybody. Yeah, the press conference. I didn't realize I was getting people upset. So, oh no. Uh, you know what? What, what can you do? Uh, you, you know, you try to make people happy. You can't. Uh, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. Uh, job of the week this week. Again, upload your resume for free, and uh, uh, please search out. Uh, if you're looking for a job, search out this website, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. If you're a company looking to hire people, uh, please check out MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. The job of the week this week is Suzuki. Full-time job accessory product planning specialist in Brea, California. Just kicking it with Suzuki. Uh, To be considered, you must apply via Suzuki Careers page. Uh, There's a link there. The accessory product planning specialist will lead the product development and outside marketing of Suzuki Accessories and and E-C-Star. X-Star? X-Star. X-Star. Oil and chemicals. This includes the creation and management of new accessory product lines as well as a presentation of these products through industry and dealer events. So not too bad, right? Um, yeah, Suzuki, full-time job in Brea, California. So what's that going to do? Jobs.com of the week. Hold on. I'm, I'm busy. Um, 
I don't know what I just said there, by the way. It's just <laughs> typed in it. Enter. I just that's, typed. That's really close. I, that's I, that's I, the equivalent. You typing the equivalent of you trying to say anonymity. Right. <laughs> yeah. Anonymity. <laughs> yeah, good work. Barry, what's up, man? What's up? By the way, uh, talent, talent. Barry, speaking of typing, Barry is not spelled like strawberry. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it's, it's, it's B-A-R-R-Y, not, not like a strawberry or a blueberry. I also don't think Barry's his real name, so he could be going I, off the Barry. I did go to school. <laughs> okay. and his name was spelled Barry with an E. Okay, Barry, yeah. what's up? So another suggestion for your race, of course. I was wondering, instead of doing Popsicle Six, why don't you just line them up based off your order? I don't want to do that. Like that point. Nah, that's that's too easy. That's too easy. I'd rather have some well, chaos, right? Yeah, I get. Who's at the lead though? Polly. Uh, yeah, Bubba Polly. Is he pissed? I don't care if he's pissed. I think he's just happy to be all in the right, race. Right. Yeah, I don't. I, I, I feel it. Second question. I also heard so through Eli Tomek's entire pro career. Yep. And this may be old news, and I apologize for asking, but I heard he ran a pro taper bar even on the Kawasaki team. Well, that's up for debate. I think he did. I was told that Renthal made a bend that made him happy, but I had heard that, yeah, from, from the Geico days, he liked the crossbarless pro taper bar, huh. and Michael, he ran that the whole time at Cowie is what I heard, but then I heard again that Renthal made a bar for him eventually. And now, of course, he's running Renthal grips on his pro taper bar, <laughs> so he's all over the place. But like this happens all the time. Like I'm people... not, I'm not commenting. Oh, I got threatened to get thrown out of the rig over the grip thing. <laughs> okay, but what about the the Cowie days with the Renthal? Was that not a pro taper or was it a Renthal? I think it was for a while, and then Renthal afterwards. And Renthal did make a bar. Yeah, but like people yes. buy Maxima and put stickers over top of it. Like it happens all the time. Like yeah. yeah, it's not a you know it happens in the pits and like anybody who got upset about it can screw off because it happens and yeah. race teams want to do it and whatever you know. So yeah, there you go, Barry. Hey, one more thing. Okay, now with all the Holly drops. <laughs> Has any other rider stepped up LA, and had a boy. similar story to him, like Carnell? I no, feel like Carnell no, would no. Be listen, the one to we have similar stories like it would take the whole field no, put together we, to have the we, stories of Holly for one season. Who, we yeah. just had a guest on the phone or on the studio, and who, I asked about Holly, and they were like, "Oh no, no, was that Dubok saying like there's nobody like Jim Holly?" I feel no, like it's not. I feel like it would have been Dubok. I don't yeah. know. There yeah, was there's some, probably been a couple, to be honest. There was someone saying, like, dude, oh, no, it was McGrath. McGrath. No, it was oh, McGrath. Yeah. You're right. He was exactly like, we were gnarly, like, you know, but there's nobody like Jim No, Holly, nobody like right? Jim Holly like, whatsoever. Jeremy McGrath <laughs> was saying the 90s were nothing like Holly was the king <laughs> right. of that. Right. Yeah. So yeah. if MC is saying that nobody's got stories like Jim Holly, then trust me. Have you seen a scrapbook? Yeah, yeah, yeah I've seen yeah. some of it. Yeah. Uh, one will right. whip up a titty. Uh, <laughs> this whole segment of the show his, is not okay. going his, <laughs> his, signing, his signing of the titty that he got into great detail about, but couldn't couldn't talk about his results in the race at all. But he remembered the titty that he signed. It's amazing. So How about the old days of Bob Hanna, yeah, putting the girl, girl on, on his, and then they used the Scott USA goggles. Yeah, remember those? It, yeah, you got the, some pictures. There's a there's a podium where Hanna's yeah. got the chick uh -huh. on his shoulders yep. facing him. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he turns around, white pants, everything. <laughs> then he turns her back around. Right. I mean, that's something you can't get away with. No, no. no. I, actually, no. even later on. That was on, really before, like, Even TV, later on, there's a, there's a video of Stanton. He's French kissing the trophy girl. Wow. Tongue. Full tongue. 
with the trophy girl. I'm trying to remember that one. Oh, it's crazy. You're just like, <laughs> Wonder whoa. Which trophy girl I don't know. You're like, Jesus, sixth time. So, uh, anyways, uh, thanks, Barry. Appreciate it, man. Thanks. No problem. Thanks. All right. Uh, caller wanted to know the difference between Mav TV and Mav TV Plus. Mav TV Plus yep. is the app that you can get uh, basically on any. Uh, Anywhere. Yeah, yeah Roku, but, Apple. But, I mean, right now, like for me, I got it on YouTube TV. Yeah. You know, where I get my stuff. There's right. a little package. You pay, you get your uh, YouTube TV. Yeah. And, I just pay the little package, so yeah. I get my ESPN, watch my stick and ball, yeah, know, stuff like that. Absolutely. I see that uh, the Toronto win tonight. Yeah, the the Raptors won. Yeah, yeah over and, uh, and the Blue Jays. Over and the Boston. Blue Jays won over Boston. Yeah, mm-hmm. once again beating down Boston. Sorry, yeah. Bob. Yeah, imagine that. <laughs> How's that, Bob? How you like that? Yeah. Uh, I don't think they get a blowjob before the main event. Uh, is that going to get us off Mav TV? This no, probably no. won't make Mav TV. This will not. Yeah, make this Mav will not TV. make the none one. of this. This is all for everybody <laughs> listening. <now. laughs> Cut pancake. Not this. Don't put this on. Every keeper after dark segment. We, we, uh, not that, that would just be like Pablo X to get a Mav TV deal and then get clipped one episode in. That would be just <laughs> yeah. perfect. Yeah. And then now I got to get my my refund back from the Lambo dealer. Yes. Uh, <laughs> thank you, the folks at OGO. Uh, traveling is a pain in the ass. We know that, but OGO makes it easier with the ninety eight hundred the rig bag. What do you use for an OGO? Which one you got? Uh, Are you I trust the old ninety eight hundred or yeah ninety eight hundred. Okay. You travel with a layover. Uh, no. I travel really loud. I travel with just a camera roller bag and a backpack to the races. Really? That's your move? Yeah. Did you hear about Kiefer checking a 9800 for two nights? What? Yeah. Mm -mm. Minneapolis, Supercross. Yeah. He came. He checked a 9800, and he was gone for two nights. Wow. What? What did he bring? Maybe a jacket. (laughs) I don't know, man. Jacket, some boots. Yeah, it's it's inexcusable. I've done it before. I have done it before. Come yeah. on, Scotty. You're a travel I know, veteran. I know. How many but m- you at least probably have camera. You have something. We're talking about do bringing oh, a no. freaking t no, car- shorts. The thing is, you travel so much. I like. I probably Dude, travel you, 40, 40 weekends a year. Have you traveled one airline the whole time? Uh, no. No. Okay. Delta. So you don't have like a Delta. massive. Delta was the main one, but now American. Okay. American. So how many lifetime Delta? And you know, miles it took me fifteen hours to get to Vegas from. I know you told me. I was freaking mad. Did, what? How many? Weather. How many lifetime miles on Delta? You figure you got close to two million on Delta. Oh, okay. And then I'm um, working close to five hundred thousand on America. Yeah. yeah. Actually, I thought you'd have more. No, believe it or okay. not. Okay. Yeah. No. Uh, all right. OGO, email us yeah. using the contact form on pulpamex.com. You can get a discount and a deal from the folks at OGO, whether it's the rig bag, whether it's a 9800, whether it's a layover bag, whatever it is, OGO will have you looking in style. I love the backpack, uh, laptop sleeve, pockets everywhere, sunglass pocket, and all of that. OGO bringing you our next guest of the night. This gentleman uh, works for Supercost uh, on NBC Sports. He provides a stat package for those guys. He's an f- enthusiastic fan of the sport in every which way. We're stoked to have him at Pulpamex. Mex.com as well for the last few years. It's three laps down on social media, a.k.a. Clinton Fowler. What's up, Clinton? How are you, man? I'm doing well, Steve. Good to good to be on. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. Scotty Max here, man. Moto World Days, dude. The Spain. Larry Myers. How you doing? Yeah. Good. Scotty, old school. I that's know. old school. I'm assuming that's Brett Smith days. That's right. That is right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, actually, seen it and done it all in the sport of, of moto for sure. But what's funny though, Scott, is your is your TV is you have a TV background, and Clinton here it just started working for the TV Supercross guys this year. Right. And I have said for so long, like when I was watching the shows with Fro and Ralph, yeah. I'm like, like, uh, just one example comes to mind right now. Jimmy Albertson wins the LCQ. 
and Ryan Dungey gets second, and all Ralph and Jeff can talk about is Ryan Dungey and this and that. And meanwhile, yeah. it's Jimmy Albertson's biggest moment. It's his team's bigger moment, right. right? And I used to say, all they need is someone in the booth because these guys don't know. That's right. fine. That's, right. They don't want to know. Okay, fine. They're the talent. No problem. All we need is someone in the booth feeding these guys cards, information, mm-hmm. stats. Why don't we do that? It can't be possibly that to be expensive. And God damn it, Clinton, uh, you got the job. Yeah. There you go. I'm super expensive, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know, know Steve's I mean? payroll now? Yeah. <laughs> you know, he is on the payroll. Good, I, uh, good, yeah, he's good. on the PulpMX.com uh, right, payroll. Right. But you know what I mean, Clinton? Like, you, you add so much uh, uh, um, so much to a broadcast to help these guys out, and it shows, and it and it works, and it, it it's a great idea. And, again, I just took it from reading stories about, like, Tony Romo or, or these yeah. – Troy Aikman. They have guys. Yes. And the guys are feeding them information and mm-hmm. stats. Let me yep. help you, announcer, make your job better. Exactly. For years, I felt like Ralph and Fro were on an island. Yeah. And yep. whatever they didn't know, they didn't know. So, right. Clinton, how's yeah. it been going? It's going well. You know, before I jump in, I want to just say thank you, Steve, because, you know, what people might not know is you were probably the one that, um, I don't know, three, four years ago when I just sent a random mail and was like, hey, I got some stats. Um, and you were the one that responded. You can actually give Weech a hard time because he kind of ignored me. Oh, uh, fucking Weech. Uh, yeah. Anyhow, yeah. Yeah. I teed. But um, actually, your point about the LTQs, it's funny. Um, both RC and Lee in the first week, they're like, hey, the LTQs, that's where we're going to really, really need you. Um, and it, it, to your point about Jimmy winning, right, like that, those sort of stats are kind of – the the fringe if you will mm-hmm. um and that's the stuff when you when you build it and you do it professionally you you can get to that stuff and you can and you can do so really rapidly so yeah anyhow it uh yeah. it's been fun it's been a blast to work with those guys yeah it's it's awesome um i'm a huge stat guy like i love hockey baseball yeah football i love stats my whole life like I used to read the back of hockey cards and mm-hmm. study the player's stats. The stat keeping in our sport is just, it drives me absolutely batty. Yep. And Clinton, <laughs> you've done just the God's work with your database. You've scraped Cycle News results. You've, you've called riders when you needed to. You've, you've talked to Davey. You've, like, if there's any questions, because, like, you know, again, some of the Cycle News, they don't have both motor scores. Yeah. They just got one. Right. Uh, some of them have no results, right, Clinton? <laughs> like, like, you know, it's amazing. Yeah, the worst possible thing I had to do is from 1974 to 1976, I had to read the articles in Cycle News and and figure out how people had placed. Like, I couldn't use technology in any way, shape, or form. I just had to read them Mm -hmm. and decipher who finished where because they didn't have a box score. Um, So, yeah, there's been... some some crazy little work there. Yeah, it's it's absolutely nuts. So you've cre- you've created this database yeah. of every single year of professional motocross yeah. supercross results for the riders. I mean, nowadays we do have heat races and we have LCQ results. Back then we don't have anything, but Clinton tried to fill in the right. the, the, the spot. Uh, he's a great follow on social media at Three Laps Down as well uh, for all that kind of stuff. Pulpamex.com article almost every single week. Clinton almost every single week. Every single week, almost. I missed a couple. I missed a couple. I'm giving you shit. I'll admit it. <laughs> uh, no, I'm giving you shit. It's not not a problem. But um, so yeah, it's just an invaluable thing. Yeah. I feel like our sport, you know, our AMA sheets. I mean, they're just a joke. Yeah. Like, listen, yeah. uh, the AMA guys are, are are fantastic for giving me this race this Friday. But I mean, again, if you go on the AMA stats right now, 
they, it will tell you that R.J. Hampshire did not has not led a lap this year, and he won the Triple Crown. Wow! And yeah. they just don't have the ability to change their 1998 stat keeping sheets to re- reflect a Triple Crown. Yeah. Right. And I would give them a break if this was the first year of Triple Crowns. We're in year three, Clinton, and they still have no idea that R.J. Hampshire led laps. Like it's just they don't seem to want to get any better that way either. You know, I'll yeah. tell you guys, Hard Ekman. Uh, yep, that was one good thing he was good at. Was he? Yeah. Stats. Yeah. David Bailey will tell you because I mean he was more looking at his stats a lot of times while David's watching a race yep. and going McGrath won four races or whatever. Yeah, I yeah. mean he was Mister yeah. Stat. Yeah. yeah. And I mean he kept notes. David and I are looking at him like, I can't read a mark. Uh, chicken scratch. Yeah. Chicken scratch. He, he knew what he yeah. knew exactly yeah, yeah. where everything was for all those years. Yeah. Yeah, Clinton, you've done a great job yeah. with that for sure, and. So, um, I say I've even noticed just the last couple of weeks the difference in the broadcast. A few things where, no offense to Rick, I'll hear him name off. Yeah. yeah. A very, you know, I don't want to say random set, but something very specific about Ryder, how many mains they've done, how much of this or that. Yeah. And I'm at no offense. I'm like, I know they haven't looked this up. No, no, that's Clinton. Clinton, yep. how much, uh, how what percent are they using that you give them in the booth? What are they using? A pretty big amount. I yep. mean, there's two different there's two different points of support, right? So, um, on a on a Sunday night, they'll get a doc that's probably seven or eight pages long that I'll send out, which is a preview doc for the next week. Um, has everything from you know what happened the last weekend to then really the top you know what I would say four or five storylines that I think are coming up for the next weekend and all the stats to support them. So they get that on Sunday and then. Um, probably why I might have missed a, a couple articles, Steve. Mm-hmm. Um, on on <laughs> on Tuesday. Moving on to bigger and better things. Yeah, I know. I feel like you know, Clint, right. Clint. I got Clinton when he was a caterpillar, yeah. and now yeah, he has blossomed. Did. He into saw a TV. You weren't getting there quick enough. I mean, yeah. you just got outside, yeah. so yeah. he just yeah, yeah he just bolted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's doing how good. it works. How it works. Um, but on Tuesday or Wednesday, I'll send off what I call the cheat sheets. Um, and the cheat sheets, there's two different ones. One is uh, for every single race, I'll give four or five insights. Um, so for every heat race, for every qualifier, for every um, LCQ in mm-hmm. Maine, I'll send off for both classes insights that they can use. And then for every rider, I'll do uh, four or five points. I'll do one that's just a career point. I'll do one that's for the event. I'll do one that's for a season, one for the location. If it's a triple crown, something for the triple crowns that the rider's done in. Um, and that's just for studying, right? Like, I don't – if it's Lee or RC or Harris, Will, they're all – they study like they're back in high school, right? Mm-hmm. So they get this stuff. They get that material. So that's during the week. Um, and then – Come come race day, I get to sit next to Lee and, and RC or, or Will uh, or Daniel when he was in there. Um, and throughout the race, I'm handing – it's great. I got to <laughs> talk about old school guys. Um, I'm writing on a on a four-by-six note card yeah. <laughs> um, and handing them a insight, right? Like whether it's who's won the LCQ or if they're in a career best position or – yeah, so it's a it's a lot of material that they're working with, um, but yeah, it's cool to cool to hear guys say that they're noticing a difference in the broadcast. The team yep. uh, love working with. Them. Right? Is there any, is there any difference between working with Todd and Lee and, and Daniel or and, and like anything changed for you? Oh, big time! It, uh I mean, it's you know no different. I'm sure when you have different guests in here. Yeah, like Michael Lindsay, I got to carry him all night, <laughs> all night, yeah, yeah. all night. But horrible. I, get it. Yep. I don't even know why you bring me back. 
I've been listening, Michael. I, we haven't met, but man, it's been tough. It's been tough. Steve really having a care. <laughs> I know. I, I'm I'm feeling the, the clippy clippy. This thing's going big time on TV. Yep. He brought me in as the the dummy pig for this first one. Yep. Then I'm out. Yep. I'm done. <laughs> he's he's just got to look good right now. He's got to look good. That's why. Yeah. That's why he brought me in for the first TV one. He yeah, wanted to yeah. show how intelligent. Exactly. Oh, I knew it. Bingo. Uh, oh yeah. Bingo. Oh, I tease. I tease. Um, yeah, it's it's pretty different. Those guys are. I mean, Lee is the consummate professional. Um, I figured out in the first week that I needed to bring my A game. Like he expects the best of the best in the booth. Um, it is. It's pretty cool to see. Um, it's been great to learn from him. Um, he's given me advice on working with RC. I'll leave that uh, in in the lockbox. Um, uh, but yeah, Lee is, Lee is a super professional. Todd is like energy to the nth degree. Um, I love it in the booth. He stands up the entire time and he's moving mm-hmm. and just there. Uh, people need to lay off the Jason Justin thing. Um, that's, it's just hard in real time and live. I mean, you know this, Steve, you guys know this in live TV, like it is hard in the moment to be like just covering it. It's impressive. So, yeah. um, anyhow, Todd brings a, a ton of energy to it. And Daniel, I mean, you guys know Daniel. He he knows the sport. So, um, prepping with him, it's, you know, mm-hmm. way more of a dialogue and um, ser- searching for the stories. He'll give me, like, hey, I want to say this. And I'll be like, ah, that doesn't fly. The staff don't support it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's interesting for sure. And props to Doug and everybody at Feld for yeah. Like Clinton, you and I were talking a couple years ago, and you you know I'm like they need this in the TV booth. Like these guys are brutal. They need they need help. And yeah. you, and you were like, yeah, like I'd like to do that. And I'm just like, there's no chance. I remember telling you, there's no <laughs> way they'd hire you. There's just no way. Like they're not going to spend the money. They don't want to do it. You know what I mean? Like that. Really, no, that's but what I, I think thought. it's great. Yeah, absolutely. I, I agree. Especially when you go in with different people and say like. Lee might step out for a moment, go do some other car yep. racing or whatever. Yep. And then you bring in somebody else like Daniel. I mean, the good thing, like, I love about Daniel and I love about Weege. They're, like, they're studying that thing yeah. all the time. And Weege is like a walking encyclopedia. Yep. yep. I mean, at a young age, he was already there. Yeah. You knew he was going oh, to yeah. be somebody. Well, when he was flagging. He was flagging yeah. in English. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's good. And Clinton, um, uh, by the way, Clinton, we just um, – did a live show on Friday night with Keith Johnson, and it's up on the archives now to listen to. He was great. We just grilled him about the. Um, he didn't know he'd won fourteen championships, by the way, in ESC championships, and uh, he. I, I, and he also just. I was in the hiding. Yeah, and he also we just grilled him about Cannondale the whole time, so that was great. It was fantastic. <laughs> um, the the uh, Clinton is originally from uh, NESC area. Mm-hmm. He's back east now. He lives in Seattle, yeah. so. Um, I Joe, think they're up riding with KJ pretty much every week for a good five years. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, and yeah. Uh, and JoJo, just a legend. You're also on the oh. fan club of JoJo. Yeah, yep, indeed, indeed. Uh, I love the guy. Uh, but yeah, props to the guys for putting you on board and giving you a chance to be successful doing what you've been doing. And and again, like I pay you a little bit of money and they pay you a little bit of money, but there is no doubt the uh, you've not been paid appropriately enough for the hours that you spent building this database that that you have and and, and it, before before people ask no it's not public no clinton is yeah. not giving this away for free yeah. there, there, there's yeah. no chance out there but it's really cool i use it uh you know i write my columns every week mm-hmm. I, I need information for the show you know it's it's great so um i love yeah. it man it's fantastic i can look at all the races i worked with tim ferry and nick way and kelly smith and just look at actually how bad they how bad we did so 
yeah. you know, <laughs> when you're really reminiscing, going, man, that yeah. was a solid year. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Oof. Oh. Um, uh, hey, uh, Clinton, um, so, you know, but Michael Lindsay and I were bench racing before the, the show, and God damn it, every single preview season, we're like, Oh yeah, the how many people win? We're like, here. there's seven guys that'll win. There's eight yeah. guys that'll win. We're, we're right on track. Well, there, we got yep. five. It's always like four this. or five there, a year. There, there's four to five uh, a year, Clinton, as yep. you know, and we have five. And I don't like our odds for the last two <laughs> for a, um, a, 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 a you know a new winner. Yeah. And so Clinton, once again, the stats have uh, borne this out. We have four to five they winners don't a year. Lie. Yep. Yep. I mean, it's it's like it's the boring conversation. Yeah, yeah. We, every like the last two years, we've had the exact same thing where we're like super pumped for the first four rounds, and we're like, "Oh, look, it's going to be the most, it's the highest depth yep. field we've ever." Seen. Yeah. And like this year, the first four rounds, we had four different winners. And how many have we had since then? One. It's so yep. yeah. It's so nuts because you do beginning of the season when everybody's like, "Oh, who are going to be these winners and stuff?" And you feel like an idiot for some. Like when you look down at who hasn't won, you're like, "Oh, if I would have said that Barsha or Webb wouldn't get a win this season, but Marvin would would be one of them, you'd get looked at like you're freaking crazy." Yeah. Yep. Like, oh, you're you're full of it. But just, my guy right now, I want Malcolm Stewart to win. Oh, uh, I, that's what's great. keeping me going every week. Is come on, Malcolm. Oh, you know, that's one I thought. Uh, like I, I don't love taking Malcolm. Malcolm over Marvin for uh, win. This I mean, he hurt his knee. Sure. Yeah. He hurt his knee a couple. I don't like his chances to get a win at these next two. He rode pretty well in yeah. Foxborough, but yeah, you know, um, he's close. Here's the thing, guys. On Malcolm, hold on. On the Malcolm thing, the stats. Here's the thing about Malcolm. Like he's got five fastest qualifiers, right? Yep. Like. He clearly got the speed. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have one fastest lap when it comes to the main event. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah crazy, right? right? Like, uh, he shows that speed in the daytime, and he just hasn't brought it at the nighttime. Like, we just haven't seen that yet. Yep. So I think it's one of those things. I don't know if it's a mental block or what it is, but, like, um, yeah, that's uh, a huge that say that he's he's there in qualifying. He's there. He's got, a, you know, three heat race wins, but he's just not bringing it when it comes to the night program. Uh, most winners we ever had. Uh, not, I'm throwing this at you uh, off the top of your head, but I think it was 1990 with seven. Uh, eight in 1995. Eight. 1985. No, wow. Oh yeah, 85. Right. That's that was the year of the two main events. Scotty, yes. you were yep. actually around then. I was. Yep. <laughs> Sorry to date you, but that was the two. Good. That was the race with two main events. We should almost throw that year out. We should because yeah. it was so randomized yeah. with 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 you know the the two moto scores. It was two 12 lappers, I think. Uh, two 15 lappers. Like yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, outside of that one, uh, you know, it's, it's, again, it's, yeah. Memory serving, isn't that the year that Wardy won and he only had one win? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. It's because yep. there was AMA races, but so if you count those, Wardy won one of those, mm-hmm. but it wasn't an AMA championship. It was in sport back then. And right. Yeah, good God, our sport and the, and the promotion wars, right? Um, oh. Hey, off top of your head, Clinton. Uh, oh. No, this is this is pretty easy. Michael Lindsay and I were talking about Jason Anderson at the beginning of the show. He does not have a motocross overall win. He has to no. be. He has to be the only Supercross champion without a motocross overall win. Can you think yeah. of anyone? I, I don't have anybody else that's in there. No. But I'll tell you, there's two guys that I put in this category that just the motocross stats just make me, like, just shocking. And it's Webb and Anderson, mm-hmm. right? Yep, yep. Webb's got, Webb's got two... two. Two championships. He's got 19 wins um, in Supercross, 
He's got one in motocross where he won both motos in Millville in either 19, I think, or 18. Yep. Uh, anyhow, like, and that's it. And, and Anderson, no overalls. I mean, it's just, yeah, shocking. But, well, that one's shocking but, to me, too, when you think of Webb, because the year Webb won his 250 title, outdoors. he defeated, <laughs> coming in, effed up wrist. I think that's, was that the season that J-Mark kind of dipped into the overtraining with? Omar a little bit though, but I mean he beat yeah. J Mart for a two fifty title. Yeah. Won multiple races that season to think that's his four fifty stat. Yeah, like 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 oh you can get the Anderson thing because he's never good on yeah. two fifty. Like outdoors. One two fifty moto win is Webb won at two fifty motocross championship yeah. and then has one four fifty overall, you know? Or, yeah. Yeah. I think he's got two. Does Webb have two two fifty over four two four fifty overalls? I thought he said one. I thought one. he won another one. one. Okay. Two motos, yeah. one overall. Right. Oh, two motos yep. totally, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, it's crazy. No, you're absolutely right, right? It's it's nuts. And then I think Anderson will get an outdoor win this year on MAV TV, MAV TV Plus. I will not sell out, but that's where you get all that. I think you will. Um, so I think Anderson gets a win outdoors. But he's got to keep the back jersey open. Yeah. Know, it's like the Superman yeah. cape. Yeah, it's got, it's, got a, it's got a fly. <laughs> well, I said statistically, does Anderson get a or Supercross towel before his career over? Otherwise, he'd be the last per, the first person since Bale to only get one premier Supercross championship in their career. Uh, no, Fro. Fro? Yeah. Did I screw up? Oh, yeah, Fro won 97 and never won again. Damn it. I was thinking Bale. Uh, and by the way, speaking of Fro, Clinton, if Webb doesn't get a win, he's going to join Fro and uh, Anderson himself uh, in 2019 uh, as, as the only champions to not get a win in the next year. Donnie Hansen didn't either, but he was injured. He didn't race all yeah, year. Right. Um, yeah. But Jesus. he's going to join a yeah. small club here. Oof. Technically, I mean, technically, Webb missed missed one round, so he's not going to race every single round. So we could we could technically put an asterisk there, but uh, nonetheless, there is yeah. it's a it's a pretty small crew of people. Um, I've got to imagine that that's not something that a guy like Webb, who's just crazy determined and motivated, is yep. particularly happy, right? Um, do you have any stats on A race crashing this year? Do you have anything? <laughs> Off the charts. <laughs> yeah. Do you have any yeah. sort of numbers for us on this? Uh, don't. Do you, I think we just put one next to every race, right? <laughs> Hardy Munoz. <laughs> Hardy right now. Yeah. Please put Hardy in your race. A Ray's got a bad wrist. He's kind of backed it down. Yeah. Like he's not sending it as much because he's in pain and he's not riding as well. Hardy is the new A Ray. Hardy's oh, all over the place. Guys. Yeah. Is Hardy gonna get Fuck a Pulp MX sticker deal? No. 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 No, already screwed me in the fantasy, so he's out right now. I'm, I'm, no. I'm sure A Ray has plenty of times. Yeah, maybe. Uh, uh, oh, I forget he's Swap Moto Lives guy now. Yeah, Clinton Fowler on the we show. Were... Brought to you by OGO. Uh, please check out OGO Power Sports. Uh, go ahead, Clinton. Yeah, you'll appreciate. We were sitting. I'm sitting in the booth on Saturday, and um, Hardy had gone into the into the net, uh-huh. and Bondo on the headset is like. Does anybody know who's in the net? We should have known it was Hardy, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We didn't have. He's had some. He's had some crashes this year. Like, yeah. He's clearly trying. He's no, clearly trying. No, absolutely. He's trying. Uh, hey, so Tomax on the verge of clinching this thing. Oldest Supercross champ ever. Uh, unbelievable season, and I think he'll get a win or two before. I think he's going to win one of the next two rounds, if not both. Yeah. I think he rebounds. Uh, incredible stats from Eli Tomac this year, Clinton. I mean, amazing. It really is like he's just back. I yeah, don't know. Yep. It's seven wins, eleven podiums, the most out of anybody. Seven fastest laps in the main events, the most out of anybody. Um, uh, uh, the one that I think is probably we all will appreciate four hole shots. Right? Yeah, the second right. 
out of anybody. That's not his, his norm. He's led the most laps, um, led eight mains. I mean, he's just had a phenomenal year from a staff perspective. And the all-time numbers are, are phenomenal. I mean, it's yeah. 44 wins. He, he's going to be second all-time. We talked to RC about that, you know. Mm-hmm. He'll probably pass RC and be second all the time. And what's crazy, as we were talking about with Jeremy and Ricky, he just doesn't seem like a super cross guy. Yeah. But he's going to be second all time, everybody. Yeah. yeah. You know? Hey, uh, he's going to pass he, Stu. He six yeah. more. Yeah. Six more. He needs six more wins yep. to tie Stewart for second all time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you guys think he goes and wins it this weekend? That's, a, that's I do. my question. For I think so. Mm-hmm. I do. Scotty, you think so? I think Michael, so. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, I think he does. I don't know what happened last weekend. I, I did some digging, and I couldn't really get to the bottom of it. I know at Atlanta he thought his bike was acting up early. This weekend was just super weird. Yeah. But I think he gets it done. I think he rebounds the next two races, and he's fine. Especially we're at altitude, too. He seems yeah. to be we're, happy you know? on that bike. Yeah. Hey, um, Clint, I got a stats question for you because I'm pretty sure this got run on the broadcast. So I think you brought it up. Um, average age of 450 class winner this year. Did I hear it was like 29? Yeah. I mean, because I know that is yeah. Eli's age. Yeah, it is. Um, and that was a stat. Mondo and I have been having conversations all year because we knew uh, age was playing a factor this year. And it is. It's 29. Um, and it's the highest age for the average winner throughout the entire um, history of Supercross in the 48 years. Yep. Wow. Even, even yeah. more impressive guys, like top five, the top five riders in the standings right now, average age is 30. Yeah. 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 Yeah, think about that. So here comes AC, here comes Sexton, here comes uh, – yeah, well, no, 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 yeah, yeah, no, no. Yeah. Well, the crazy ones they brought up on a, a TV spot earlier this year was the whole fact that you have Anderson, Malcolm, mm-hmm. Tomac. Even though you think of all these guys going to 450 class at different times, it was a huge group of guys that literally raced amateurs together that are all within yeah. like six, eight months of age of each other. It's just yep. nuts. I almost wanted to ask Sexton that in the press conference. Being like, For Chase, it's going to be so weird this year to be racing wins because it's like – on one hand, you hear rumors like, okay, all these guys I'm racing should be leaving soon, yeah. next year or two. But who's really going to fall? It's going to be weird for him because he's racing all these guys now, and you could legitimately say in the next two to three years, that entire group that he has raced this year will just be gone. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, Dungeon Villapoto, right? They're 27. They yeah. packed it in early. Yeah. That skewed us into thinking, oh, like maybe these guys. Everybody's going to bail but, at 27. Look at Morocco and look at look at those other guys. Like they kept going, right? Yeah. And now we're back to guys keeping going, you know? So. But, yeah. then, but then you got the young crowd coming in, the Deegans, all those, so it's going to catch back up, yeah. you know, once yeah. you get through the lights club. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's a, it'll be huge, yeah. though, because it'll yeah. be such a huge – whether some of these guys will go a little longer than others, yeah. but you could legitimately say that group we're talking about, Marvin, Anderson, mm-hmm. Barsha, Stewart, those guys within a year or two of each other will probably yeah. all pretty much fall out yeah. around the same time. Yeah. Maybe the most somebody will stretch it two years beyond the rest. But Yeah, yeah. no, and uh, – and- Clinton, we don't need your stat counting to know that Ken Roxon's win was the weirdest one of the year. Uh, <laughs> unexplainable. Because he goes from one win to then in the next eight rounds, he finishes outside the top ten four times, uh-huh. which ties the number of times he finished out time outside of the, the top ten in the previous rest of his career. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, just nuts. Um, also, if Justin yeah. Brayton starts the next two races, which we expect he will, he'll be tied for fifth all time. Wow! In career 450 main event starts. Who That's is good. it? Nick Way the whole. Nick's ahead of him, yeah. and then uh, Larocco, Wyndham, and uh, 
is number one. Uh, yeah. Chad, Chad, Chad Reed. Chad, right. Chad okay. Reed. Duh. Yeah, Chad yeah. Reed. Yeah. So. So the question is: Is is Brayton going to come back and and do two more, three more races so he can well, pass Nick? As uh, we asked him that question at the live show uh, in 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 Foxborough, and he said absolutely not. Really? <laughs> yeah, he's over at US <laughs> Supercross. Yeah. He's so so that not going to happen. You know what I mean? So. Does so does Chad ever? Does Chad yeah. ever come back and race a main to do it over four or race to do it over? I think he, I think he thought of this year. I don't think it happened, and no. I don't look forward to it. Yeah, I don't. I wish it. he would have. Yeah, <laughs> he would have been able to this year. I, think, I had a guy. Him. I was arguing with a guy on Instagram. The guy's like, he couldn't make the night show on a two-stroke. I'm like, are you drunk? The night show? I'm not talking about the main event. Like he yeah. hit the whoops better in the <laughs> yes. freaking opening lap than almost anybody did in the Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know, right? It's just ridiculous. So uh Clayton Fowler on the Paul Bemex show, presented by uh the folks at OGO, OGO Power Sports, of course. Also the uh nine o'clock hour brought to you by the folks at Suspension Direct SDI. Uh I don't know if you've heard of these guys, but they do great things out there. And uh they uh actually they have their e click shocks. That they make for UTVs, they make for Jeeps, they make for Ford Raptors, UTVs, and more. It's more than just electronic shocks. It's a semi-active suspension system that constantly adapts to the road and conditions. No more getting out of the vehicle to adjust suspension before getting on a road or trail. And again, uh, it's SDI. Code is Pulpamex to save uh, suspension direct. And they also have a their one-stop shop for all hard-to-get OEM suspension parts with from uh, WP Show, Walker Evans, Fox, KYB. So please check that out, SDI. Marks, remind me to ask you about the SDI here in a little bit. Yeah, right 10 after, 4. Right after we get done with Clinton. Um, so, Clinton, yeah, uh, by the way, Clinton, uh, how's the Kraken doing? How, how's everything going with the Kraken? Not so good. Hey, you know, it, uh, it's been a bit of a rough season. Yeah. No, Clinton, <laughs> Clinton's a big hockey guy, and uh, he lives up in Seattle, and, you know, he's talking big about the Kraken, but oh, yeah, no, no. We, we got veneers. We got veneers. We got a, a, the first round draft pick, second. He, you know, started the, his career with four. Four, uh, four games in a row with a point scored. So I'm, I'm hopeful for the future. Let's say it that way. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it, it, it's been weird though, man. Like honestly, I just even their expansion draft. I didn't like that. It, that was weird. Yeah, you know. Yeah, you know, it's been interesting when the uh, trade deadline hit. We got rid of a bunch of players, and I think we've played better since then. So yeah, yeah. Uh, and and yeah. you know what? They really went wrong with the goalie. And what, in the NHL, when you go wrong with your goalie, you're wrong yeah. with everything. So. You know, Mark's uh, Mark's as a Vegas night fan. Hey, Clint, I was going to say, you know, at least your team hasn't lost in embarrassing fashion to the same team, you know, twice in the last couple of years. So you, <laughs> yeah. you guys are good on that front, at yeah. least. Yeah, uh, Mark's is uh, not doing well right now with VGK's meltdown. So, yeah. <laughs> did I say, did the, are they officially out of it now, Mark? No, not yet. But, I mean, dude, if you can't beat the Sharks... Yeah. Being, yeah, being up four two with two minutes yeah. to go, you don't deserve to be in do, anyway. So, do you and yeah. Clayton just want to start your own coding podcast? By the way, yeah, me we we chat. Yeah, yeah, do, me, you want to me and Clinton chat? Yeah, um, oh, we could build something great. Clinton does a great job, though. Honestly, like yeah. he's, I, I'm pumped with what he's done so far. Yeah, could you build an app that's ready by next Friday? Yeah, can we get together? an app, can we get an <laughs> app by Friday. Clinton? Right. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll jump right well, on that. I'll push it Mark to Thursday. And I have been working on the app. Oh, you have been. Oh, well, I wasn't going to break that, but yeah. See. Yeah, oh, we, maybe we could tell Steve about it. Well, it just like Pulp MX for all the minions to go around and, and do things without talking to me and then just say, surprise! <laughs> that that would be just... And then everyone gets a good giggle at my expense, as, as usual. So. Um, Isn't that really what happens? You actually give these guys assignments? I don't believe that. I try to. Yeah? I, I've been trying to get a show website for two years built. Two years. I, not by Marks, by another person. It's and, live. And, it's live. Yeah, we're good. It's oh, up. It's live now. Yeah, right now. <laughs> yeah, 
Thanks for paying attention. <laughs> Hold on. Hey. Hold on. Thanks for, thanks for paying the website is up? It doesn't redirect from the old one yet, but oh. you can access the new one, yes. Oh, I'm on the old one. Oh, you can get on the new one if you want. He doesn't even know. Again, again, the minions just running things. I knew we were close, but I didn't know it was live. Hey, Hey. it's like when you have this company where the the head figure has just gone dementia, but they keep him around to be the face of it. Everybody else is doing all the work. Now you feel like me, Steve. Yeah, Yeah. it's bullshit. (laughs) So, pulpamexshow.com. Well, no, that will. <laughs> so th- sometime this week, pulpmexshow.com will redirect to the new site. Okay. So, okay What's the new site? It's, it's pulpmex.com slash pulpmexshow. Okay. okay. Talon, did you know that? Yeah, I, I was doing the testing for it. Oh, see? okay. All right. Yeah. See, everybody's involved <laughs> but me. He's Minion 3. Com- complete bullshit. Minion 3. See yeah. what I deal with, Clinton? You see this? It's rough. It's rough times. We're, we're just ganging up on you, Steve. We're yeah, ganging up on no, you. It, it, it hey. is. Um, why, why, why make a union when you can just, you know, organize a coup? Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <a> coup. <laughs> Fuck my ass. Hey, oh. hey Steve. Uh, what? What's that, Clint? I've got one, like, back to Tomac. I got yeah. one question because I'm curious to hear you guys' opinion on this. Yeah. So he's going to get his second championship, right? Like, yep. we all know he's got his second championship. He's had a reputation for having the meltdown, right? Yeah. Like, there's, there's three or four races. Can we put that to rest now? Like, is that are we done with saying that Tomac has the meltdown? Like, he's he's the yeah. all-time fast, forty-four wins, eighty-four podiums, mm-hmm. one hundred and forty-six career starts. I mean, he's top five, top four in all of these categories. Do we finally get to put that to bed and not use that as the thing that that Tomac's like signature? Yeah, I agree. It's not been there, right? Um, We've had many years of a weirdo race or two. Even outdoors, you'd have those weirdo races. Yeah. They wouldn't be as bad as the Supercross ones. But, yeah, I think we're all right. Yeah. Yeah, think about if last weekend goes down as the worst race of his season. Yeah. That's not bad. No. By his no. standards. No, no. And he didn't, you know, he didn't start first and end up seventh, right? He just kind of went from fourth to seventh. Because, yeah. so. like, what was his worst around his worst finish uh, for his last Supercross title year on the Cowie? When he won shoes. the title? Yeah. Uh, I feel shoes. like there was a, a 10th in there, a 12th in there. Yeah. Probably. You know, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Um, Taking a look. Yeah, Clinton's, Clinton's looking. Right yeah, now. I say we got the um, guy. Yeah, Clinton Fowler brought you by OGO Power Sports. So. Yeah, I don't think he finished out of the top. I know he didn't finish out of the top 10. There's only been a few champions that have ever finished out of the top 10. Yeah, he was he was top 10 in every single race. He had one where he was between 5th and 10th. So, mm-hmm. um yeah. So it was a much better season his title year. Yeah, much more consistency. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, interestingly enough, like, he was 16 and 17 rounds. He was in the top five. And this year, he's not even going to hit that. Like, he's only got 12 top fives. Now he's been out of the top five three times this year. So, yeah. 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 Interesting. Yeah, 2020 is better. Yeah, yeah his, uh, this race and his Anaheim one were really outliers for his year, mm-hmm. really. Uh, and we'll see what happens in the last two, right? So. Yeah. Um, by the way, uh, RC comes over for show 500, walks in the house, and goes, "Man, will you look at these ceilings?" <laughs> Thanks, Clinton. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. Yeah. Hey, I, I he asked he asked what 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 he needed to know, and I was like, "Man, you just got to give him a hard time about the house. You got to talk about the mansion." Yeah, just just ridiculous. So uh, I know we put I know you put him up for that. So good work. Uh, yeah, healthy. 
Yeah, it's great. Uh, all right, Clinton. Hey, thanks for calling in, man. I appreciate it. Anything else for Clinton before we let him go? I think we sir. No. Keep uh, up the good work, my man. Yeah. Yes. Are, are you, you doing sir. some outdoor stuff? I know there were talks of that. I'm not going in the booth, but helping the outdoor people. Yeah. Are we doing any of that? Yeah, I'm going to do the support with the preview docs and the other stuff. But nice, uh, nice. I, I can't do the I can't do the travel and the in the real time stuff uh, for the outdoors. I got to I have a full time job and uh, yeah. in a lot I got to tend to. So, wow. uh, but I do the the stuff to support Weege and and get him kind of the prep material so he can have that stuff available on race day. That's awesome. It'll help a lot for sure. Well, uh, you've come a long way from writing me an email. And me saying, yeah, do one column. We'll see how it goes. And then uh, yeah, here, yeah, we are. here we are. That's so where that's, you find the good ones. That's awesome, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Appreciate um, it. Appreciate it genuinely. And, uh, you know, work on that raise for Marks. Yeah, all right. Thanks <laughs> a lot, Clinton. Uh, thanks for calling in, buddy. We'll talk soon, man. See ya. All righty. Thank all right. you. See talk ya. Soon. That's Clinton Fowler, everybody. I had to pay him $200 to say that, too. Yeah. That no, listen, his... Uh, <laughs> Worth every penny. Have you seen his, his site? I should show it to you. I have you. not. Yeah, I should show you his site. Me. Yeah, it's, it's it's great. He's done so much work. Yeah. And, and it's been three years of that, you know? Because um, there was nothing back dude, in the day. No, Davey got the vault going, and thank right. you for that. Yes. You know, that's a big I thing. I use that but, thing so much. Right. Well, Clinton's thing is... Next level. I'm so, messaging yeah. him right now. Because there was no, oh, no, there was no, no, no. internet. That you, was the main thing. you got to pay for that. That's what I'm asking. Oh, how okay. much? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey. Uh, but it's great. Uh, so thanks to Clinton Fowler. Thanks to OGO Power Sports. By the way, Suspension Direct. Uh, Marks put the E-Clicks on his Raptors, and he went mobbing. I say, it's actually dirty. Oh, it was filthy. You see He went mobbing. Yeah, I went and did some mobbing yesterday. And uh, how what? How the, the shocks The Raptor work? got to be a Raptor, and it, yeah. was, it was really good. Uh, the shocks work great. They have some stuff on there. You can adjust the uh, the pitch and the tilt and how much you want it to move around when you're going through you know uh, some rough stuff, and it actually works really well. So if you want it to move around a little more, you can adjust it. If you want it to be a little more stable, you can uh, you can set it to be a little more stable, and then when you're going through stuff, it uh, you know the suspension does the work for you, and the truck tries to stay a little more level. It worked really well. I'm not wow. just saying that. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, and it works did well. You on a the Jeep road, or did you go more on like uh, um, like uh, hills and stuff? Uh, a little of both. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I got I got a video of me doing like sixty through some some trails. Oh wow. Yeah. Just yeah. just check uh, you out. Mobbing. 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 Yeah. Um, and it works well on the street too. No. Yeah. No, you said no, that. No yeah. bullshit. Like you can adjust the like I said the pitch, and when you're going around corners and stuff, you know the Raptor has a tendency to to lean quite a bit, and you can adjust it so the suspension works for you and stays a little more flat if you want it to. So nice. It's it's really nice. Uh, well, I'm gonna put up a post tomorrow on Instagram, so look out for that. Thanks to ORW and the SDI guys for getting that installed in Marx's Raptor. And uh, if you got a UTV, these E-Click shocks are amazing from the Suspension Direct guys. So thanks to those guys. Ride Engineering, Pulp Fan 20 is a code to save. Ride Engineering ignition plugs and oil caps have flush mount, flush mount design to keep them lightweight and offer maximum protection. They also look cool and add a little bling. Just don't install them with a screwdriver. Keep a quarter in your toolbox and use that to tighten it and loosen it. Free shipping is over 99 bucks to add some matching axle blocks, master cylinder covers, and more. Use Pulp Fan 20 to save 20%. Ride-engineering.com. Thank you to those guys. Uh, all right, let's um, let's do our Antonio Caroli interview that was recorded earlier today because obviously he's nine hours ahead in Italy. Uh, so I called Antonio to talk to him about coming to America as well as racing an enduro and more. Uh, brought to you by the folks at Renthal. Also, we have Paul Parabinos was in the studio last week. The limited edition purple Renthal bars we gave two away last week. We're giving two more sets away. We got one fat bar and one twin wall bar to give away. Uh, purple, limited edition purple. Um, 
Third caller right now, Talon. Third caller wins. They, tell them they can pick either the Fat Bar or the Twin Wall, Purple Renthal, limited edition. You do not get to pick Bar Bend. You're just getting what I have. Uh, so third caller right now, 702-586-PULP, gets that. And the other set we will give away on contest at pulpamexshow.com. Contest at pulpamexshow.com. We will get you the set that the gentleman on the phone call doesn't pick. Uh, so that's uh, renthal.com for more information on that. And renthal.com uh, presents... My interview with Antonio Caroli. He is uh, coming to America, and uh, here is our conversation right now. Here's our conversation right now with Antonio Caroli. And now brought to you by the folks at Renthal. Renthal, more championships in the paddock than all the other brands combined. Uh, Factory Honda, of course, Red Bull KTM. Kawasaki, all using Renthal, whether it's the Twin, twin Wall Bar, whether it's the 7 8 Bar, or the Fat Bar, Fat Bar 36. They've got a lot going on at Renthal. This man on the line also happened to use Renthal Bars, and he is a legend of the MXGP Series and coming to America. Antonio Caroli, what's up, An- Antonio? How are you, man? Ciao, Steve. Yeah, all good. Thank you. I'm really, really looking forward for, the, for this, of course. Yeah, this is going to be great. So... I, I've talked to you a number of times over the years, and you've always told me you'd like to race in America at some point. Um, um, I guess take us through, like, did you did you go to KTM? Did, did they come to you? Take us through your decision to come here. Okay, listen. I mean, last year everybody knows I, you know, I stopped with my professional career, uh, but I always wanted to, you know, to race there because I think it's a very nice series and a super, super nice atmosphere and tracks and everything. So I really, I mean, this year I had the chance that I can, I could do it. So I said, okay, let's do the first races um, because, okay, I'm. I'm not, of course, training as I did before in the past when you are competing for the for the for some you know championship. Mm-hmm. But I'm still quite raised, quite riding a quite a lot more, more mostly testing, you know, for the for KTM, um, also for the R&D department and everything. But mm-hmm. I think uh, I think it's a good opportunity if I can you know do some races and you know come a little bit visit you know some friends over there. And, yeah. Uh, just enjoy, just enjoy with the family a little bit uh, some trips you know so it's it's nice yeah that's really good uh we're excited to have you now obviously the first two you're in for the first two if it goes well will you keep going uh how many do you think you will do or, or is it just two for sure no no two is for sure at the moment uh but of course i mean uh i had some some others maybe on the plan you know before the motocross of nations because uh I, wa- I want to race the Motocross of Nation. This was already in the plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so, I mean, it's a quite far in the season, you know. So if I had to uh, to race the Nations, uh, the Nations, for sure, I would like to do some races before. And yeah. maybe it's on the plan, you know, it was nice to do some more Nationals by the end of the year. But I don't know yet, you know. Yep. I don't know yet the plan at the moment. Uh, <laughs> it's the first two. And yeah, yeah. And we'll see. how it goes. Uh, if I... If I'm not too slow, then I maybe do more. Okay, I think you'll be okay. How do you uh, how do you feel? <laughs> Obviously, a year off of a year away from the the races, or you know, like I said, like like you said, you're not training and you're not riding as much. Do you feel as good as ever? Is your fitness not where it need not where it used to be? Like, how do you feel on a bike right now? No, I mean I'm just back from one enduro race. I so saw I'm that. Quite at the moment. <laughs> I'm quite. Uh, 
uh, enjoying more the bike uh, than the training uh, instead. You know, the intensity of the training is not for sure what we had before. Uh, it's just more fun now. And uh, of course, for compete, for win, you, you need intensity, you need uh, everything. You know, but if you if you uh, if you approach the race is mm-hmm. more like fun and and this, uh, of course it's uh, it's 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 nice in one way, but in the other way you maybe uh, you know you're maybe not ready for stay at the front. Uh, but this is not not the case. I I mean I don't really look for results at the moment. I just uh, I just really enjoy riding uh, right. at the moment. Yeah, not. Not expecting too much, but yeah. of course I'm not. Uh, I'm not going uh, just to pull out, you know, after five five laps. Uh, yeah, this is yeah. not my case. Uh, I, just, I just want to finish the races and and see how it goes. Did you have a chance to to ride for MXGP for KTM? Did they did they ask you? I heard. Did they want you to maybe jump back yes. in? Yeah. Yes, they asked me in uh, what it was end of February. Uh-huh. Uh But I mean, I didn't have any hours on the bike yet so it was not possible at all because uh, uh, if, it, if it was maybe later in the season uh, was was maybe possible mm-hmm. but uh, when they asked me in February yeah, I was just I stopped uh, with the GPs in uh, and the Supercross of Paris in uh, end of November and then I mean uh, middle of November sorry and then I didn't take the bike until uh, end of February so yeah. it was not really possible and I didn't also do any kind of physical training at all so right that's not really possible uh well where will you base yourself in america will you will you uh, uh fly in and out of california will, or on baker's factory or yes 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 i will be in california uh, uh close to the to ktm of yep. course to the, to the team and then uh, uh for the other races if i do other races then i don't know yet the plan but uh we make it we make it during the season you should you should uh, get a motorhome, you, Jill, and the kid. We're and required and do, to do some more races. Get a motorhome and travel around America, Antonio. <laughs> Film it for GoPro. Put a GoPro on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm not. Uh, I don't like driving, so okay. I don't. I don't. So I don't really see myself on this. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, that's awesome, man. So, hey, what? Oh. What was the idea with the enduro? Who talked you into that, or, or did, what did you think of that? Uh, it was fun because it was uh, it's a it's a KTM trophy, of course, yeah. uh, with mostly amateur amateur uh, people. Yep. And uh, yeah, they asked me to do just uh, some marketing wise, you know, to do some, uh, some, some to be there there at the event, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I say okay, I like to ride also, and I like to do it also a lot. So I say okay, I would be at the end, but I want to be racing. So it was <laughs> like uh, just. Just, just, just more fun than yeah. sitting there and uh, give the trophies to the people. You know? How, uh, how'd you do, or how, what was, was it tough? I was, I was third overall. Oh, uh, was actually was good because you know with all this uh, time that you need to respect, uh, it was something new for me. So I made, I made some mistakes. Uh, The stamp you need to make, and all the time you need to come out from the Parc uh, Ferme, you know, and this is not this kind of thing. It was quite, uh, quite, quite sketchy, but uh, mm-hmm. I made some penalties, so I was third in the, in the end, but 
Yep. It was fun. It was very nice. Right, right. So, uh, um, Paula, Paula, and uh, Hangtown, first two, California tracks. Have you watched any video? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. In Pala, I've, uh, I ride, I ride uh, a couple of times, but I think the track is completely different uh, yeah. than uh, when I was there, of course. Uh, it was a long time ago. Uh, and Hangtown, I've seen some videos, but uh, not not really much. I, but I see that it's quite hard pack, so yeah. normally it should be fine. Yeah, you're, you're Italian. Hard pack is fine for you guys. Yes, <laughs> very, very hard pack in Italy. <laughs> Um, what, uh, if, if you keep going more, what other, are there any other tracks you're looking forward to? I know you told me Red Bud, but you did race it, uh, at the MXDN, of course. Are there any other tracks you look yeah. forward to if you, if you keep, if you keep going? Yeah, of course. Unadilla, uh, it's, it's nice, I think. Mm -hmm. I mean, all the tracks are nice. Millville and Southwick and, uh, so many tracks. Yep. Uh, there is, there is, there is not really one track I will choose. I mean, I will just like love to ride all of them because uh there is always a nice you know atmosphere and such a nice uh uh tracks uh you know just looking forward you know yeah to to be there and uh, and meet all the all the fans also it's nice yeah i think you're gonna get a good reception uh i don't know how your social media do you feel like the americans are excited because i do over here like in the in the paddock the last couple of weeks all the industry you know riders mechanics are like that's awesome and the fans that I've dealt with on my social stuff seem to love it. Like, do you feel the uh, the excitement a little bit uh, on your end of things for you for this announcement? Yeah, yeah, of course. I'm really, really uh, happy. You know that uh, they, they write me, write me a lot of messages to meet a lot of these fans and uh, uh, also a lot of Italians. You know that they are living in the U.S. They are just super pumped. You know that. Finally, have somebody you know. Yeah. That's that they are living there. That they finally have also somebody, maybe bring the flag. You know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Really, right? Um, now you know, Antonio, yeah. you gotta you gotta ride with a stock frame here, right, and everything. So you gotta grab yourself a production yes. bike. Get used to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, I I I get one stock bike. You know. Um, earlier this year because yeah. in Europe was not available yet mm -hmm. uh, and uh, there was the American uh, version so I ro I rode a lot with the with the standard bike and I really love it so yeah no problem should be okay you uh you're an older guy so you're probably happy to see Tomac do so well this year I mean he's going to be the oldest supercross champion ever uh what's your take what's your <laughs> thoughts what's your thoughts on the American supercross series so far yeah, I always watch the Supercross races, and of course, uh, Eli is uh, doing one of his best season. I think uh, it's it's uh, it's nice, you know, to to come there and uh, mix it up with the boys. Yeah, yeah, it uh, it's 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 cool to see the the sort of resurgence he's had, you know, a little bit. Um, Antonio Caroli on the Pulp MX Show, brought to you by the folks at Renthal, Renthal.com. Please check them out. Of course, uh, AC two 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 uses uh, Renthal as well, and. Uh, Please check it out, rental.com for more information. And Antonio, we got to get you 222. We're working on that, the number 222. Yeah, hopefully, yes. Come on. I, <laughs> I, really, I really like to, to ride with my number. I know somebody, some other guy has it. And well, I maybe, maybe we can work I something out. Yeah, yeah, we can work something <laughs> out. Perfect. Um, nice. Thank you. Uh, hey, so MXGP this year, uh, without yourself, without Jeffrey, uh, Prado's been uh, up and down a little bit. Uh, Tim Geyser. Uh, he has a 60-point lead already. Uh, not not exactly a very exciting series so far, but that happens. 
What? Sorry, I didn't hear you. Oh, you yeah. Can repeat? Uh, yeah. Uh, Tim, uh, Geyser has a 60-point lead already. Without, yeah. You know, it's kind of not that exciting going on. Without you, without Jeffrey, Prado's been up and down. So, uh, no Febra, obviously. So, yeah, it's a, not a very exciting series to start over there. Yeah, I mean, uh, there's going to be a little bit... Uh, I mean, of course, uh, is not there, me and Jeffrey are not there. Mm-hmm. But, of course, the... The you know the guys are doing uh, an amazing job. Team is of course really constant. You know, really every every race they score the maximum points or, or don't make any kind of mistakes. So it's gonna be difficult, you know, for the for the rest, you know, to beat him. To beat him, I think. Right. Yeah. It'll be it'll be interesting to watch. Do you, Tom Vial, KTM's MX2 rider, is he gonna be a next MXGP champion? Does he have what it takes? Do you think watching Vial? I think I think so. I mean, he's very, very, um, uh, very, uh, you know, uh, technical rider mm-hmm. and doesn't make too many mistakes. Uh, so I think he will adapt uh, quickly to the to the class. I think. Yeah, he, he should. Uh, he should be okay then. Uh, it's good. This is going to be real exciting. Is there? Is there a bit of America that you're looking like off the track? Like, are you what are you looking forward to? Like eating at a restaurant or looking going to like a, um, a, a a historical landmark or anything about America outside of dirt bike racing that you're looking forward to? I mean, I didn't really look. Uh, I, I uh, asked my wife to do it so she can uh, you know uh, search around you know for for what to do because of course i want to i want to go a little bit around and yeah and see it because i didn't have the chance in the past so i would like to to do some kind of uh trips you know yeah. now especially with the with a little uh, kid yep, uh, it yep. would be nice you know? yeah uh what about what about what about food what's the american food you're looking forward to uh i mean I, 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 for food. I mean, in Italy we are quite uh, yeah. spoiled, so I don't know uh, exactly what to look forward, but uh, okay, <laughs> we will see. So when I went to Motocross the Nations with Ferry in '03 at Zolder, uh, Michele Rinaldi helped us out, right? The Yamaha uh, team, uh, yeah. and I was asking him about American food, and he told me he loves Pizza Hut. And I was just in shock, Antonio. I was in shock that the, <laughs> the, the Italian told me he wanted Pizza Hut. So, yeah. Yeah, but, but maybe he's from North Italy, you know, so it's kind of difficult, you know, to, because they don't really have a good pizza. Oh, okay. North Italy. You okay. need to come to center or south. Yeah, yeah center or <laughs> south, right? Uh, what, a career, yes. what a career you've had um, uh, on the bike. It's just been amazing. Uh, we saw you at uh, Paris, too, as well, and I think you were – uh, enjoying that? Do you, I mean, look, Supercross was never your thing. You've been there a couple of times, though. Do, do you enjoy riding like Paris, or, or I think you did Genoa one year also. Do you enjoy that Supercross stuff a little bit? Uh, for sure, I really enjoy. I I have a, you know also a little Supercross track at home, but yep. it's just for fun because you know when it comes to racing, it's difficult you know to 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 be. You can ride a few laps, but to be focused and you know on twenty laps and. Mm-hmm. With that, in, with that intensity, it's, you need to have a lot of practice on it, and you need to, the, you know, to bor- to to born, you know, or in, or in US or in France, you know, to be yep. competitive uh, in this uh, or in Australia, let's say, and, and a few other countries. If you burn, if you're born in Italy, you are not really a Supercross rider because there is not really the mentality about Supercross. Yeah. Did you ever have a chance when you were younger to come to America? Did anybody ever? Did you think about it? Did you ever talk to anybody? Did did you did you want to do it? Like say early on, you know, when you're 20 years old or whatever. Uh, 
yeah, only one year I had the chance, but I was already 21, let's say. I was quite, let's say, quite quite old, you know, to, yeah. ride, you know, to be there. So in the end, I decided to stay because uh, if I had the chance, you know, if I had the chance to be, you know, there when I was maybe 17 or 18, it would be for sure, yes. But mm-hmm. when I was already 21, 22, uh, and then I still need to learn how to ride Supercross. So it will be, you know, another year maybe. <laughs> and then mm-hmm. it's difficult. So this with, was the the worst, you know, decision I had to take. Yeah. Was it with a Yamaha team over here or what was it? Do you remember? Yes. Yes. Yeah. It was my Yamaha team. Yes. Oh, okay. Nice. That, that would have been, that would have been neat. Did I hear, yeah. did I hear that at some point you, you, you had consoled, uh, you had told, you'd spoke to Prado and kind of said, Hey, if you're going to, I heard that you said to him, you're gonna go to us you gotta go now this is a couple years ago and if you don't go now you know you're gonna stay in mxgp is that something is that was that true did i hear that yeah for sure i mean that's what i advise him for my experience that i had and uh uh so i mean this was just uh one little advice that i could give Mm -hmm. i mean if you want to go you need to go you are one-time world champion. I mean, and then you have to leave. Yeah, uh, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. It, it, you got to get there early to get to learn Supercross, right? Yes, because yeah. it's. Uh, I mean, it's very, very difficult, you know, kind of uh, racing uh, and everything. So you need to adapt to the right. uh, to the format and everything. Uh, before we wrap this up, uh, Antonio, thank you again for the call. Do you? So it, it sounds like you're, you know, you're coming for fun. You're you you haven't uh, uh, off the bike. You haven't trained as as hard as you used to, and all that, but. Do we? I mean, if you're if you're top five, uh, is that a goal? Podium? Is that you know? Is that kind of your goal? Do you think you can? You know, I, I think you can get top five and challenge for a podium if you kept going. Uh, uh, but what what's your goals? Like if if you're top ten, will you be happy? Or is there or a guy like you because you've won so much? Uh, how? What's your goals? Uh, of course, I mean top. Uh... Top five would be amazing. I mean, uh, okay. if I see, if I see, I mean, what, what I'm doing at the moment and uh, uh, what kind of riding and training stuff. I'm, I mean, I will start training a little bit now, uh, more a little bit. Okay, yep. we have still one month to go. Mm-hmm. But I mean, uh, you cannot prepare, uh, you know, one season in one month. So, <laughs> right. <laughs> Otherwise, it would be easier yeah. know, for anybody. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, this is. I mean, if I if I am. Top five, I would be super, super pumped, of course. Cool, cool. Uh, yeah. Well, thank you for doing this. I can't wait to see you, uh, you and Jill and the little one. Um, should be fantastic. Our series is is much better with you racing it. That's for sure. It's it's going to be awesome. Thanks, thanks for coming over, man. I'm looking forward to it. This is really really cool, uh, and I'm glad you get to experience. So, thanks, Antonio. Thank you. Bye bye, and see you soon. Bye. bye. See you. Bye. That's the great Antonio Caroli, brought to you by Renthal, Renthal.com. Great guy. Have you ever interviewed Antonio, Michael? Have you um, ever? like for when we had a USGP, I got to actually interview him and Koldenhoff um, at CD's uh, oh, okay. US deal. Or yep. no, it was AXO back when he was still yeah. AXO USA still yep. exists and they were sponsoring. So that was the first time I got to meet Koldenhoff, and uh, you got to interview Antonio. Yeah. yeah, yeah, really, really nice guy. I've got to know him over a long time. So. Um, yeah, really, really cool to have him on the show and rentall.com. I said in there, you know, he said, look, I'm not where I need to be in my fitness, uh, but I'm going to start working now. Uh, if I'm top five, I will be very, very happy, he said. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's realistic. I think, yeah. you know, seven to five, seven to four, and maybe that's, a podium here and there. I can't remember who I was talking to this week, and they asked me because they said, oh, my buddy says he'll barely be top ten. I'm like, seven oh, to four is my on. guess. Yeah, yeah. And I wouldn't doubt, like, his ability, like, 
if he starts and runs inside the podium for a little bit, 100% yeah. wouldn't surprise me. I think a 4-7 to seven, super, super respectable. Yeah. No, I, I agree. So looking forward to having him here. We'll see about Hurling soon, too. Oh, That'll yeah. be great for the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championships, and you can see that on, on uh, MAV-TV and MAV-TV+. Plus. Uh, so get it on there, and uh, all the races will be on there this summer. And, of course, the Pulpomex show as well on Tuesday nights. Incredible. Incredible. Just, yeah. Pulpomex show. TV, TV show. Went from, <laughs> a, went from just a janky I mean, radio show to a janky YouTube show yeah. to... Yep. Well, I can't call it a janky TV show. You're going to get booted. You're going to have to be a respectable TV uh, show. Respectful. There you go. We're basically like Magnum PI. It's basically like, we're like Magnum <laughs> oh PI. I know it's a timely reference. Uh, absolutely. So you get, you get the Ferrari now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, exactly. Not yeah. Okay. yeah. Not the Lambo. Uh, hey, thanks to the folks at Manscape. Manscape have been on board with us for a while. They got performance packages coming out now. Of course, they got uh, the Lawnmower 4.0 uh, performance package included in this package. You'll find the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, weed whacker, ear and nose hair trimmer, crop preserver, ball deodorant, crop reviver toner. Performance briefs and a travel bag, all of it. Manscaped, Pulpamex 20 is the code to save with Manscaped. Uh, the Weed Whacker is waterproof and uses a 9,000 RPM motor. Not 360-degree rotary dual-blade system. The uh, uh, Lawnmower 4.0 is... Uh, got a 7,000 RPM motor. It's got an on-off switch for a travel lock. It's got a light on it. It's got a guard on it so you can watch the, the delicates, you know. Yeah. It's got that guard so you can't get too too close, too much <laughs> too much trouble. Uh, Manscaped, please check them out. Pulpamex 20 is the code to save with Manscaped. They got a whole line of performance uh, uh, hair products, too. So they got the uh, uh, cologne-infused ultra-premium body wash with aloe vera and sea salt to keep your skin feeling clean and moisturized. They got uh, two-in-one shampoo and conditioner. They, uh, once you're out of the shower, you can get on the Manscaped Aluminum Free Deodorant tra Train. Uh, yeah, they've got lip balm as well. So Manscaped expanding their empire and doing good things. Uh, Pulpamex 20 is the code to save. Uh, so please check that out. The Elite Trimmer as well. Uh, Lawnmower 4.0 Elite Trimmer to clean off any uh, unwanted body hair. So it's waterproof too. So, Michael Lindsay, I don't know how your junk is, but if it needs help, Manscaped is the one to do it. All right? Okay. Keep that in mind. I will. Uh, all right. Uh, Your voice will be going through my head. <laughs> oh, listen, man. Listen. We, we have the... We, listen. Are you okay back there? Because if you're not, up let there? me know. Back yeah. there? Back up there? there? Back Every, there? Everywhere. Back there? Well, RV had a whole story about back there that I don't want to really get into. <laughs> Why does hey, that man, not surprise you me? Nuts at, man? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, um, hey, uh, Marks, we did a uh, Twitter poll last week. Uh, the Pulp Mex, uh We're going to do a bunch of these all summer long. It's going to be fun to do. Uh, of course, we're going to do favorite co-host uh, and all that. Michael Lindsay, by the way. I ain't it, doing well on the favorite co-host. <laughs> Who do you think Lindsay's going to be matched up against? Oh, this is your this is your 14th time here. Really? Yes. Wow. wow. 14th That's way more time. Than I thought. Yep. Uh, I thought I you are now pulled ahead of Adam Ektignap. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Pulled ahead of Adam Ektignap. Uh, Not in people's um, hearts, I can tell you that. And uh, uh, <laughs> you're sure. I love Addy to death. How can you not like Addy? Yeah. Addy's number. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. Get, wow. Pookie added like eight up. or ten. Added oh. Pookie. I mean, I have I come up quite a few times. Uh, 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 she knows her truth. I'll leave that. And, one and this is this includes like COVID shows and all that stuff too. Okay. So if you came in during COVID when I did the live shows all across, that counts as one. Yeah. Like, I don't know if you did or not. I don't remember. You probably did. I'm sure. I think I came up for one. I'm sure you did. So, anyways, uh, we we're doing a, a, a bracket challenge all summer long. The first bracket up on PulpamexShow.com is favorite rider. So, not favorite caller or not favorite co-host or anything like that. Just favorite rider. Uh, we had a week of voting, Marks, and 
We did. Uh, do you want me to list out the winners? Yeah. So it was Roxon over Ferrandis, we Wilson over Webb, Cincerello over Barsha, Tomac over Anderson, uh, Brayton over Oldenburg, Nicoletti over Hartraft. Fail with the big win. Yeah, big win. Uh, Anstey over Bloss, which I believe was the closest one that we had. It was like 50.5 to 49.5 oh. or something like that. Yeah. Uh, Amar over Freese. Uh, not a big shocker Troll there. Train. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Stewart over McElrath, which I think was the biggest gap. I think Stewart had like 94%. Yeah. Oh, my God. Over over nothing against Shane. Over yeah. McElrath. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, um, it's Malcolm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Plessin, Plessinger over Sexton. This is riveting. Craig over Savachi. Bogle over Muscan. Chisholm over Rodbell. Uh, Aray over Morans. Clayson over Norn. And last but not least, Starling over Entignap, which was the most oh, voted in. Really? That's an upset, mm. I feel. Yeah. Yeah. Starling was a. He said, I can't believe you guys, you, you jerk offs, put me with and put me against Entignap. No, wow. And then he pulled out the W. Yeah. Yeah. And my prediction is Phil goes far. Phil goes semifinals uh, or final. I would bet Phil goes far. Who's he hey, up against next round? He's got to go against Brayton. Oh, he'll oh, be brain. No, yeah. he'll be brain. Unless Weege is over there yeah, flying the flag Weege, hard. Yeah, it depends if Weege gets his, all his computers in North Carolina. Everything, hey, yeah. 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 every day you're going to log in Racer yeah. X in the morning, there's just going to be a big old thing yeah. to vote for brain. Yeah, 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 absolutely. <laughs> every day, so, phone page takeover on Racer X every day is So we're going to do brain. this. We're going to do favorite <laughs> Publimex show rider caller, right? Uh, Yeah, that's – oh, I don't know. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah, and then yeah. we're doing – Favorite, favorite co-host, co yeah. Co-host, yeah. Who are you so. putting me up against in co-host? Uh, that's all Roto. Roto does this. So, oh, God. Uh, yeah. I'm going to text him because I'm probably up I'm probably I think he, look, if he does what he did in this one, it would be based on, like, social media following. Mm. So highest would go against lowest. You know, it's it's like okay. first seed versus yeah. last seed type right. deal. Right. So depending on where you fall in, in there. Who all right. Is? So the voting goes up tomorrow for now? For, yeah, for so, the next round? Yeah. Yep. The, the new voting will go up. I think uh, this is the sweet 16. We've got 16 left. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Who? Who we'll win favorite co-host? Will it be Kiefer or DV? Yeah, I don't know. RV? Oh, is he? Uh, He'll be in there. He'll be in the mix. It'd probably be. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. That's what. That's what. That's the, the Twitter people. I'm have gonna spoken. go with DV. I bet DV wins. Okay. Yeah. This yeah. was cool though. I think we got more involvement and engagement in this than I expected. No, oh, nice. People, hey. were, people were pumped. Hey, how good, close good job to Roto the, Yeah, good job, Roto. How close yeah. was the Tomac Anderson one? Because I will say that's the only one of those that kind of shocks me a little bit, even though Tomac... No, Starling over to 7 Deuce 2 shocks me. Yeah, a little bit. Right. Tomac Anderson was uh, Tomac 65.7, Anderson 34.3. Huh. So, so. Well, then again, it is your following. Yeah. I mean, I mean yeah, a lot of them weren't, we'll a lot of them weren't close. Uh, you know, a lot of <laughs> 70s versus 20s and 60s versus 30s. So. so keep an eye on that. We'll start the new uh, Sweet 16 voting tomorrow, and we'll keep it going all summer long for a different, few different contests. So, uh, Michael Lindsay from Vital MX. How's everything at Vital MX, by the way? How's it? How's it going? It's how's great. the form? It's uh, great. You just Everybody always asks me, how's the form? How's right. the form? It's great for three weeks out of the month, and then there's one month out, one month out, or one week out of the month that everything seems to go haywire, right. and I can't stay off the form dealing with <laughs> stupidity for like two or three days. Right. Everybody seems to melt down at the exact same time. Here's what I don't understand about the form. So I assume, like, some of the people you just kick out of there, right? Yeah. Who who just say stupid shit, insulting shit. Yeah. Politics, religion, that kind of stuff, right? Yeah. We actually let politics back in. That's been interesting. Oh boy. Okay. Really? Only really? in the non-moto section, but that's interesting. Okay. So here's oh, my thing, though. Oh, man. If you kick them out, yeah. do they get to come back in, these people? It depends. So it used to be a little bit more open-ended. Now when somebody gets booted, 90 
five percent of the time i send them an email that says why they've been booted and how long they'll be booted for most of the time if they just tell somebody they're in need you know if they yeah. say something really shitty towards yeah. somebody yeah um tells them a jet like something pretty wrong i'll yeah. just hey you're out for a week or two if it's something like racist or yeah. nasty against religious people or something, I'm like, you're just talk to me in a couple months if you want to try to plead for some reason. Well, no, racist, you're out no matter what. Yeah. Like people that get nasty with politics and religion, I'll be like, hey, you're out for a month or yeah, two. Yeah. Plead your case if you ever want to come back. Uh, but there's stuff I perma ban people. There's right. also, but then the problem is people come back, keep making new accounts, and they start using. IP address changers and stuff. But oh, you they start really to, do that. They really dude, do that. We have a couple guys who have probably in the last 10 years have made 80-something accounts. You ban them about once a month when you... They kind of wow. trend towards the same What are these people doing for their, server, for their lives? Nothing, what apparently. What, nothing. I guess they, they have anything accounts. better to do than come make my life and everybody there is miserable. You're wow. fucking kidding me. Wow. No, I think we... Yeah. I, I'm not even joking. Legitimately, the top guy, there's got to be somebody that's had over 200 accounts. Yeah. There's somewhere bad, but you start to get... Yeah. There was one what guy who kind of had the same theme... He would use, like, movie star names. Yeah. Kind of so after a while, you just start to figure out who he was. Right when you make an account, you just delete it before anything would happen anyways. Jeez. So um, uh, <coughs> how's everything going with testing and all that? Your, your test bikes and shootouts and Good. everything going? Uh, it's a nice little up, gap. Yeah. We just finished, you know, factory editions were a little later this year. We got the Stark. The KTM production launches are this year. Actually, going in, to in Red this, Bud, right? Oh, I don't get to. It, in the Stark launcher on the same freaking day. Oh. Okay. I got to go to Spain. So yeah. get to send some guys to... Um, over to Redbud. Yeah. All right. I got a, um, yeah. Was it um, Jacob Hayes helping us a little bit now? So I'll take him and Klinger. Um, every guy will go there, and then I'm gonna go. You're to so much Stark. happier being at Vital than you were running your own race team. Good God. <laughs> How can I be? I haven't tried to jump off a semi or walk into traffic yeah. in the last couple months. It's, it's Snugs. Is he is he in a better mood? Oh, yeah. yeah. Just. A million times, she says, you're in a better mood. I can imagine. Yeah, I literally... Uh, you know how good it was at the end of outdoor season? I was so stressed out. I was having panic attacks at least two or three times. I'd wake up at, like, one in the morning just sweating panic yeah. attacks and sleep a couple hours a night. Um, I got, like, from stress, I basically got carpal tunnel in both my hands and my feet, so they would be super numb feeling. Yeah. But anytime I touched something, it was like pins and needles. So I'd walk around all day and felt like you're stabbing knives into my feet all day. <sighs> That's not good. And so, but now that you're not doing it, all gone. All problems all gone. gone. Yeah, 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 instantly my right. health got, oh, and my hair started to fall out, yeah. like, drastically. Right, right. All of a sudden I was pulling it yeah. out in chunks no. towards the end outdoors. I I've mm. told this story before, but uh, my last year at Yamaha, I was getting these big stomach pains whenever i drank something hot or cold mm -hmm. so hot coffee or cold ice yeah. water i'd get stomach pains shooting stomach pains and i'd be like what the hell and i went and got a uh, when well, they knocked me out and they put a camera down my throat right and then they Bad, did like a, stomach they, ulcer they, they, they did an ultrasound like a pregnant mm -hmm. person to see what's in there they uh, uh did all this stuff on me they couldn't find anything what was wrong with me they didn't know what was why it was i stopped being a mechanic gone never had that ever it's since just stress. yeah just stress, stress. dude Stress just is evil stress. to your body. Yeah, yeah. I absolutely went through it. Um, just, you know, stress about the work and everything yeah. else and going yeah. on. So uh, crazy what that does to you, and you experienced it, yeah. Well, it's a different type, like, doing like you and me. Like, you work – I work nuts hours. I don't really have a stop and a go time most of the time. So, yeah. like, long hours has never bothered me. Yeah. But just so much shit riding on you, yeah, that was a whole different world universe yeah. of stress yeah. to deal with. Uh, Michael Lindsay here from uh, uh, <laughs> Mark says that's him and fantasy stress. That was me. I, oh, dude, I quit I like you. I blame you three rounds ago. I gave up. I did was doing so bad. Imagine having thousands of people yell at you for 
Uh, I get yeah. that. I get yeah. well, well, not yeah. thousands, I guess, but I got I the hundreds. You, I guess right. you right. do know. I feel you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Michael Lindsay from Vital MX here on the Pulp MX Show, presented by Motorsport.com, Decal Works, and Fly Racing. Michael, all right, let's look ahead to Denver a little bit and yeah. see what we're going to get. Like two rounds to go in Supercross, right? There's a lot of plots going on, subplots going on here. Uh, Hunter Lawrence has won the last two 250 West races. Now we're going into this thing. Uh, I think Christian Craig still got it. I'm mm-hmm. not worried about that. But, I mean, certainly the momentum is with is with Hunter Lawrence right now, and Craig's maybe thinking a little bit uh, in his head, right? Um, well, and anything can happen. You think of Christian um, last year, was it Racing Nichols when we went yeah, into the last life. round and got hurt? Yeah. I mean, it, it can happen. And it's so crazy to think. I think going into the East break, it just seemed like, oh, Christian's dominated his season nobody was really able to touch him. And then you look back at Hunter's results and it's like, if he wouldn't have thrown away that one race in the whoops, yeah. when he was in like third, this, I this think, would yeah. be, he'd be right in it. Yeah. We, we'd be coming down to the wire between those two. Yeah. So yeah, in Christian's case, it's, it's not like jet or Eli's titles where it's just, Hey, you just got to get through it. Like there's a little bit of pressure on him to not mess up because yeah. one little mistake is going to lose and, him this championship. And it's not like Christian is this battle tested champion, right? Like right. he's never won before. He's nope. known to be maybe mentally not the strongest guy. Yeah. And there's this coming on. Now, I fully think he's going to get this. I really do. Yeah. But there's a potential here for Denver or Salt Lake to go sideways, man. Well, and how is it not just – even though he's showing it come through the pack, it could be as simple as something we've seen with what Jack kept doing. Coach. Just all of a sudden, the tensions are going to go through the roof for him if he slides down the first corner because it is one race to go. All of a sudden, there's way more riding on him than any other round this year. Does he make a mistake coming through the pack? Then there's just li- – you yes, percentage fights. Like, okay, you, not most of us are going to say 90% sure, 95% sure he's got this. But all it takes is that one little yeah. moment. Yeah, absolutely. So stay tuned and, for that. 450 class, can Anderson make it three in a row? And Eli will clinch, I think, this weekend. Yeah, for sure. But uh, can Anderson make it three in a row and, and fight him all the way to the finish? It'll give Jason Anderson six wins on the year. Maybe Salt Lake could be seven wins in a row. He, you know, we talked about altitude training at um, the press conference, and it's always been a thing that's bugged him in the past. But he's in New Mexico right now, which yeah. is high, yeah. and uh, higher than actually any yeah. of the rounds we're racing at this year. Albuquerque's yeah. pretty high elevation, right. so that shouldn't bother him in Denver. It shouldn't bother him in Salt Lake. He should be mm-hmm. ready yeah. to go. So, uh, what do you think we see in Denver? I I lean towards. I just I said it earlier in the shows. I feel like Eli. Well, we saw this week, and when he's off, he's really off. But I think when he's on, it's, it's all or nothing kind mm-hmm. of for him. I think he puts his head down, just races the win this weekend. I think in his home crowd, I think he gets it done. I think he not only wins the title, I think he caps it off with the win. You do, yeah. Um, but I give Anderson – I think they both get a win, another win before the season's up. I think Eli takes it this weekend, mm-hmm. and Jason takes it probably in Salt Lake. I was going to say, so you don't think we see a new winner uh, this this weekend? Like- I, I don't. I you know, I'll never, I'll never say never to Cooper Webb because he'll never cease to amaze me on what he can make happen. I do think it's an insane long shot, and mm-hmm. a part of me would love to say Malcolm Stewart. I really wanted to see him get that first win yeah. this season, but his his season's just trended off a little bit the last couple rounds. It's not quite where it once was. Um, I would not be surprised to see Marvin take a win here in the last two. So, four podiums in the last five weeks, uh, and including a win, right? And uh, the Atlanta race, he crashed back and he pulled yeah. in pits and it wasn't good. So uh, Marv could do could do this. He won Salt Lake last yeah. year, Salt Lake the second last round. So Salt Lake's good form. Maybe he grabs another win. Well, I think the most pressure, he's got the most pressure on him to perform 
because he's in such a weird crossroads of his career. He yeah. is what's Marvin thirty thirty one. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's on a Supercross only one year contract with KTM. You know, talking to him very beginning of the year, he seemed more undecided. Now you talk to him, he wants to continue racing. Mm-hmm. There isn't a lot of talk if he's staying or not. I think he needs to prove, you know, continue to prove like yeah. not only I want to race, I'm competitive, I can win. It's weird, both him and Cooper at the end of contracts. Webb's in a different case. He's younger, has won championships. He can, if he wants to leave KTM goals where he has the ability to do so, you know, he doesn't have to finish off the season strong to pick what he wants to do mm-hmm. next year. But Marvin, I feel like there's still, even though he's won this season, there's a lot of pressure on him yep. to really perform. Not only if he doesn't win, at least run in heavy contention against Anderson Tomac these last two races yep. to prove either to KTM, you need to resign me. Or somebody else is, yeah. you know. Yeah, we, we talk about this on the, on our review file. I don't see a home form outside of KTM. I don't see yeah. a factory team home form outside of KTM. I just I just don't. Uh, so I think this is a big week for Eli. I'm with you, though. His weird, his weird race in Foxborough, that'll be all a memory, and he's yeah. going to bounce back and clinch the title, win the race. You know, the whole storybook thing in front of his home yeah. state fans, right? I really believe that. Now, here's what's crazy still is I think we talked about – or. I th- I know there was discussions going on Atlanta. So I don't know if it's changed, but prior to Atlanta, he has still not signed a contract for next year. Eli's talked about a million times not being a record book guy and stuff. What if this is how he goes out? This what if this is the end of his Supercross run? This is wins it at home, dominant yeah. front Denver the fans. Uh, I think he comes back. I think he's worried think about so. the twenty three Yamaha. That's he ex- wants to ride exactly it. what I heard. Yep. Right, he wants to ride it, which I understand that because uh, it's going to be a little different for sure. Yep. I have tried everything to get it out of the Yamaha guys, and they are mm-hmm. not. They are not giving it up. So I mean, I have an inside connection with Blue Crew, but they are being very silent. So mm-hmm. I want to see what they're going to do to the bike. It's like they know you run a radio show or something. Mm, yeah, <clears throat> might they got to keep a secret. Maybe you know? they know I'm on Mav TV now, and I'm a yeah. Big you have time. a TV show. I'm like, that, that I'm really like basically like Magnum PI. Yeah. Magnum PI. Um, so, um, yeah, I think he wants to ride the bike before he decides. I'd fully expect him to be back. Uh, but you think maybe Cooper Webb? I think he's going to go back to KTM. That was part of the reason why he went back yeah. to Baker's. But you m- said maybe not. Um, you think maybe I, not? I think he does. So I do know he has a Red Bull contract through 23. Um, I do think the most likely option is he signs a one-year extension with KTM. I think it ends up being a Supercross-only deal. Mm-hmm. And then he weighs his options at the end. I think a lot of it depends on what Eli does it well. This is my – the number one theory I'm running with is Eli signs his one-year option. Mm-hmm. Cooper signs a one-year extension to his KTM deal to match his Red Bull deal. At the end of 23, Tomac retires. Cooper is done with both his Red Bull and his KTM contract. Cooper reunites Back with, with Bobby mm, Reagan. Yep. At Star. That sounds good. I think it's yeah. – Yeah, well. If you really, really want to believe the rumor mill – Cooper may have rode a star racing Yamaha. Yeah, hey, it wouldn't be the first time a rider whose contract is up rode another brand and yeah. tested it out. That's for sure. I could, yeah. I could, I could totally see that. Um, but I think it could go so many ways. There's, you know, there's other openings. Not saying that's the things could go good at KTM next year. It yeah. could all, yep. yeah, maybe he signs out in preparation, but maybe things they figure out the bike. He figures out everything is happy. Who knows? Well, maybe Eli continues on. How do they? Yeah. How does Yamaha sign him if they have Dylan going into a new two-year contract and if Eli decides to continue past 23? Yeah, we've seen a lot of teams learn about a motorcycle in a year and fix it and learn things yeah. on data acquisition and things and get better. So, yeah. you know, that that's what these teams are doing, right? Uh, I've been there, too, as well, on different teams. So, um, all right, motorsport.com, tweet at Talon segment. <laughs> no, that's my mom. 
It's the Motosport.com Tweets at Talon segment. Motorsport.com, OEM and aftermarket parts, free shipping and everything over 79 bucks. They got street bike stuff, they got UTV stuff, they got dirt bike stuff, filthy Phil Nicoletti, Ryan Villapoto, and myself, all part of the Motorsport.com family. Go through the banner on uh, pulpamex.com or pulpamexshow.com, and uh, we can uh, figure out uh, to get the best prices, and it helps us out as well. So, again, these questions are submitted to at Show on Twitter. Talon has no camera this week. Poor kind Talon. of excited about that. Poor Talon. Poor Yar Yar. I know. All right. Okay. So uh, these are submitted to at Papa Mech Show on uh, Twitter. Let's do this, uh, Talon. All right. First one from the voice of the drunken people. Brees has a reputation of being particular to the point of being hard to work with. Have you heard of anyone trying to sign him for next year? I didn't know Brees has that reputation. Mm, I've heard it from one or two people. Have you? Before. Okay. Yeah. Not like he's paying, but I've heard particular about certain items. Uh, yeah. You know. Um, no, I haven't heard anybody. Some not say he won't, but if it is, it would be. He's had a good season, but yeah. again, it would be maybe a newer team, some smaller and, program. But and everyone who's you know anyone who's got top level equipment is going to be like, hey man, everyone was out. Good job, yeah. Ryan. But we had a lot of injuries, and right. you know yeah. he deserves all the uh, applause he's going to supposed to, he yeah. deserves. But it's not going to help him. Like, that's, yeah. that's always the difficult part with um, results that are end of outdoors or end of Supercross. They look great on paper. The guys have stayed in it. They haven't been hurt. They're yep. learning. You, you can't take anything away from But when it's somebody making a team decision, yeah. okay, yeah, they went results up as the season went on, but did they ever beat anybody we've already signed or spent money on? No. Yep. Okay. Right. Like. Yep. Uh, from Slow Ride 858. How do we judge heart ramp supercross season? Clearly a step forward, no question. Mm-hmm. Percentage pie between bike and team improvement, rider improvement, and the depleted field. Uh, bike improvement, 30%. Rider improvement, 30%. Depleted field, 40%. There you go. Boom. Just did the math. Yeah, it's it's simple, yeah. Uh, yeah, he, he's gotten better. Mm-hmm. 100%. Uh, but the field's gotten weaker. But, you know, he's been doing, like we talked about Troll earlier. You gave him a four, by the way. Uh, Give him a five. Troll should have been taking advantage of these injuries like yeah. Hartraft, and he hasn't always been. Hartraft has been, consistently been the first non-factory dude out there. Yep. That's what you're supposed to do. Hartraft's almost always that guy. That's what Troll should have done more times than not. Um, so good job for Brandon Hartraft. Mm-hmm. One stat I think I remember when I was looking stuff in the year, Hartraft went from trending early in the year where he would finish the first lap. He would lose a couple spots. Uh, last couple times I mm-hmm. checked, I believe he's been going forward pretty yeah. much almost every race now. Yeah. All right. From Loopy127, Steve, please tell me you plan on having a skull and crossbones flag waved at some point in the Pulp <laughs> LCQ. <laughs> I would love to. That's Bruce Sternstrom's idea. Um, but, yeah, I uh, – uh, What does it mean? Anything goes. It's like a pirate flag. Like anything uh-huh. goes. You can mutant. mutant hey, is it can, like instead good. of the Joker lane, you just one lap, you wave it in that one lap. It's like the, what's the horror purge, movie? The, the purge. purge. Yes, yeah, it becomes purge. a full yeah. purge. Yeah. You can do whatever you want. No, I'd like to, but I don't think it's going to work. Hey, can but. you do a lap where you just turn off the lights in the stadium for one lap and then turn back? <laughs> That's already happened once. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for Moto Review Show, what happens to RJ long-term? Does he eventually make it to the big bikes on a factory team, or does he just stay on stay balls fast on a 250 but can't stay off the ground? He's one of those guys. Like, who, who would you hire? Like, he can't stay up. He crashes a lot. He's got a tremendous amount of speed. Who are you hiring that's better than him, though? Not really anybody. 
Like, he's going to keep a ride, is my point. Like, he's going to yeah, keep yeah. on that gravy train. Yeah, he's been – I think yeah. he got his re-up offer from Husky, and I know he's also been pounding on Star's door. So, yep. he'll, he'll end up – he'll keep a factory ride, but also that same question mark. How many years does it take him to do what Christian's finally doing yeah. now? How many mm-hmm. years does it take him to put it together, get the tile moved to 450? Because yeah. how old's RJ? 27? Really? I don't know. I was trying to think if he's yeah. 25 or 26, but you yeah. think if it takes him – two more years to win the championship or so other than i think based on how he finishes this year he may only have one year of eligibility left he, points he, wise he makes too many mistakes man yeah. he's yeah. too loose it's yeah. it's incredible yeah. he's 26 he, he's 26 but he's a scary one like i said because i think when i looked earlier he already has two seasons um of the over 135 points he'll be over 135 points this year so whoever takes him on from now on yeah. knows you know he he, he's kind of in the same uh, as the J-Mart, level, J-Mart and Forkner. Yep. If he has one decent season, even if he doesn't win the title, he's out. Right. All right. From Crow176, Michael, Team Vital MX Honda World Supercross team? Uh, I answered this one in a tweet with, a, with, with, a a, with an emoji with a gun to my head, yes. It's <laughs> so, a squirt so gun because no. Apple took away the actual gun like oh, a couple really? years ago, so it's a squirt gun. But, yes, <laughs> it shows I took the bandaged head emoji and put the squirt gun to its head. The, so the World Supercross is interesting. It's definitely – I talked to another team this weekend, yep. uh, pretty f- f- high-profile private team. Yep. They got the package. They're talking to the World Supercross yep. guys, and they're like, it doesn't make a lot of sense, man. It I, doesn't you know, make a lot I've of sense. I've seen the numbers from one of them. I, if, I think on the short term, unless you're – I don't mean to name this out like this. Like I know Genova's super in on it. If you yeah. have the ability to financially – fund it yourself for two seasons i think it makes sense because i think it's going to take until the year 2024 at the earliest to get oem bonus and salary support which i think is really going to be needed to kind of move head with riders unless you're willing to spend a lot of cash first couple years Uh Um, i think also it's really short notice to get new your existing sponsors in i love the idea of the series overall um short term i think it's tough um i've heard I heard something like 52 people put in for the tendering process, though. Really? I heard, and this is total, once again, this is total rumor mill. I heard Reed and Moosecan were two of them that put in to at least get the information. Yeah. But uh, last thing I'll say is if you were to do a team now, I would say I think if you have the connections, it would be easier to start a team to go global only versus trying to start a team to go race U.S. Supercross and Motocross, partially just not having to deal with the semis and the trucks and some of the pit stuff. If you were to have to start from scratch right now and you had a financial backer or a sponsor, I would go to global before starting a U.S. Supercross Motocross team. At least there, there is some financial kickback and there's less items you need to go racing. So if I were trying to start from scratch or somebody that's racing that wants to put together a program, I would lean that direction. Makes sense. Uh, this one's from Snowboard from Peams. With Tomac winning at 29, Craig winning, Anderson and the People's Champ, Chiz riding well on factory equipment, are we likely to see the big team shift away from or at least consider more of the some of the more experienced privateers over trying to chase the next new kid? I don't think so. I don't think so. That'll always be there to find the next yeah. one, you know? Um, I think so what no. we just said, though, your Brees and your Chisholm, no offense. Like, Chisholm did what he did, but it's a fill-in. Nobody's actually going yeah. – and I don't mean it's a bad way. Nobody's going to sign Chiz to a full-time ride because of this. Nobody's going to take those guys. I definitely think the sport is trending 
towards, of course, older riders for factory teams, but not as much, hey, we're going to go pick this privateer that's been doing it for 12 years that is on yeah. this certain level of results over a kid that does have a lot yeah. of potential. Yep. Uh, from Rotocross, if Hurlings does race here, does he get the number 84 from Scott Meshi? No, no. No, he gets <laughs> 184. 184. Yeah, yeah. Uh, from Lax Defense Coach, with no sanctioning body and, in theory, no consequences for the on-track action, what is the worst thing we should expect to see from these guys on Friday? I mean, I think somebody lighting another person on fire. <laughs> I could see what? that, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. What, are you handing out matches on the starting gate? Yeah, maybe the mechanic has one. Yeah. Well, like it's before the race even starts, they're just gonna be lighting each other. Like, <laughs> you know, somebody's man, untucked jersey. These guys just are, these go guys are privateer islanders, man. Things things get weird on the island, so who knows? Um, yeah, we'll see. Again, I got I'm supposed to give a speech about everybody being calm. So there's a lot riding guy. on you, Steve. Big speech guy. A Big lot speech guy. riding on you. Yeah. <laughs> next one from Jimmy G. When Mitch Payton was recently asked whether Forkner would be back with him next year on a 450, he said it wasn't decided yet. What can you tell us about his contract, and what will he be riding? Well, I definitely don't be back with Mitch on a 450. Uh, I think the person just misunderstood because they asked oh. Mitch if on the TV cast if Forkner would be back with him next year or in the 450, oh, the 450. class because okay. I think Blair kicked that to be, and he said, you know, that's not up to him. That's mostly up to Kawasaki because the longstanding rumor is he has some sort of 450 verbiage in his contract. Mm-hmm. Um Again, before you ask so many questions in the press conference, I was going to ask Austin which he would choose, but you know. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I, I, there's no way going there. There's, there's, Adam Adams re-upped. Jason's there. Okay. There's no room for Forkner. He hasn't done enough in 250 class. So, He's not going up. Rumor though, have you heard the rumor that Cowie might run a three-man team? No, but no. Forkner's okay. not going up. He'll make too much money. He's too, you know, he's got excuses to stay down. Yeah. It, it's fun. No, I just think it's weird that him and Mitch are both so weird to it. Like, there is something in there where they're. Yeah. Cooler, saner heads will prevail. Yeah. I predict He'll end he up staying down 250 because yes. also, right. again, offense, like, they need him next year because you have incoming. Reynolds didn't even really get a Supercross season. Giant question mark over if he can ride Supercross. Seth still keeps getting sick and hurt and stuff. Yep. Cameron is becoming a solid title contender mm-hmm. year after year. He keeps building, building, but you can't, yeah. you know, PC, you don't just go in with one guy and get done. They need no. Austin as yep. well. Absolutely. From Twisted MX, why no panic button on Voland? I feel if this were any other amateur with not a famous dad, you'd be screaming about this. No, no, because um, he missed a triple crown. Okay, it's bad. It's not great. Jeremy Martin missed main events too. Uh, he missed a muddy ass one small practice Atlanta uh, Five showdown. Five seconds slower than Alves. Showdown, like kind of weird. And then he came back in his first race after missing a lot of time. Didn't make the triple crown. Got a bad start in the LCQ and fell. Like both things aren't. It's not good. I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not sitting there being like, yeah. But to say like, if he didn't have a famous dad, I'd be yelling about it. Like the dude led nationals last year, mm-hmm. and like I don't know. Like I don't feel like there's any reason to panic about him. It's not good. But you can see Atlanta what happened, and you can see what happened at Triple Crown or at the at the at the Triple Crown, and you can see what happened in Atlanta. It makes sense that you know it didn't work out. Like I know, no panic button. All right, two more uh, from Mike Dizzer. Steve, did you feel the mutual respect with Anderson while asking him questions at the press conference? No. 
<laughs> I mean, I answer, asked a question. He answered a question. I mean, I, yeah, I don't know what, like, what, what, like. There was no head nod, no, bro. No, and I, I no. Ask him a question. He answered, and we moved on with our lives. Wow. It's great. People want to make this drama up. Like, <laughs> um, there was so much tension in the air. No, no. I asked a question, it was and he so answered. Thick, it. you could taste it. Yeah, like, and he answered it, and we moved on with our life. Yeah. All right, last one from Sean Murdoch, two fifty four. Where do you predict, predict Antonio Caroli finishing his career bucket list USA races? Where? Like, just what place? Position, like oh, we were talking oh, about, four oh, to yeah, seven. That's what we said. Yeah, yeah. four to seven, yeah. maybe a podium. Yep. Mm-hmm. Maybe lead some laps. Yeah. Yeah, I'm four to seven. I'm excited about that. Yeah, that's, that's really, really cool. cool. It's really cool. Yeah. You, you're you not bucket. I say leads a couple laps at some point between one of the four motos, finishes one of the four motos on a podium spot, mm-hmm. and then but his overalls are four to seventh. All right. That makes sense, too. And for anybody that freaks out, he's nine-time world champion. He hasn't been training. He hasn't even raced this new bike. I think four to seven is insanely respectable yeah. for what, you know, well, just his program to his, on. If you would have listened to his interview instead of talking to Scott the whole time, you would have heard You took your head. Everybody took their headphones off. Of course, I took my headphones I listened to it. I did it. <laughs> you didn't tell me I had to sit here for and uh, listen to this, it. This isn't, you know, uh, grade five. I don't have to, you know, order you around. You just want to listen to Antonio Caroli. I'm just later. catching up, you know. Okay. All right. <laughs> Uh, all right, bring on great guests. And I want to learn about Leg- the sport. Legend, and I yelled at. <laughs> Legend of TV productions. Uh, that's motorsport.com. Tweet at talent segment, everybody. Oh, that's horrible. Uh, by the way, St. Jude auction is live now. St. Jude auction. Uh, all the benefits, all the proceeds on the uh, on the items. Really, really cool items. Go to St. Jude, and they go to Monday, May 9th. So uh, check that out. Uh, go to Supercross website, and uh, St. Jude auction is live. Uh, if you ever been in a motorcycle or car accident? Nope. Well, I mean, I've been in an accident on a dirt bike, but not on it. Right. Did somebody bike. or some idiot take you out? Uh, no, I may have taken somebody else out. Well, in you better watch out because attorney Arthur Draper, he's a friend of the show. He'll be calling you. He's a slow moto guy turned attorney. In fact, ambulances chase him now. Arthur will take the time to know the clients. And will take the time to talk to you personally. Consultations are free. Uh, Arthur's uh, licensed in a few different states, by the way, so you can check that out. ArthurDraper.com. Uh, Arthur only gets paid if you get paid. There's no risk to you. Help is only a phone call away, and Arthur's got you back. ArthurDraper.com, A-R-T-H-U-R, Draper.com. Thank you to Arthur for coming on the show, and we've had a few people use them, so uh, good responses from that. Uh, all right, everybody. Um, Scott McElmore from MavTV, thanks for coming in. Hey, I appreciate it. Thanks for the help it. today. And like I said, I am so helpful, or not helpful, but just being here with you guys and it was my first time. Yeah. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah. On uh, a podcast. Yeah. Oh, really? Time. Really? Oh, I did not know that. First time. Oh, great. I always got called by other people, but I just like, no. Yeah. Well, we uh, got you now. We're saving it for when this janky radio show hit yeah, the big exactly. times. Yeah. We, We've been uh, waiting for a long time. Oh, a long I took time. him long enough. Yeah. Pulp 500 <laughs> shows, man. Pulp 500 <laughs> shows. Pulp MX show on Mav TV, Mav TV Plus every Tuesday, every Saturday. Yeah. Maybe some other times in there. I'm going to be on your TV coming in. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, looking forward to it, man. Thanks for the help. Thanks oh, for everything. Thank um, uh, always uh, a great work over your career, whether it's a Supercross, Motocross, working with anybody. So you've done some I good things, man. It. Yeah, it's really, really cool, your resume for sure. And like you said, you must look back at it and be like, what, what the hell happened? I know. Right? <laughs> I know. <laughs> Where'd the time go? <laughs> now, we were just talking earlier about I was doing the interviews with the riders, and we were yeah. talking about like 50 years and going yeah. backwards real yeah. quick. And uh, I think they only went back to McGrath. 
That's about it. I don't yeah. think they know anybody past that. No. All the new writers They today. don't, I know. And RJ was such a bad dude. Oh. Like, RJ was so yeah. cool, you yeah. know? And, he was. And he was Jeremy before Jeremy. I know. Absolutely. I know. Um, but thanks for coming in. No, I appreciate thank it. You. Thank you for everything for MAV TV. And again, people, all uh, all the races will be on MAV TV this summer. Yeah. MAV TV Plus, uh, 40. Uh, uh, you can subscribe monthly. You can subscribe uh, uh, yearly as well. So on that, um, Vital MX, Michael Lindsay. Thanks, man. Thank you. Thanks for coming up. Make it again soon. Yeah, please do. Uh, you're you're part of history. You're uh, on, on show. That's right. 14th show. 14th show, but also test show for Mav TV. Test show for Mav TV. There you go. Yeah, you're gonna be you're <laughs> gonna be the one. And then we'll probably put some of this up at some point for a yeah. bit stuff. Yeah. So you yeah. know you're in. Good to go. Uh, thanks everything. Appreciate it, buddy. Uh, always good to see you. What race are you going to any of the last two? Um, 50-50 on Denver, Salt Lake, and then I just okay. mapped out my outdoor schedule. So. We'll see at Paula for sure. Well, I hope so. It's yeah. only 20 minutes from my house. Right, yeah. I, yeah. I bet you'll be there. Uh, Marks, thank you. Appreciate it. My yeah. pleasure. Thank uh, you. Good, good work. Yeah, thank you. Talon. When's my Lambo show up? <laughs> <laughs> no, you got to get a ring for your chick first. That's, oh, that comes ooh. first. Yeah. Yar Yar is might waiting. Be waiting a while for the Lambo. Are, are, She's so, expecting a big so ring his, now. Uh, his his girlfriend. Give me, give me the shovel, Talon, because his not girlfriend. The hole's getting deeper. Has here. a child, so Talon is oh. now you know playing the role of dada. Dada. Part time dada. Daddy. How's that going? Part time. Yeah. How's that going? It's all right. We were playing uh, baseball last night. Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. She hit her, or no, her mom hit her in the face when she was pitching, so I decided I'm the pitcher now. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Da- dad life. Dad life, yeah. yeah. Dad what, life. You were talent. the catcher before? Yeah. Good job. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. <laughs> <laughs> We're playing t ball with a three year old, guys. Calm down. Calm down, everybody. Back it down. Uh, Talon, thank you, though. I appreciate it. Yep, thanks thank to Swiss Corps Moser. Thanks to Pookie, of course. Thanks to you people for listening. Uh, it's been a really good show. Thank you to Jet Lawrence, Benny Bloss, Clinton Fowler, Antonio Caroli for coming on. Uh, really appreciate it. Uh, and we'll be back next week with um, Wes Williams and Troy Dog. Oh, studio, Wes is coming right. on? Yeah. Nice. Wes, okay. Yeah. Oh, you know Wes. Know yeah, absolutely. Wes, you go boy. way back with yeah. Wes. Yeah. So looking forward to those guys coming in studio. And again, uh, thanks everybody for listening. Thanks for the support over the years. We've, we're on Mav TV. We've made it. I am Magnum PI. I may not even be back next week. I'm going to be in my Lambo all week long. Thanks for listening. See you next week. There's something I want to get off my chest. And it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine. And I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff. And I was totally nude. And it was weird. I, I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho. But I just wanted you to know that. You could hear me if it got into your brain somehow that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.